by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lions Den with your hosts Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer And now strap in and get ready It's showtime time. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works, coming at you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Atlanta Supercross, 13 rounds down, four to go in the Monster Energy Supercross Series. And, uh, yeah, things are tightening up in the uh, 450 Supercross title chase. Chase Sexton goes wire to wire for the win. If he hasn't got, if he didn't get penalized in Detroit, those seven points, the gap would be down to ten for the two-three. But it's still seventeen. Uh, we'll talk to Cooper Webb tonight, though, about his uh, Atlanta, which he said on the podium, "I rode like shit." I love that. That was great. Uh, so Cooper Webb will call in tonight and uh, talk about his Atlanta race, talk about the bike change he's made, some other stuff. Always great to have Coop on. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. We also have. Factory Honda's Colt Nichols. First time we've had Colt on the show since he's been with the Factory Honda guys. Colt Nichols will be calling in to talk about his season, working with that Wilbur guy and more. Uh, Jordan Smith, second place in Atlanta, kind of his hometown race. We'll get Jordan on the line to talk about Atlanta and more on the Star Racing team. So looking forward to having Jordan calling in. And we added Jared Leshner tonight. Uh, He made the main event on a two-stroke. We're trying to find out the last two-stroke to make a 450 main event. And uh, it's been a while from what we can gather. So Jared Lesher will call in. He's a two-stroke guy and made the uh, main in Atlanta. And uh, I did a privateer pod with him 
earlier this year. It was really interesting. Great to talk to him. And so we'll follow up with the main event talk from Jared Lesher. We have a couple of uh, my friends in studio, at least one friend, one ex-friend maybe. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you got something on your mind, uh, give us a call. And uh, let's talk uh, some Atlanta, some MotoGP, whatever you got. Uh, we're happy to have you guys tonight. Don't forget the Yamaha LCQ race Friday, Denver. Yeah, coming up. Uh, so please check out uh, the raffle page on pulpamex.com to, to buy a ticket to possibly win a 2023 YZ450F or like one of 19 other prizes, uh, uh, Fly Racing and Renthal and Guts and Roost and FXR and all these companies joined in to make some prizes worthwhile for you people um, to, uh, to do that. So thank you to um, uh, uh, those guys for coming on board. All the money goes to... These racers in Denver on Friday in the LCQ race, 22 of them. Uh, so looking forward to doing that. And uh, so get the tickets while you can. The money's a little low, people. Let's get it up there. Please, I appreciate it. Pulpamex.com, buy that raffle ticket. Go on uh, my Instagram. The link is on there as well to do all that. We'll tell you more about the Millville Ride Day later as well. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Renthal, Race Tech, a Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, uh, AtlasBrace.com. Uh, coming up, the Canadian Nationals are starting soon with Dylan Wright. He's an Atlas Brace rider. He's down at the 83 compound, and he's shredding from what I hear. Uh, Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection, MotorCycleMissionJobs.com, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Get Data, Intense Cycles, Wysco Piston, EVS, all on board with us. And again, Webb, Nichols, Smith, Lesher, all calling in, and uh, and much more coming up on the show tonight. And uh, 702-586-PULP if you have uh, a question for myself or for my two co-hosts. First up from uh, Kiefer Inc. Testing from RacerX Online. Uh, he's back in studio one week after um, we had to call off Life Swap, but he's here. Chris Kiefer, what's up, buddy? How are you? How was your week? Great. You How was good? yours? <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. Like, Cal Classic went well. Couldn't have gone yeah. smoother. Yeah. Like, I feel like we uh, made the right decision. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel like it too, a little bit, you know? Um, I mean, I had a great week. It, I, I texted you Wednesday. I go, How are you feeling? You're like, Awesome. Everything looks good. My tw our, uh, our Twitters were on fire, though. Yeah. But my life. Yeah. Um, by the house was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, listen. <laughs> it, 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 wrong. My Twitter was a big steamy pile of shit right, right. for a week. How happened? We, uh, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to Atlanta and Life Swap and the Cal Classic, which we'll get into later on as well. Uh, race at Glen Helen you did over the weekend that really, I mean, I, I would have, you know, uh, Aiden won one class, but I've got a feel he would have. Two. Class. Two, okay. He would have won all three <laughs> if I was there, but, you know, that's okay. But I did make it down to GH on Thursday. Yes, you did. Which you big test day for you, you. You did not think I was coming. Well, you, you did screw with me a little bit in the morning, and I honestly, usually I can catch your jokes. Yeah, and I was uh, loading up, and I saw that, and I'm like, that I, mother. I said, Kiefer, I overslept. I'm not going to make it. And you have done this to me before, I have, I have. so I thought Fuck that was you, legit. Fired. Yeah, but you did. Nope. You did make it, and you actually stayed. Until it closed down. Pretty much. I yeah. Didn't, uh, yeah. I rode a lot. I feel like I rode a lot. No, you did. I went REM tracking. I went main tracking. You know, I was, yeah. Main tracking. I haven't I was heard that Main tracking. I was main REM tracking. Yeah. Hey, man, you main tracking out there? That's <laughs> sick out there right it's now. tracky riding. Main tracking. <laughs> I will say this. Could you have done that multiple days? 
<laughs> I don't think so. You texted me the next I day know. and said, yeah, eh, I got back. some GH, GHB going on. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank uh, Bill and the KYB guys for coming out. Yep. Yep. Big uh, production test big on your bike. test on my bike. Yep. Do you think those guys, when they're, when, they're, like, when they're asking me questions, do you think they're just leaving and being like, this fucking guy? Like, they seem like they really cared about what I thought about that suspension. No, they do. And that's why I ask them questions like, why the fuck are you doing this for him? Yeah. Like, uh, what's going on? Right. Um, they yeah. seem to generally want to get your feedback. <laughs> they really did. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> they really did. Checking my watch yeah. to see if it's April 1st. Nope. Right. No. Yeah, we're um, past that. Also in studio, a man who was uh, really looking forward to coming in the night because uh, it was going to be <laughs> the end of Life Swap. And he had, knowing him, he had a lot of things planned. Unfortunately, he's just going to join us in a regular quote-unquote show tonight. Probably will not mention anything. Probably not. No. From Michelin Bicycle Tires, Michelin uh, 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 Tires in general, Randy Richardson. What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> yep. yep. You yep. know this show is going to uh, just... His phone call last good. week was... was yeah. You, yeah. You, you made us feel bad. And uh, Well, no offense, yeah. but how do you think you, the two of you made Pulp Nation feel? Yeah, we I, I we know right? how yeah, they feel. We, yeah, we, yeah, we got yeah, the point. Yeah. I mean, literally, there was like two texts, two tweets of support. Yeah, and eighty four of like <laughs> "fuck you guys." Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. want to thank those two guys yeah. that said that they understood. Yeah, got our backs. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that uh, your mom and your dad was on Twitter. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's right. good. Though. That's good to have that yeah. family support. Welcome to the show, Randy. Uh, there's, Thanks for coming in. Uh, glad to be here. Glad to be here. How was how was your week? It's good. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Was yours uh, Hanky Jory? Hanky Jory. Everything was yeah. Hanky Jory in my world. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I was looking forward to straightening Heather and Aiden up. Well, first like, of whatever all, they had for bad know. habits, I was going to correct that quickly. Heather <laughs> did have all the food prepared that Steve likes, so mm-hmm. she was ready for Steve. And so. Pookie. Went grocery shopping. She got cheese for, for me for snacks for I, me. I, yeah. I do yeah. not in any way, yeah. shape, or form doubt your wife's commitment to this. Yes, at all. Yeah. It's you two losers yeah. that, uh, yeah. I that I have that I I take issue with. Well, I mean, uh, I, yeah. Listen, uh, it was supposed to happen, and I'll, I'll, I, I don't have too much to say about this. But we don't want to dwell right. on it. But exactly. me, here's I, a few things. Here's I've few got things. enough to cover you, so go ahead. Okay. And don't say much. Here's a few things. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Oh, God. See, it's, that's oh what you Don't say no, that. It's going to happen. Oh, my God. I'm not on board with this, everybody, so don't yell at me. What, what? I'm on board, but I'm not on board you saying that. Mm-hmm. We're, no. We're just – we're not going to announce it. We're not going to talk about it. It's just going to happen. You're announcing it right now. No, yeah. but just – No one don't, listens to this show anyway. Don't pin us down on a date. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to work it out. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a full week. Maybe it's a weekend. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a little, like – you know, yeah, you should. Or do if it. you're a little bitch, yeah, exactly. That could be a so, factor. So, and also as well. Uh, so I've said that. Uh, my other point is, is like uh, all you people letting us have it. Like, I have no defense. Normally, I'm yeah. up here and I'm firing away. You know, because I that's kind of that's a crappy gun, dude. That's a laser. That's a no. That's a Canadian laser. That's a Canadian gun. That's a Star Wars laser. So. Normally I'm firing back, and I, you know, I will, I will go. make my point. I, we, yes, can't do anything but just eat this disappointment. Like we deserve it. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and if you people think we're losers and quitters, and I've seen all, I've seen all the, we'll agree the social media stuff. Yeah, I yeah. saw a lot of I, stuff too this I, week. I, I, Some of I it can't was a say bit anything. Overboard. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Like I get it, man. Like yeah, I, I just we promised something yeah. twice, twice we backed out of it, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and let us have it. I've never agreed to so many people on Twitter <laughs> since this last week. You're an asshole. Yes. You're an idiot. Yes. You guys are both losers. Yes. I just, yes. Everything was yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we get it. Mm-mm. We get it. Yeah. But one of us here was in Atlanta. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went. And yeah. uh, I actually went into the press box where professional journalists were there covering the sport. That was impressive. Uh, their, their commitment to, to traveling, covering the sport, yeah. giving the information, race updates Absolutely. to the people. Yep. It was super good. Yep. Um, I liked uh, – well, heck, it was – no, okay. nope. Vital MX and Swap Moto Live yeah. both had good, you know, like post-race interviews. I love hearing that because it's fresh in the minds of the racers. You hear their tone and inflection, kind of like you used to with this show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was good. I, I, For me, I loved it. I like being there. It was daytime, for God's sake. It was a daytime race. How can you not go to that's a That's tailor-made for me. Day- uh, yeah, 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 you should try him. one of those sometime. Yeah. You should go to a daytime <laughs> race. Uh, yep. Well, Kiefer was supposed to go, and then mm-hmm. when he when we decided to not oh, make it happen. He almost just jacked me up right No, there. when we decided not to make it happen, yeah. then, yeah, I um, you know, I was I looked at flights, and it was, like, super expensive. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Honestly, though. Yeah, you shouldn't have used any of those sky miles you've accumulated for you know, uh, well, that's, millions that's, of years. You know, that's, you're, a, that's a Delta thing. I, I have uh, United Miles. Okay, um, well, but um, probably cheaper. honestly, so look, Sounds I went, gay. I went to, I went to Glendale, <laughs> and it wasn't exactly. I love Triple Crowns. It, yeah, it wasn't great racing, yeah. and and I honestly, the whoop sections looked gnarly in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They were a deciding factor for a lot of guys, but then once they started jumping them. Now they didn't become a major factor, mm-hmm. and Randy, it just seemed like it was doubles and triples, and like yeah. I didn't see much going on either. I'll be honest. Yeah, the 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 track, while you would think a more open track like yes. that might yield some better racing, mm-hmm. it just didn't just didn't happen. Yeah. Right, uh, everyone got kind of spread out pretty quick, and and then uh, um, you know with the, what I liked. We'll get into the racing, but mm-hmm. 450 main. I want to bring up Life Swap later, but right now, uh, oh, okay. 450 so main. Yeah. You still have some things loaded in your chamber. Sure. Yeah, okay. Travis, you have the videos, right? Locked and loaded, sir. Okay, cool. Oh, so God. then for the uh, 450 oh, boy, boy. main, no, but watching uh, Cooper, which I know we'll have him on later, but Cooper Webb and Eli Tomac kind of yo-yo each other. That was kind of interesting to see it, what happened, how that played out for the impact It looked like Tomac was going to get him, mm-hmm, made a mm-hmm. pretty good ground, was yep. going to get him, and yeah. then Coop pulled back out. Yep. It like, looked like he stabilized it. Yeah. Did you see anything that Coop did uh, differently or anything? N- nothing specific yeah. that really stood out you know, to me as far as like a, you know, one particular area. Right. It's just like, and okay, negative thing about that type of track. I was, thankfully, I was up in the WPS Fly Racing Suite, mm-hmm. thanks to JT and everyone for the hospitality there, but you know, the track's so spread yeah. out on one end versus the other end. It's a little bit of a challenge to follow yeah. the racing versus a traditional right. football so, and baseball track. As I said off the top, Sexton wins, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't have that penalty in Detroit, it's 10 points. Yeah, yeah. I know it. But yeah. if you have some butts for candies and nuts mm-hmm. and all that, right? That's if funny. My, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Yeah, and yeah. if you guys hadn't backed out on Life Swap, it would have the best show ever. Yep. But yep. go ahead. Yep. So it is what it is. It's 17 points. But uh, who who did on a on a, it was hot, right, Randy? It yeah. Like it was 80 yeah. degrees mm-hmm. and track was long and, and brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would not have Tomac and Webb on the podium? I know. Right. right? And Roxon up on the podium. Yeah. Just but those two guys missing it. Right. That to me is the mm-hmm. more. And what's you know, weird is they and they didn't get horrible starts. They got eh, starts. That's what I like just, to call them. Eh. Uh, Tomac was 10th. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, oh, okay. It's mid-pack, right? right it's right. not horrible for those right. guys. Yeah. And the leaders, the top three, gapped yeah. fourth back real quick. Yep. And the time those guys got up in that position, yep. there was an eight-second gap, so it was hard to to make up. You, so but AP made up time. AP looked like he was going to pass Tomac yes. at right. some yeah. point, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so I've switched. I, I mean, I went for a long time believing Jason Anderson was going to win a race, right? He won a bunch mm-hmm. last year, and I really thought he was going to win a race. And obviously he had a kid and traveled all night. This weekend wasn't a great showing for him as he pulled off. But I'm now, obviously, I think recency bias is huge here, but Barsha can win a race, and Anderson cannot. 
to me right now with four left, with four to go. Would I put odds on it? No, I wouldn't. But I think the 51 has passed him. It's crazy know? to me that we talked about this last week. He is the most fit dude, I think, mm-hmm. besides Tomac, obviously. I just You never see him fade or go like go up and then get fade back. You never see it. Mm-hmm. He rides like a, a man possessed. Mm-hmm. As much as he moves around on the machine, yeah. it's hot. And the dude's insane. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable how, yeah. how good a shape he, he is. He and no in, one talks about it. He was in, well, if you would read observations, I brought this up earlier this year. That I thought he was one of the fittest guys on the track. I know. But I, I agree with you. He ditched uh, Tom Danielson as a trainer. He went by on his own for a couple of years. Now he's got a guy. He told us on this show. But I think even when he didn't have anybody, nobody holding his hand, nobody mixing his drinks, nobody yeah. at the races, the dude was grinding off, yeah. the, off the track. Yeah. You know? Even when he's and, on Yamaha, he's yeah. still the same. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know the guys at Yamaha, I know them better than the TLD guys. They say that he would test till 5 o'clock at night. Whatever you need. Yeah. I'm here all day. Right? Mm-hmm. So... His emergence has been really fun to see. He also said in the press conference that you know he hasn't he's been clean for for twelve races or whatever he said. Oh, by not hitting yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah, by not hitting anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And it's weird to I me. Like, like he we, seems... should, we should have a sign. It's been twenty one days since Justin Marshall <laughs> incident. You know, like a workplace safety yeah. sign. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. What's uh, weird is like I feel like at least right now in the past couple weeks. You see Barsha, Roxon, Tomac. Everyone's getting along, yeah. tapping oh, each other on the back, yeah, right. high-fiving. I'm yeah. like, yeah. dude, what is going on? Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah. Like, everyone's getting along. I'm with you. It's kind of weird. We need more of this. We need more of that. We need more of that. That's what we need, though. Get right? out. What you, what we need. What's wrong? It's a trigger. Okay. I think it's funny because you I see, wasn't aware of until now. You see these guys on social media commenting on each other's stuff, and you just think, like, you think Stanton would be like to Bradshaw? Hey, man, <laughs> thumbs no. up. Good job. This no. week. Like any of these guys, Chad Reed, Stu, and R- no. RC, you think, it's you think they're on social with each other? It's nuts. Yeah, I'm with you a little bit on that, Kiefer. Like you talk to RC and these guys, and RC will say it on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I ain't riding no. with those dudes. No. no one's riding with me. I ain't talking to them. I ain't no. riding with them. Everything they say, I'm wondering why are they saying this and what's the mental mm-hmm. thing behind this. And, you know, I mean, Tim Ferry wore, um, no, what was it? It's, oh, uh, yeah. So Jeff Spencer wore a 22 hat yes. one day, and Tim oh. Ferry freaked out because he now he likes Chad better than I do. Right. Like all these guys, they're just nut yeah. jobs like that, right? So European racers are like that. Like you watch MXGPs, yeah. they're high five. Oh yeah, no, they they're, bro they're down. bros. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we didn't see that here in America until recently. During the height of RC Stu Chad hatred, I went to a few GPs, and I remember one time specifically at Lomo. All of them were doing the drug tests, and they were all in a room together. And somebody said, yeah, just I think Jill Caroli said, go in there. Tony's in there. And like, I walk in. Top ten are all there, and they're fucking laughing like they're at a, at a comedy club. Yeah. They're loving it, and they're laughing, and they're all waiting for the drug test to start peeing. And I was like, <laughs> wow. There's no entourages. There's nobody surrounding these dudes. Ten of the riders are just broing down. This was, you know, 2012 or whatever, right? Like, And that's how those guys are. You're absolutely right. They are that way. Um Lots to get into tonight. Line, phone lines are already full. Imagine that. Uh, we got a couple tire questions, Randy. Do you want to start start off with that? Yeah, that suits suits me. Unless there's a, like a life swap question that we could put in front of that, I'm good with the tire okay. question. Yeah. Uh, taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down. He's uh, the motorsport.com gearhead. Mm. Talon Taylor, what's up, Lone Wolf? What's up, Steve? How are you? Good. Just uh, been ignoring that email that you sent me Dude. last week. What? 
dude, he's a gearhead at Motorsport, and I've got some questions and issues with an order, and I get no response from him. Wow. Well, maybe maybe he would be more appreciative of it if you would introduce those two guys and what they bring to the show. I just, I'm doing it right now. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. It's your show. Should uh, be Chris. I, did, I did okay. look into Should it. Okay, thank you. We're thank working you. on it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Talon. <laughs> That's the first look of the night. We're 20 minutes in. Did you see that look? I just, I don't I know. know. That, when he does yeah, that. Right. We got to simmer okay. down. No, I know. Trust uh, me. Oh, there's more coming. Don't worry. Working the cameras over there. That voice you hear. Yep. Uh, his Vegas Golden Knights probably losing in six to the Winnipeg Jets uh, starting tomorrow. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? Better than losing to the Lightning in four. What? So, you <laughs> know, what, what can you say? <laughs> well, you know, I'd like to point out that I'm wearing my uh, Teenage Citizen shirt today, a company built on uh, values and integrity. It's fine. We deserve it. Go well, ahead. How long is it supposed to last? Though? Oh, as long as we want. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Let's <laughs> let's ask Darkside. Maybe he'll call in later, and we can ask him how long how long <laughs> you just banter and banter and banter. You know what I mean? Holy shit! I, that, that gentleman has nothing to complain about. Oh, really? Nothing. Really? Yeah, really. He is well, living the dream. I got him an literally. Indus- I got him a media job. I got him a free dirt bike. I gave him a fucking. Like, we got decent, him a haircut, a decent look, and threw it away. You know? Yep, the whole thing. Yeah. All right, so we got tire questions. <sighs> yep. Uh, Coop is coming on here. Frank has a tire question for Randy. Go ahead, Frank. Hey guys, how's it going? How are you, Frank? Uh, hey, Randy. So I got a, uh, I got a, uh, been using the Starcross fives for a, a long time now, and I'm a real big fan of the uh, the soft front. And I've been using the the medium rear just because I I like getting a little bit extra tire life out of it. Yep. But uh, I was going to buy some new sixes, and I saw that they're they're kind of there's like more options now. There's like mm-hmm. a medium soft, a medium hard, a soft, a hard. Yeah. Uh, so for a guy, I'm riding a, a two-stroke, a Beta 300 RX. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think would be the good Starcross six that would be equivalent to the five, like a soft in the front and the medium rear? Yeah, great, great question, Frank. So for and and that's my that was my go-to setup as well was the Starcross five soft front and Starcross five medium rear because the front's a bit more aggressive and then the rear medium would be more durable and yield a bit more tread life. Let's say uh, the direct correlation between those two would be and I would recommend a Michelin Starcross six medium soft front and a Michelin Starcross six medium hard rear. Um, so that's going to give you a real aggressive, uh, predictable traction on front, um, fairly open traction. Huh? Predictable? It's predictable, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's traction you can count yep. on. Yep. Um, it's not going to – but if you want to – It's not going to gonna flake on you. Let's just say uh, Steve likes that one because if he ever wants to pull out of something, <laughs> like Steve wants to pull out of a rut, it's got side traction. He can just yep. pull out of a rut, okay. change direction right. at a moment's notice. So uh, Yeah. I wouldn't like that tire because I don't pull out. So mm. I want a tire that stays mm. in. Mm. All right, so anyway, that's the answer, You Frank. can't do that, dude. Yeah. Thanks for the call, bud. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, oh, we got a tire about mooses. Jeremy wants to talk to about mooses, and okay. I don't think the kind with the antlers. Uh, mm. What's up, Jeremy? How are you guys? Good. No, no antler talk. Um, Randy, what's uh, what's obviously pros and cons of running a moose? I'm a motocross dude. I've got uh, trails in my backyard though I ride, mm-hmm. and uh, is there any technology between brands in mooses? Uh, yeah, certainly there's, there's different technology in, in theory, in theory, it's quite the same, right? And, and, uh, whether it's a moose made by other brands or Michelin bib moose, um, it's effectively a, uh, a butyl charged, uh, a, but- a nitrogen charged butyl foam cell solid moose, right? So solid 
insert. And the key benefit is to not receive a flat tire. Um, they're very, very common in Europe. They're used in most every single motocross and all the enduro applications in Europe where you just eliminate the risk of a flat. In the U.S., there's riders are not as common to use them. Use a bit more outdoors. Why, why does Jeremy so want to use a moose? Jeremy, why do you want to use a moose? I just got a new, new to me bike. Listen, um, you, you don't need a moose, dude. You're fine. You're not going to some hard enduro. You're not racing where you can, you know. Don't worry about it. They're a pain in the ass to install. They suck to, to install. The, the, I like the feeling of a rear moose yeah, yeah. because it has a dead feel. It, well, okay. So if you're is, looking is Jeremy, for feeling, is Jeremy like? Is he? I'm is just he got a lap times out. Got to stop. If he likes a certain uh, feel, uh, he uh, might uh, like a bit yeah. moose. Just Jeremy, get a heavy yeah, duty a, tube, and you're you're good. God, I wish you yeah. remember this call was for you, Randy. Remember that? Virginia Rock Brute for the trails in the backyard that are kind of gnarly. Um, yeah, if it, and, yeah, and the other benefit, to, to, to finish my thought on it, <clears throat> was that a, uh, the, the bib moose has a more <laughs> a dead feeling, as Chris mentioned, so it's a little bit less rebound. The tire is less lively. So if you're in an off-road application with roots and rocks, it kind of conforms to the ground or the obstacles a little bit more. But, it doesn't but, deflect but, as much. Jeremy, so that's certainly... But How, so Jer- what? What if he wants to try it? Yeah, okay, He can yeah. try it. Yeah. Jeremy, do you change your own tires? No, I got people for that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's kind of like you with a mountain you bike. You throw the moose on to somebody. Uh, got people yeah. for that. I pray to God yeah. this guy, you know, is still your. He's going to be your friend after you throw a moose at him and say, uh, they, all, they all run mooses, so I was just going to have them do it. They yeah, see there. The, okay. The well, I will say this, Jeremy. Without, cake. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Uh, I know that I'm angry at FMIP for these jokes and all that. I get mm-hmm. it. But Michelin <laughs> makes an incredible moose. When you talk to race teams in Europe, uh, mm-hmm. talk to people over here, Michelin seems to be. Sort of the leading edge of mooses, Randy? Um, I mean, I, I know you don't yeah, want to, you know. No, no, no. I'm glad to say, like, we, we invented, the Michelin invented the whole bib moose, that right. technology, and, and we're the only ones that had that for the longest time. Um, other brands, certainly, whether it's Dunlop or Pirelli, even Bridgestone has them. Um, but then there's Nitro Moose. There's other brands that have came along and, and replicated or Im- improved upon or have a comparable offer. So there's a lot of options out there, but, but that's basically... Um, if you, a valued listener of Pulp and Mech, someone that you know pays for this house we're sitting in, if you want to spend your money on a bib moose, certainly nah, do I'm so. Just, I'm just saying they're, yeah. they're they're very high rated. The the Michelin mooses. Yep, so. they are. I might be giving them a shot. Anyway. All right, Heck yeah, man. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, looking forward to the episode and looking forward to Steve getting some shit over the next coming uh, weeks. There we okay. go. All right. Well, listen again. I understand it. Uh, Joey is generous. Joey, Joey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I got a little little race tech rant. So. All right. Uh, in my opinion, we uh, we had probably the best 450 uh, press conference like vibe as far as the three guys were not just like yeah, they were not wanting it. to look at each other. Yep. Yeah, but then we have media guys that don't want to show up to the races anymore because they think it's not necessary, and we have a Zoom call because people obviously still want to hear from the heavy guys, Weege and all them, but they don't show up to the races. So now we have Barsha trying to – listen to these people that are just cutting in and out and then next thing you know they finally cut to interviewers that are at the track and then obviously the FIM guy you Barsha barely even figured out what he was trying to say so it's like end of the story race tech rant yep. show up to the race with media people okay, fair enough the, uh, the Wi-Fi uh, wasn't good and that was an issue a big issue right the well, Wi-Fi kind of well, sucked well, so. and I mean I get that and I yep. think that it kind of doesn't make sense because, you know, I get, you know, the idea behind that of not having to have every media guy go to the thing. But 
I mean, we we aren't the F1. We don't have no. The but generally, Joey, it works better on. when the Wi-Fi and the people like Weege and people who aren't at the races can use the Wi-Fi. It works fine. Everybody works can hear okay. This weekend was a bit of a disaster. You're right about that. It didn't really work yep. out. Let but me, I mean, Joey, some media guys, you know, they've been going to the races since 1996. <laughs> a lot of them, and you know, I, so I, some I, I media guys, we, you know, had uh, unexpected circumstances I, where his friend bailed on him. Oh. Well, and I mean, what, do we want to start calling you like the uh, the media guy for the media? Listen, like, uh, dude, I've gone to nine. I've gone to nine races this year. Settle down. There's been there's thirteen. I went to nine of them. I mean, what what percent What's is nine out of thirteen? You're shooting fifty. I feel Not, like if we went to war. <laughs> Yeah. And I was getting held hostage, and the 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 yeah. enemy offered Steve, "Hey, I'll let you go, but we got to kill Kiefer." He was like, "Fuck yeah, let's kill Kiefer." I'm I'm obviously I'm kidding. I'm, I'm obviously kidding. Yes. It's it, it's definitely it was fifty one forty nine yep. that Clip. Kiefer was backing out of Life Swap, but I was forty nine percent responsible. So, uh, thanks, Joey. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate have a good morning, guys. Thank you. I think Joey was trying to make t- take a little dig at me there. Mm-hmm. I think he was. I really do. Backhanded. Uh, is this uh, is this just shit on Steve show? Is it's going to be. Is? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Hey, um, <laughs> Decal Works, uh, big sponsor of Chris Kiefer, as well as the, uh, uh, the Moto 60 show and the, the re-raceables and this one as well. So thank you to the folks at Decal Works. Pulpamex 23 is the code to save. With those guys, custom stuff. Uh, Kiefer, they, your stuff looks great. They've yep. done a good job. Sean and the boys uh, getting you the, the quick turnaround on the graphic designs and everything else. And you, got, you get a proof beforehand. You check the box. You approve the proof. And then they send you it to and, yeah, thanks to the folks at Decal Works. They're also the official graphic sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team. And uh, our first guest this night from the Red Bull KTM team, uh, finishing fourth this week in Atlanta, Cooper Webb. What's up, Coop? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? How's it going? Good. Thanks for calling in. By the way, I hope to have an answer for you tonight. I, I didn't get one, though, but I really hope to tell you on the phone that we're pushing hard for this taco guy. For our race and Carlos Short, yes, the flying taco, the flying taco. I'm trying. <laughs> I thought I have an answer for you because I we got turned down, and I'm appealing it, Coop, and I'm going to the higher wow. levels here. Because Taco so. hasn't raced Supercross, no? Yes, uh, Taco did he, race. I think some. He's raced GPs. He's yeah. raced nationals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, not sure about Supercross. He's right. obviously a arena cross legend. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, have you seen so, yeah, this gentleman? I mean, social- we, we, he's ridden my Supercross track in North Carolina. Okay, so I know that. So the, the people I'm ready. appealing to, can they call you? <laughs> if I just say, "Hey, call yeah, Cooper Webb," reference. Okay, <laughs> reference. <laughs> Flying Taco will not die, and I and to reference this, Cooper no. Webb says he will not die. There you right. go. Right. Yes. Like he can ride. He's an entertainer. He's right. an entertainer, and that's what he will do. Okay, so we're trying to still work on getting Flying Taco into my into our Yamaha LCQ race. So we're working on that. Ah. Uh, Coop, you rode like shit. He's in also a blue crew, like you yeah. said. No, I know. He's our, he's our guy. Uh, you rode like shit in Atlanta, I heard. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean. You're uh, not scared, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, not my best um, performance, but uh, okay. overall, you know. Yeah. Got a, got one point, so that's uh Well, that's what, I was gonna, that's what I was going to ask you. So when you leave there, you're not happy with the fact you wrote. And we talked about this on a review show. You're not stoked with the way you wrote. We all know that off the podium is not good. But you did gain a point. So in some way, does that make you okay or no? Is it still just a shitty day? Um, I think in the moment, you know, obviously after the race, I'm, I'm always mm-hmm. um, a lot more heated than I think you are on a Monday for sure. Um, but I think, yeah, I think as a whole – you know, seeing how I did ride and how I struggled and rewatching the race, like, 
um, to keep him behind me for, you know, a good 15 minutes mm-hmm. or so was uh, was good, you know, in the long run. Yep. Um, but like I said, I think I was more frustrated because I felt like I had good speed, especially in qualifying. I was, you know, the best I've been in a while and won my heat race, and I felt really good, went to the line first, and, um, you know, didn't execute on the start and spent – you know, too much time trying to, to play catch-up, really. And by that point, the, the leaders were kind of gone and kind of lost the toe. So I more was just bummed because I felt like I was in a situation where I could could win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if not, for sure, be on the podium. And I didn't feel like I executed the best. So that's that's more or less why I was bummed. And uh, But anyway, I mean, it, it's racing. And like you said, in the grand scheme of things, you know, obviously uh, it's – better to be positive and get a point but like i said i feel like um yeah i don't know after watching eli's heat race he he kind of had a bad gate pick and it just it lined up to maybe be a big point stay sure, and sure like i said i felt like i didn't maybe execute as good as i could but that's racing and uh we got four more to to probably catch up and see where we end up i thought you were good through the whoops uh it was a big they're turned into jumpers and and they also weren't effective later on in the main other than that though coop it just looked like you guys were doing a series of doubles and triples <laughs> it didn't look it looked it reminded me of glendale a little bit i was at glendale i wasn't in atlanta and it reminded yeah. me of just follow the leader and hope he makes a mistake in the whoops yeah there definitely wasn't much passing mm-hmm. um and for as long as a lap time as the track was there there wasn't especially in qualifying there really wasn't much separation you know for a minute and a half lap track we were all within basically a half a second to a second you know us all the way through i think eli who was seventh so um yeah like you said there was there was not much difference that anybody was really doing with the sand you know in my opinion it's hard to to pass in those and you you can't pass but also Mm -hmm. you can't really get close enough because you're just getting kind of blasted so um you know it was obviously the one that we always go to that you never know um but i felt like this year's was was honestly a lot faster and more motocrossy in my opinion than years past but you never really know what to expect there that's for sure yeah i felt like i'm, I'm usually pro speedway tracks i love the way that they hold up you know the long the laps and the different variation of obstacles mm-hmm. but yeah this one sitting at home and even Randy Richardson here was was there. It didn't seem like they hit the mark for a speedway track, you know. So yeah, for sure. I mean, who knows? Obviously, I'm not sure who who has the final say and all that. But yeah, as far as the racetrack itself, it wasn't. I think there was what only one berm turn really on the whole the whole thing. So yeah, not many turns, really fast. I felt like, and in the past, they've maybe taken advantage of that middle section a bit more and made that you know some 180s with some good bowls and stuff like that so right um yeah i mean obviously you have tracks that are great and maybe some that that don't allow for the best racing so um just yeah. gotta kind of do what you can i guess just blame the jer- dirt jerks guys that's what i do all the time and then they get <laughs> mad at me so um hey when you say you rode like shit on the podium do you hear anything from feld or roger or ian or anybody like do, does, does anybody care um i'm I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't um, Yeah, so, great, something's coming you know? is what you're saying. <laughs> really? For saying shit, you're going to get in trouble? That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I see mean, it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Okay. That, that's, yeah. 
I don't know, man. I, I feel like when you said that, I, that hypes me up. I liked it, too. Like, yeah. when I hear that passion, I'm like, hell yeah, he's yeah. pissed. Right. I'm hearing it. I'm feeling it. I'm with you. Like, I'm in. I think it helps our sport well, a little I was bit. More, I was more, I mean, it is, like you said, at the time, I'm like, why am I even getting interviewed? You know, I got fourth place. Yeah, like, that's true, too, I, right? Yeah. I need to go to the truck. Like, I don't deserve to even be up here. So um, that was my kind of outlook on it. But at the same time, I, I do get, you know, we're – and a championship hunt, and mm-hmm. and they're they're filling the slots, so I get it. But yeah, I mean, I think for me, that's yeah, I was bummed. Like I was, I was definitely fired up after the race, and then I was on my way back to the pit, and they like grabbed me, and I was just like, yeah. "What's going yeah. on?" And uh, right, right. so anyway, yeah. I mean, like you said, I'm I'm learning. People like to see my character, so I'm trying to be be better at that. And mm-hmm. and raw raw coop, I guess, is pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, that is something I was going to talk about too. Like it wasn't the question now, but. I see more, like, personality lately, especially this year. I feel like you do have a little resting dick face at times, but then when you talk, oh, it goes, yeah. So then when you talk, it goes away, uh, and then we get to see some of that, you know, fun, loving coop that uh, everyone, I think, loves to hear. Um, <laughs> but for me, the a technique question. So the whoops before uh, the left-hander, for the straightaway before the finish, there was a flat mm-hmm. corner. And mm-hmm. I'm watching this. I'm, how hard is it to get to your rear brake when you're skimming into that inside rut? I feel like it would be very difficult to try to stop in for that inside line. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I, and it didn't really develop really until the the, the racing. Um, you know, in practice, I think AC may have created it and kind of started that. But it was. It was one of those like kind of half, I call them like a half 180 where you know, the, the beginning of the berm isn't built because of the start. Um, mm-hmm. And then the start was actually the day before. It was all, they just kind of, with a dozer, scraped the grass off. So that area there especially was super slippery. Um, so I'm surprised it even got a rut. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, you're coming in super tight. You're close to the bale. The angle isn't great. You're on the right side with your, you know, brake not being a, a naturals for your right-handers. And uh, it was tough. You know, like I said, it was one that, that you kind of think you, you could grab a little too much front or a little too much rear. And then, like, when I rewatched the race, I feel like some of us were, like, under-breaking like crazy because we didn't really have a good breaking point because of that reason, it being that right, super tight, hard to get in. Um, you What's know, there's no really need to stand because there's no bumps. And so, yeah, it was it was a tricky little little thing and then that those those were gnarly too you know even the jump them were were super tough from that inside yeah that's what i was kind of noticing too like i would see you like do both like in one section you would skim and then start jumping all in the same whoop so like is that something planned or is that like oh i screwed up so i'm just going to jump you know the second half yeah the, i was struggling in that one uh mainly for that reason it was like the way the whoops got that they seemed super sharp this weekend uh, and then with all the rain, they they really got very cupped, but then they're like a very soft cup. Mm. And then you have ruts forming. Yeah. So it was like the first three were rutted from people doing the just double-double. So you're trying to like, in my opinion, it was faster to skim. So you're trying to kind of skim, but you can't really because of the rut. So... For me, it was something where I just kind of jumped in, tried to get a skim, and then you're on your brakes super hard to make that tight inside, and you can't really skim there. So, 
they were weird, you know, because when they were smooth, you just go outside, blitz, you know, mm-hmm. make the turn, no problem. But main event, it was it was so fast to get on the, the inside coming out. So, um, you know, I, I watched, I feel like Chase was actually doing it the best, going outside and then just going three, 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 two inside and super clean, super easy. And um, But that's rare where you go outside to get the jump line going. Yeah. So, they were, they were definitely tough, well, then and you got, I think the turns kind of affected them. You know, I think in a normal race, if there's an outside berm after them, you just they would have developed fine. But you kind of had everyone doing something different, and they got super weird. And then you got that number one guy behind you, where you're like, yeah. I don't really want to go outside right here. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. That intakes up your ass. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. definitely hear that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but no, nah, that's like I said, that was one spot that I kind of was trying stuff throughout the whole main and uh, didn't really have the, the best line going until maybe the end of the race where I finally had a good kind of mix of a jump skin. I try to bring some of this for the people at home, like how good you guys are. And it's, it's hard to understand because you guys make it look so easy on TV. And I ride a lot and I know how good I am and I suck compared to you guys. So what's gnarly for me, and I guess if you can try to explain it, let's say you're heat two. And, of course, you had all day in practice. You had qualifying. But riding is a feeling. When you ride a dirt bike, there is a feeling that you have because of the dirt. You know what the dirt's going to do. You know what the jump's going to kick you like. You know where the whoops are going to go. You know where the ruts are. But for guys like you, how do you go so damn fast when you really haven't seen or been on the track in, you know, three hours or so? And, of course, sure, it's the same track, but things have changed over the course of, you know, 250s and then heat one, how do you know where the hell you're going? you just like, okay, is it more of like, hey, screw it, I'm, I'm just doing it, or I'm going to stick to what I know during the day, and hopefully the lines are the same. How does that work? Yeah, that's tough. I'm a big fan of, like, the hot lap for the main, you know, because that gives you, at least you know the lines. Uh, the heats are tough because, like I said, you come out, you haven't ridden the tracks, especially if you're 450 heat two. Heat one, the track's a little smoother, but by heat two, it's already starting to, to break down a lot, so you have to kind of worry, or not, I shouldn't say worry, but you have to be mindful of the lines that have changed. Um, for me, I, I definitely try to watch the 250, at least heat one, always, and then I try to watch as much as I can of heat two, and um, then again, on um, 450 heat one, just on the monitor, however I can, just so you kind of see right. the lines and maybe if there's a section that guys are struggling or, you know, an area to avoid. But it is hard. Like you said, you go from practice to, for me, I eat dinner, take a nap, and then get ready for open ceremonies. You know, you go out there, and that's one good thing. Like, even though we're throwing whips and stuff on yeah. our hot lap, like if you're in the top five, you do get a chance to do those those hot laps and, even though they're, they're a show, you just kind of get a feel and see how they prepped it and tell if some things change a little bit and stuff like that. But for me, that is a tough thing, you know, to go out there, cold turkey, you haven't seen the track, and you just got to, especially in the heat, you're, you're going fast to try to get it's a just, good gate pick. So. You, you know, Steve, you ride. It's amazing. Like, you move six to eight inches over from your normal line. Yeah. It feels totally fucking different. Yeah, and, and these guys, it doesn't look like it affects them when they're going somewhere new. Do you know when I when, – so I went to Glen Helen on Thursday, and I found new lines by guys blowing by me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look at that. 
Like, so, but that's not a good way to find lines. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even know it was right. there, and it's no, four foot that's, over. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't even know what's, and I'm like, holy shit, look at that line. I'm going to go there next lap. I'm not racing. Though, so. I, I do think Supercross tracks genuinely break down, like, each practice, they break down very similarly, meaning, mm. you know, if, if the outside is at the top of the berm, the preferred line, you know, on practice one, you're going to see from practice one to practice two, it break down. And then typically they do the track prep for yep. the practice three, and that line, you know, develops and kind of does the same thing. So I do think Supercross so yeah. is a little more consistent in that fact of there's only so many lines that can be made on a Supercross track, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just it's, think it's so badass, like, you know, Coop, you know, qualifier one goes out. He already knows where the rut's going to – he's real, ripping a berm on the outside. They already know where the ruts are going to be for yeah. the main, and he's going to be yeah. way well, far down, right? And like, that's what, like you said, I think to put it into perspective, we did track walk this week because of the race day, or, um, day race. We did track walk at 3.30 on Friday, and me and Carlos always walked track together, and I told him from track walk, I said, before that whoop section we just talked about, I said, a good line, the main event's going to be inside, roll, triple, mm-hmm. triple, triple, double, inside. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was for a bike even hit the track. I just, yeah. that's experience, you know, and yeah. just knowing what these tracks do, knowing how many bikes are on it, the four strokes, like, yeah, so I think that's where I'm at. Like, I'm so tuned in that I know what lines are going to be what, just yeah. looking at the track, yeah. you know, which is, when you put it in perspective, pretty wild. Yeah, Ferry, and I remember Ferry a few times, who would be like, Hey, they're going to quad this uh, in practice. I'm not going to – like James and Ricky are going to quad this. I'm not going to quad this because in the race, in the main event, no one's going to quad this. So right. why bother quadding it? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, fuck, it would turn out to be true. It, it really changed my perspective <laughs> when know? last year I, I walked Jersey yeah. after the main. Oh. And oh, yeah. I, I'm like, holy balls, Can you imagine dude. if fans did that? If fans walked the, one of these tracks after the main event? Even if yeah. – yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm trying to get Sean to let, you know, when I go, to let me walk it and show the people what these guys are doing. Sometimes yeah. you'll see riders take a picture of the watch or Ken yeah. Roxon took one this yeah. last weekend. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Yep. You can't see that. <laughs> no, you can't. No, it's not only in the fact that, like you said, even those whoops in Atlanta this weekend that he posted, like, there physically is not a smooth line. Right. You know, there's not one line that you could even go that makes sense. You know, so I do feel like maybe if you walk after a national or, you know, REM or something at Glen Helen, you can walk the track. It's rough, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and there's bumps everywhere. But you can go, oh, okay, that's a preferred line, and, like, that's yeah. a pretty smooth line, or this or that. To where Supercross, like, there's there, it's tough tough blocks is where the smooth line is right. you know and and that it is wild uh, so it's uh it's cool i mean that's, that's for me i love when they break down because it it brings the technicality and just racecraft into it mm-hmm. um but some break down a lot worse than others that's for dang sure uh decal works bringing you cooper webb on the uh, pulp mx show pulp mx 23 is a code to save with decal works they make the red bull ktm graphics so please check them out uh and use the code to save coop you made some big bike changes this week to the uh, front end of your bike do you and i made a joke that maybe they're going to come off now after this fourth uh but do you anticipate <laughs> were you happy with you weren't happy with the ride but were you happy with the performance you said you qualified well you you know you won your heat were you happy with the performance, and you think you're, you're here on out, this is what you're going to run? Um, yeah, I, I think overall we, like I said, I, I had some good speed in practice. Yep. Um, I don't 
typically win heats, and um, I was able to win a heat race. And some of the comfort that I maybe felt like I haven't had so far this season, I felt like we achieved. Okay. Um, but with that being said, I think, yeah, with our new fork setting, it was something that we tried on Thursday, and I kind of bolted it on and um, did a did a 20-plus-1, and we decided to go racing. So um, not a lot of time, to be honest. And sure. so I'm excited for this week. I think we, we made a good direction, and now we just kind of have to dial it in for, for me. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I feel like I have a very good base setting, and we tried something new, and I think that there's um, a lot of potential there, so we'll see. Yeah. But I think um, I'm going to plan to stick with it. Uh, hopefully the rest of the season, yeah. And we're back to a traditional Supercross, that kind of dirt. Like, like you, this will be a better yeah, test and, and for like you, right? Yeah, and like you said, Atlanta was tough. Yep. Like, even when I watched just from an outsider, and I know it's easy when we all go, oh, his bike looks so much better than mine, but to me, everyone, you know, nothing mm-hmm. looked great, right. like, in my opinion. So, um, it was a weird track. Like I said, there was slippery spots, there was soft spots, mm-hmm. there was kickers, there was, like, it was really strange so like you said i i I didn't ride great obviously i didn't feel like i my bike was handling super well but i don't think really anyone was to be fair got it hey cooper uh randy with with michelin here your bike looks incredible uh that's sweeping around the outside that corner after the mechanics area that one pass you yeah. got there? No. Yeah, oh, yeah that was awesome, it, huh? there, there may not have been a berm there when you went there, but you, you left one <laughs> behind it for sure. And, and then the, the, the one question I was going to ask, you kind of answered it regarding, like, in the heat race when you see how the track is beginning to develop. That gives you insight as to, obviously, what's going to happen during the main, right? Does it kind of develop yeah. the same way? So they go back in and groom, but those same ruts kind of start happening in the same area i would assume and then i think what you do in a phenomenal job of is is predicting that and then moving to the inside right so you guys you you and carlos you'd set up the bike for what is going to become the race line during the main i guess right yeah 100 percent. you know i think um i mean a perfect a perfect bike which i don't know if if that's possible you don't touch Mm -hmm. a click all day but um I think for us, we we kind of have a a go-to for practice, you know, because when you are doing one-lap sprints or when the track is a little bit fresher, mm-hmm. you know, you might need a little bit something different than you do if a track dries out or gets super rough or rutted or mm-hmm. uh, technical. So, yeah, I think typically we kind of have the same game planned as far as quicker adjustments, and yeah. um, we're always in a certain window, and um shoot I'll, I'll even sometimes be making adjustments after the site lap so uh, i'm i'm definitely uh maybe a bit crazy with with some of my setup and stuff like that just as far as maybe making too many adjustments but at the same time you know our our sports evolved so much that mm-hmm. you know one percent of comfort is is could be half second a lap so um and like Chris, and like Chris says, riding is a feeling. So if you can predict what feeling you need to have, right, then you can adjust towards. Not that. even predict, yeah. like you know what what yeah. good feels like, right? Yeah, exactly. And right. if you don't have yeah. that, you're going to look for it, yeah. right? Yeah. So. And I think Cooper does a great job of again knowing that if the quote the top line in the berm in a 180 berm corner, if that's going to be the fast line during qualifying, but during the second half of the main event, there's going to be three ruts from the top mm-hmm. down. I think you've already set your bike up to work on that line below that where there's not even a rut yet 
Like it seemed like you worked your way down to the inside, really shorten up the track mm-hmm. well, yeah. Yeah. and 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 stay out of that choppy stuff. Uh, we got a question from Tyler for Cooper Webb here on the show. What's up, Tyler? What's your question for Coop? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm kind of curious as to how you feel your percentage of um, effort, strength, or whatever was put into, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way because your fastest lap of the night came, or the day, the afternoon, came like the second to last lap of the main event. So how much effort were you putting into managing Eli behind you and just making sure that you finished ahead of him? Um, obviously, I'm an idiot sitting on the couch just watching, and so it seems <laughs> no. like there's a little bit more energy you could have used to get ahead a little bit earlier, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I think... At the beginning of the race, when the track was maybe a bit nicer, I was stuck behind um, some guys trying to make some passes. And, yeah, I didn't really get – I'm trying to think what lap. I got clear track probably it was six or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that point, like you said, the, the leaders were kind of in no man's land a little bit. And so it was me, and I instantly, like, like Chris said, kind of heard the – the Yami right there, so um, I knew he was going to be strong, and I think, yeah, you know, it's it's a fine line of, like, I felt like he had some pace on me a little bit earlier in the race, and then I was trying to, I don't know, you can sense when someone's catching you or maybe an area that they're catching you, and I felt like he, he was catching me in, in maybe some of the same areas, so I would um, try to switch my lines or, figure something out but then when you do that you kind of put yourself at risk at maybe opening up to an outside and he could go the inside or uh, maybe making a mistake because you're hitting a new line and uh, I think for me I finally just kind of figured it out the track at the end like I felt like I was fighting it and um, not riding that well like I had kind of alluded to on the podium like I was I was just kind of you know doing what I could to keep him behind me but I didn't have a great flow and I knew I felt like he was really gonna at the end throw everything he had at me so I knew I needed to to make it happen and I just tried to charge as hard as I possibly could those last three laps and yeah I mean effort wise was was through the roof and I think that second to last lap I when I look back like I actually just greased um that whoop section that we keep talking about and everything else i found some good lines and just kind of made that lap click and i made sure to really power through the sand and um just tried to give it my all you know because i knew we're kind of at a point now where if we wait to the last lap it's too late you know so i felt like he was gonna make a charge with three to go and uh yeah that's kind of where i think that that came from a little bit cool thanks for the call man well thanks tyler yeah, I was just going to say, we're, you definitely didn't look like you're riding like shit on our end. I mean, from what Randy said <laughs> earlier and the way that you guys were battling, you were giving it hell. So, good job. Thanks, man. Cool. It was a good race. Thank you. Uh, Cooper Webb on the show brought to you by Decal Works. Cooper, uh, I keep hearing this rumor of World Supercross for you, and I know you've come out and said that you want, you're want you going to do the Nationals. You, you had an option, and then you had talked about doing it, and I talked to you. Last time you were on the show, I said, don't do the Nationals. You already qualified for the SMX races, so why would you do the Nationals? And you're like, I'm doing the Nationals. And now, Coop, I hear World Supercross and Cooper Webb rumors. I, I'm sure you can't confirm or deny anything, but it's out there, man. It's out there. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 
anything's possible, right? Okay. Um, right. Yeah. But you're right. I cannot yes. deny or confer. Right, right. I, uh, so I, that I'll let it be rumors for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. We've got, we got a few more races in this Supercross thing uh, to go for sure. Yeah. How's, how's home life going? How are we doing? How's dad life? Are we getting sleep? Is Mama Bear doing everything? Because all I know is the first year of when Aiden was born, I was a shitty dad, man. I didn't do a lot of things. Uh, Heather did everything. I don't know what to do. Uh, all it, all the baby did was cry, eat, suck on the nip, whatever. Yeah. That's that's all I got, and I didn't know what the fuck to do. So how are we doing? <laughs> man, for me, it's been awesome. I mean, I'm with you. I didn't know much. I'm only child and uh, didn't grow up around, you know, babies or, or kids or anything. My wife was quite opposite. She has a big family, and um, we, we both have – there were 10 nieces and nephews. So, um, she's definitely been awesome. You know, she's, she's held the rock down and like I said, it's been a, a good balance for me. It really has given me something to come home to and, and leave the riding and the training at the track and try to be, like you said, the best dad I can, because as a racer, we're, we're, we're so worried about ourselves and we're so stubborn and, um, just, it's hard, you know, to, to kind of sometimes let yourself go. And like I said, as a racer, you want to control everything. And typically you can, you know, whether it's how you train or how you eat or rest and all that to where once you come home now, you kind of have a different variable. So I think for me, once I just kind of let it go and you said, you know what, as long as I do my job the best I can, everything else will fall in its place. And it's been a great balance for me. She's actually been a great baby. She's been sleeping really well only really fusses when she's hungry and um yeah i'm loving it i really am it's uh it's been awesome definitely a a, a learning curve but uh yeah. i feel like i'm i'm doing all right yeah that's cool last question for you here from our our buddy nash nash what's up what's your question for uh, cooper whip gentlemen what's gentlemen up? love your style love who you are as a racer and as a dad everything's awesome so the other question i think that we all are wondering is you know maybe roger and you know <laughs> And maybe you could the the newest team on the circuit, Mr. Phil Nicoletti. Maybe maybe dial into his his. Yeah, his your phone's knowledge. your phone's breaking up, Nash. But I'll ask Coop the question. Uh, uh, thanks thanks for calling in. He wants to know if Roger and Ian get busy. Can Phil? How do you feel about Phil? Maybe stepping up into being a manager role. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's useless. So. He. He was very upset at your riding this weekend. I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've heard it already. But he's, no, he was too busy drinking no. all weekend. He's living, yeah, like he's like Dan Blazerian, just <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> like, <laughs> big house. Well, he's definitely not spending the money like Dan. Let's no, face it. no, right. right. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I had actually heard from him this week. To be fair, he's been quiet. Okay. Um, All right. Well, I had to do a favor for him, so I think he's holding back. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> got it. Yeah, that's probably more like it. More likely. Yeah, but I will definitely probably not tell them that he should be a manager no. because I think all the riders would quit. I know. I'm worried because he's taking the lead in these Enzo Lopes negotiations with teams and. I'm just worried. Uh, I'm just worried. Really? Is that really? Well, yeah. I mean, he's helping Enzo. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, people are reaching out, right? Enzo's having a good year. People are reaching out, and Phil is, you know, kind of telling Enzo what to do. And 
And I'm well, he like, knows it all, so I'm sure that's <laughs> right, good. Right, God exactly. Bless. Exactly. Uh, thanks, Coop. Thanks for calling in tonight. I appreciate it. I know you got fourth and maybe didn't want to do it, but uh, no, nah, it's uh, all good, man. It. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And uh, Kiefer, I got told you wearing the Coop hat, so appreciate I'm, it. We got, I got some you. new stuff, man. I, you know, I, know, I always, no. I always got Coop. I'm the one that got you on the fucking he, show, Coop. He did. He wanted I you to get on. It. Uh, he's, he's, uh. And he only had two questions for me. What is this? I mean, I could. I mean, me and you could talk, but Steve rolls his eyes and he gets all pissy. No, I so, just we got like, another guest coming. Because up I and... would like to talk more than just dirt bike stuff, but Steve doesn't yeah, like it I, as much. Let's yeah, keep it well, on dirt that's bike stuff. Kind of his job, right? I know. What you guys show. should do, maybe is one week you guys swap, and then you could be over there and kind of oh, run the whole here show. We go. That here show would have been amazing <laughs> if that <laughs> was the case. Uh, we're having Jordan Smith on next. I'm sure he's got a Jordan Smith hat in his bag. He's no, going to throw that on nope. right away. I am yeah. number two all night. Number two all night. Um, it. Yeah, it. Uh, we'll, have no. to get, we'll have to get Steve some Bradshaw Cooper Web merch. Think you like that, Chris? Wow. Oh, Dude. Oh, yeah. He'd be all about that. Yeah, the beast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, nice. a, just a legend. Uh, no, I appreciate you, you calling in for sure. Uh, Chris asked about it. And, well, Chris is also coming off, you know, uh, I probably he's probably getting ready to sign up for New York because he just beat <laughs> Derek Drake and uh, Wageman at Glen Helen <laughs> this past weekend. So, you know, he's ready. Yeah. No. Dude, I've been there. <laughs> AK, I've been beat like a I've been beat by some asshole like right. Kiefer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, going hell on Thursdays are like a time warp. Yeah. yeah. Do not miss that. But even uh, even in your J Day thing, right? Robbie Marshall giving you all you can handle, right? Yeah, no, that J Day I mean, thing. <laughs> there's been Thursdays where big tanks have blown by me, I'm not gonna lie. Right. That's right. facts. Oh, GH is the ultimate facts yeah, right for there, sure. Yeah. Uh thanks, Coop. Appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. See Later, you. man. All right, that's Cooper Webb, everybody. Fourth place, rolled like shit. He said, I, 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 <laughs> that was great. Um, uh, good stuff, as always. And yeah, yeah World Supercross, I'm hearing more. Why is that such a big secret to say you're racing that? I don't uh, understand it. Well, I don't know if it's done, so I don't know if it's done. I don't know. It's three races? Four? Uh, six. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess that is a big deal. Well, there's a lot of hoops to jump through, right? I'm not, I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm just hearing rumors of discussions, and maybe it's I mean, would the, to me, the hoops would be if he's on the same color bike or not, right? That would be the hoops. Oh, he'd be on the same color bike. Okay. No, absolutely. Uh, thank you to Firepower, by the way. Firepower batteries, Firepower chains. Fantastic. The Firepower brand is committed to offering superior products with over 50 years' experience in the industry. Firepowerparts.com. Chris Kiefer's got a lot of Firepower batteries over the years on his uh, Blue Cruise and, and other machines. And uh, please check out Firepower Parts at motorsport.com or your local dealer. they got a whole line of... Have you been on Firepower's website? I haven't lately. A lot of stuff. Really? A lot of stuff. Firepowerparts.com. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Also, the Get guys. Mm. The t- 2023 YZ450F. Could have used that Saturday and Sunday. I'm getting one. Dan's tr- Dan sent me one. I'm not going to leave it on. I'm going to try it, though. Based I feel like Dan will said. send you one first just to piss me off more. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try. So, I mean, Get the reason why I'm mad because it, it works really good. Yeah. That's why. Right. You're stoked on it. Yes. So if people want a discount, email us using the contact form. We'll pass it on to Get and Athena. And Dan, once he's sobered up from MotoGP weekend. <laughs> great video, by the way, that you sent me. Yeah. Awesome. It's fantastic. It's great. <laughs> so thanks to the folks at Get and Athena for coming on board as well. And I want to thank the folks at Renegade Racing Fuels, uh, Will Hahn. Uh, won a championship way back in the day with this thing. Dean Wilson and Max Anstey using it right now. Brayton's won championships with Renegade Racing Fuel. Uh, please check it out, renegaderacingfuel.com. Uh, they are looking for dealers and distributors as well. And, uh, yeah, the stuff's really good, and the Firepower Honda guys are using it. Uh, Renegade is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. Fuels burn cooler, cleaner, and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing. Bullcrap. 
Uh, Renegade Racing Fuel is bringing you our next guest on the show. This guy is having a nice season for mm. Star Yamaha. His first over there. Uh, wound up second this weekend in Atlanta. And uh, we're stoked to have Jordan Smith on the show. What's up, Jordan? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? How are you guys doing? We're good. Thank you. Kiefer celebrating a big win over Derek Drake and uh, Wageman at Glen Helen Gosh. this weekend. Jordan, Jordan so, just move the show along. Just, We're fine. Just, you know, I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's not a win, by the way. Well, a win over those two guys. I'm on a 450. Okay, so my sources told me Drake was beating you but fell. No, negative. On the last lap? No. That's not, I was always That was fake news? It's fake news. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Beat him straight up. Dang. You're better rider than I thought. I didn't know you were that good. <laughs> He's on a 450, so we'll give him a little bit of i uh... I'm also 46. So I don't give a shit about the were they on? Side. Were they on super minis? Uh, <laughs> <wow. laughs> Love it. Uh, Jordan, hey, uh, man, it is like if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, so uh, that old saying, if your bike doesn't break in Tampa and you just finished fifth in Detroit instead of dorking out and not making the main, you are right in this championship. Look, I know it sucks. You can't go back and do it. But that's how good of a year you're having. It just sucks those two races for you. But I guess what can you do, right? Yeah, yeah, what can you do? Yeah, it's uh, it's been, like, overall, like, yes. uh, other than those two rounds, my worst finish is a fourth, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's been a good year. Just uh, those two, like you said. Mm-hmm. If they didn't happen, but they did, so uh, yeah, right. it is what it is. But uh, no, it's been a good kind of bounce. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like last year was a little bit of like a bounce back year for me to just get back racing again. It's been yep. so long since I like had even more than three or four rounds uh, in a season. So uh, yeah, last year was like a good building year, and then this year just like taking that next step. I mean, I almost like I, I've said a couple of times, I almost felt like a rookie last year. You know, mm-hmm. it's like taking that like second year step now. So it's like I restarted my career, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, you're staying off the ground for the most part, right? Like, that's good yep. for you. Because um, yep. we all know you can, you're can. you fast as shit. We know that. But <laughs> staying off the ground has been a thing. It seems like you're doing it. It seems like it's working out pretty well for you. Have you ever – did you ever just straight up miss a main before like you did in Detroit? Have you ever had that, uh, ever had that happen? Yeah, my first my first race. My rookie – my first <laughs> race as a rookie in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, but I was coming into that, like, I was a rookie yep. about a week before the first round. Uh, my bike shut off in a rhythm, and I broke my hand. I <laughs> oh, got okay. surgery on it. Right. And I, like, came in with, like, three days. You know, like, I should probably should have been racing. But, sure. uh, yeah, so, I mean, that was, like, first, like, straight up, straight up thing for sure. Right. We just had uh, Coop on the show talking about the Speedway track, and I wasn't there this weekend. But, man, it just didn't – it kind of – it didn't look like a fun track to ride. The whoops were beat up and jumpers and – I don't know. It's middle of the day, and you guys were just doing a bunch of doubles and triples. I don't know. It just didn't seem like a fun day or fun track, Jordan, to me. You t- but maybe I'm wrong. What do you? Th- what's your take I, on that? I I enjoyed it. Okay. I actually I like this. Uh, the, I like the speedway races. The thing about like Daytona is like kind of hit or miss. Like I'm not a big fan of that like sandy or black dirt in Daytona. It's just so slick and pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's different track builders in Daytona, so you never really know what you're going to get. But uh yeah i enjoyed it this weekend i thought it was a good like mix up um just Mm -hmm. i don't know it felt like it flowed pretty good like i wasn't really like in many battles like having to try and like really like pass people um other than like you know obviously we were in a pretty serious battle at the beginning of the main but like i was kind of just chilling behind hunter and degan Mm -hmm. um so uh i know it was a little bit of a hard track to pass but 
um, the whoops have kind of been my go-to for trying to make passes this year. So right. um, they were they were really gnarly. They weren't very fun in the main. But uh, other than that, I, I liked the track. I thought it was fun. It is kind of weird being during the day, but I thought that the dirt actually stayed fairly good for sure. what it could have been, with how hot it was. I mean, we have pretty much the same dirt at the farm, and there are times whenever it's that hot out there, I mean, that dirt can get so dry and hard-packed, it's just not good at all. So right, I right. thought it stayed pretty good. I like the speedway tracks generally. And again, I wasn't I there, so yeah. you know, I, maybe I'm not the best place to judge, but I generally like them. I think they're a good idea. Atlanta's been good in the past. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely has been. Um, so I'm a fan of that. Uh, but going forward, um, hey, did you... I felt like okay. this weekend they had a lot of flat turns, and I, right. I think that sometimes the flat turns make it a lot more one line, you know, yep. a little bit harder to pass. And I think that, like, because really, um, they really only had the two bowl corners, like, on the two ends. And then the bowl, like, a small bowl before the one set of loose. But other than that, it was, like, all flat turns and kind of switchbacks. So I think that made it a little bit more one line. And But, yeah. Um, so obviously this is old news now, but you've hashed it out with Hayden. You guys are all good. Like, whatever happened, happened. And it was weird. I, I I think Hayden's having a terrific season, and he seems like a good kid. I never understood any of that. Obviously, he was upset about something during the week or something, or I don't know, but you guys all good? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're all good. Okay. Uh, I, honestly, we I barely saw him in the break. I uh, okay. He was gone like that first week, and then uh, the on Monday uh, of the second week of the break, I twisted my ankle pretty bad, and I didn't ride until – uh, this Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday before um, Atlanta, I only did like 15 or 20 laps. So uh, I barely saw him really. So, um, yeah, we didn't really talk too much, but we're all good. Okay. Is where it is. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, it was bizarre for sure. It was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird. I mean, Jordan. <laughs> it was just unexpected. Jordan like, freaked yeah. out. The, like, which, I mean, I think that's why he freaked yeah. out because it's like, what the fuck just happened? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I did, like, yeah, that's, uh, I, I talked to Weege and I told him the same thing. Like, yeah think it would have went different if i would have been expecting it but right. i just came out of nowhere like yeah you know the first one but yeah yeah it, yep uh yeah. renegade racing fuel is bringing you jordan smith on the show a nice comeback season are you signed up there for next year i'm kind of i'm hearing different things or what's the yeah story? i am okay I am. yeah all right oh, wow. yeah. good good for you yeah that that's awesome so look you rode for tld you almost won a championship you rode for mitch payton um What's it like at Star? What's the what's the bike like? It's a charged atmosphere. It's intense, right? Brad and those guys run a, a tight ship. What's it yep. like uh, to be on Star? And you've, like I said, you've a veteran. You've been on other teams. Yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, it's a different vibe for sure than other teams that I've been on. Uh, mm-hmm. Just mainly because we all train together, like everyone on the team. You know, like we yep. do everything together. So. It's uh, like we're all good friends. Like we we get along great. Like everything, it, it makes it fun to train. And like the the whole atmosphere of of training together. Like I think it just that's what elevates the level sure. of everyone. Yep. You know, it's yep. um, it's Baker's Factory, right? I, it's what a Baker's Factory guys yeah, did. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and I did I did train there for a couple months uh, on one year on TLD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like you know. I had kind of had a little bit of that, but it was really just me and Shane on on TLD then, and the other guys were out in California. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Though. I mean, they, I mean, they work their butt off. You can tell by how much success they've had. You know, like if yep, something's yep. not going right, like we're going to figure it out. Uh, it doesn't matter 
you know, track conditions or how long we need to stay or sure. whatever. Like they're going to, they do whatever they need to do to figure out what the problem is. And, uh, I, I mean, I like that. That's what you always look for as a rider, you mm-hmm. know, like is they want to, you want a team that's going to take your input in to consideration and mm-hmm. do, do what you think needs to be done and, and what they think needs to be done. So it's been cool. It's been, uh, it's been good. I've just kind of, I, I switched to, I mean, I'm still living in the same place. It's obviously only about 20 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was very convenient for me. But uh, other than that, I've changed a lot of stuff. You know, I've been at MTF forever and, and went over there. So uh, I kind of went into it with an open mindset and just knowing uh, how much success they've had and been like, they have had all this success for a reason and I'm going to do the program and mm-hmm. ask no questions. Just right. do it, you know, just do it. So I think it's worked out good. And uh, I think it's showing with my riding. I think that this year, like like you said, I've always been fast, but I really feel like this year I've, I have more speed than I've ever had. Right. Um, right. And so just consistently qualifying in the top three and I've never been able to do that. So, um and always being right there. So, yeah, it's, it's been really good. 702-586-7857. You have a question for uh, Jordan Smith. Yeah, I, honestly, I was going to bring this up to you. Like, I've written this and said this before. Like, I thought you need to get out of the MTF. And I will say the same thing about um, uh, Forkner. I think Forkner needs to um, get out of the, get out of the uh, uh, Robbie Renard thing. because Not because Robbie doesn't know what he's doing. Not because Robbie doesn't understand things. But you just get stuck in a rut. You're riding the same places. You listen to the same people. And it's not working, and you just switch it up. And I think I've said the same thing about you, Jordan. Like you get comfy at MTF. It's the place you've been at so many years and so many times that maybe it's a good right. Maybe it's a good thing to uh, to go somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it definitely is sometimes a good thing to switch it up. Uh, I think that I, I was always a firm believer in MTF, and uh, you know, I. I throughout my entire career I've had a lot of pushback from teams mm-hmm. and whatnot from MTF and uh, I, honestly the the two years that I had the least amount of pushback was 2017 and 2018 mm-hmm. and those are my two best years you crushed it you right. know? Yeah, yeah. so like I really felt like MTF was good and but like I said I mean it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to deny what stars doing and with all, I mean how many fast i mean we have like eight nine guys out there every day just like yeah. battling you know like yep. i could i could go to the race and finish second and then show up tomorrow riding and i might be the fourth best guy there you know so <laughs> it's and well, that's the truth like it i mean i may yeah. be fourth or fifth fastest tomorrow whenever we go to the track you just never know where i may be the fastest so uh it's just really um it's it's a good program they got going and uh it's it's hard to beat the competition you know yep you talked a little bit about it but do you get to experiment do many things to your own bike i know there's some base packages within star like here's what we got you got to choose you know one of these do you get to go outside of that box a little bit for what you want oh yeah for sure they um they you know like this year we started on you know some of their base stuff i think i i don't know for sure but i think i probably started somewhere similar to like what christian was on last year um and you know we we changed some stuff and just now I'm on like my completely own setting, uh, which is okay. pretty far away from where I started. So, uh, I think I'm pretty much on a, on a unique setting hmm. from everyone else. I believe like we're all like somewhat close. I obviously have the bike pretty dialed in and, uh, they have so much data on the, on this bike that it's crazy. Like, you know, it's like, 
if you want this person's Cooper Webb's winning setting from this year or Aaron Plessinger's from this year, Dylan, you know, they have all those settings yeah, that yeah. you can go and try. So, uh, cause it's still the same bike. I'm pretty sure. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool, but yeah, they, I mean, they give us freedom to kind of do whatever and whatever we come up with is like, they're always looking for, for the next best thing, which is really cool. You talked about, you know, going to the race, you get second, you go back home and you grind and you're getting fourth or fifth, you know, when you practice, is that, F with your head a little bit when you have a day like that at the practice facility when you got dudes beating you, or is you just like, okay, this is what I'm about. There's no ego. I'm just going to suck it up and then roll to the next day. Yeah, I think uh, I think more during the the preseason for me this year because like it has been so long since like I was. Um, like battling, in, you know, getting consistent podiums and consistently battling up front, like I kind of still had some doubts in myself of like if mm-hmm. I could still be that guy, you know. So like in the off season, like I was definitely like every day, like I want to try and be the fastest guy. And like if Nate or Levi were going faster than me, I was like just not like really hard on myself, but I was like trying so hard to figure it out. But then I think now like. I know that I'm going fast enough and like I'm trying to kind of work on different things a little bit like as far as like just really focusing on like certain things for this moto like technique and that kind of stuff focus on something and and not worry so much about like where I'm at speed wise Mm -hmm. so um, yeah I mean during before the season started for sure I was like more of like getting a little bit bent out of shape if like I was a second off of Nate or Levi, um, or, you know, get in just because I didn't really know where I was going to be at whenever I started racing. Like I, I felt like I knew where I was going to be, but you don't, you don't have that confidence until you're there. Uh, we saw in one of Deegan's vlogs that Jeannie's out there. And when I was over there last year doing the 23 YZ450F intro, I saw her, you know, grinding out some, some guys on the supercross track. So I think it's really cool that she still comes out and does that. Um, are you with her at, at times? Is is she, you know, pushing you guys to be a little bit better? Because I know she's really good at that. You know, hey, this guy's, you know, point two better than you. We got to step it up. Is that happening over there? Oh yeah, she is the stopwatch queen over there. She loves it though, man. She, uh, yeah, she loves being out there. Um, she loves coming out, helping us out, seeing us do good on the weekends. Uh, you know, whenever you come come in on Tuesday after a good weekend she just has a big smile on her face so it's cool it's cool to see her like still have so much passion for it and uh yeah she's I mean we'll be out there doing sections after motos and you're like Jeannie I can't go any faster she's like well you have to go faster like you got to figure it out you know (laughs) (laughs) that's just I mean that's why Ricky was so good you know like you got to figure it out so uh yeah she's uh she loves it it's cool to see and it's Randy with Michelin. For me, that's mind blowing that 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 Jenny is still that dedicated to helping, respectfully, not her son. Well, right? Rick, you know Ricky I mean? like, says she's just like, like she's she, just that way, right? She's just she needs something to do. Yeah, you know, like she yeah. can't sit yeah. back. Like right. yeah. you know, yeah. I was heavily involved in Supercross back in the day. You know, right. and, and you're flying to and from the races. I'd end up doing a lot yeah. of flights with the Carmichaels, and and yeah, she was that intense. Yeah. And it makes sense if she's that intense with her son. Dude, well, I was there but, for the YZ450 yeah. intro, yeah. Yeah. and Bennick just got on the team. Okay, and. She made him go through the whoops. I was out on the track for an hour and a half doing photos, and he was pounding the whoops. There was a fucking black mark through the whoops like I've never seen. And the kid looked like he got beat. I talked to him after. He's like, he looked worked. Right. He's like, dude, Jeannie worked my ass yeah. today. I, I so, told, wow. there's, there's no remorse from Jeannie, that's for sure. There's no remorse out there. I mean, she does not care how the track is. She don't, she don't care how tired you are. 
you know, how long of a weekend you have. She's there. None of that matters. All okay, that matters so, is that you're going to get better at what you're doing. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So Millsap, Davey was in here a month ago. Who's gnarlier, Colleen or Jeannie? Ooh. Uh it's hard to say. Um, <laughs> okay. It's hard to say. Davey told say, us some stories, dude. Davey told us some stuff that we're, I'm like, what? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I would say I would say probably in my opinion probably Colleen. Uh okay. I think that um I mean, I could see Jeannie being very gnarly too, but I haven't had like too many like crazy uh section works with her or anything yet, but uh yeah, I mean Colleen just, I mean, I grew up from such a young age. Like, I was like one of her kids, you know. Yeah. So she was pretty hard on me at times. So, uh, but uh, I mean, the the biggest difference in like Colleen and Jeannie is like Colleen's a lot more like uh, technique oriented, where Jeannie's more of like stopwatch. Like, yeah. I don't care how you do it, just do it fast. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> well, so, and they, like Jeannie's like, if like you could be doing the section like fat, like you could bring anyone there or like. You could be doing it faster than anyone in the world can do it, but like all she knows is like what time you did it in, and that you need to go faster than that. You know, <laughs> so it's it's gnarly. <laughs> she uh, well, Davey told us uh, two stories: uh, Colleen shooting with a BB gun, and then uh, <laughs> ninja starring a pit boards at him in what? the air, yeah, throwing a pit board like a ninja star at him oh, while he's my. in the air. Wow, I could see that. Yep, I could see then, that. Yeah, I hear stories from like little Brian, like right. uh, that. Whenever they wouldn't get up in the morning or something, she'd just come up the stairs pumping the BB gun, and they'd be up real quick. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I've told the story about Jeannie before. I, Rick, Timmy and I went there in 99. Uh, Ricky was a two-time national champion at this point. You know, on his way to a third, we did 330s in a sand track in the grass somewhere by Ricky's house. I don't. It wasn't the compound. It was mm-hmm. somewhere else. And Timmy did two and a half before he just pulled off. Ricky did all three. JT did two. Uh, Timmy needed an IV that night. Uh, Ricky did all three, but uh, skipped the turns. He has to do the figure eight turns. Yeah, okay. We got back home. He told Jeannie he didn't do the turns. She lost her mind on him. <laughs> and Timmy and I are sitting in the driveway going like, this is weird. Like, we did 330s. He didn't do his turns. He's also a two-time national champion on his way to a third. This is outdoors, 125 days. Right. And she's yelling at him, and he's yelling at her, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I can't believe this. You know what I mean? Like, dude, the kid didn't that's do his why, turns. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why Jeannie and Colleen are so good at what they do. You I know? Guess. And, like, it's crazy as, like, uh, a female in a sport like what we do, like, for them to be so successful at it, mm-hmm. it's like, pretty crazy so uh but i mean it's because of that they're just gnarly they're like you're more scared of them than anyone else you that you ever talked to so. oh i know uh so i talked to Le- uh styles at anaheim one and i'm like hey man like how's the bike and he's like dude dude you know like <laughs> he's like fuck like and i'm like okay so jordan how's the bike Dude. <laughs> Same thing. It's, it's, it's unreal, right? Yeah. It's unbelievable how fast that thing is. Yeah. It is just – and, like uh, – Dude, outdoors might be fun of, for you. Outdoors might be fun. Yeah, right? And that's – I mean, we got on the outdoor bike, and, like, I don't know – I really don't know, like, what's different between the Supercross bike and the outdoor mm-hmm. if it's just, you know, you get on outdoors a little yeah, bit yeah. deeper. But, like, it feels like it just pulls that much harder. I'm like, how? You know, like it's just <laughs> unbelievable. It's good. Yeah. Were you at Were you at the compound last week at all? Uh, last I was just there on um, Wednesday. 
Okay, because uh, Travis Preston was out there doing some testing. Were you there when he was okay. there? Uh, I see. Yeah, I did see him there, but I, I didn't talk to him. I didn't. I wasn't riding outdoors. I was riding supercross. Did what you was, get a chance to see him ride at all? I did not. No, I didn't. Uh, okay, damn it. No, he he backed up that he's old and decrepit. He, he is old and decrepit, but no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, he said he rode one of the team bikes before okay. he left. Yeah, and he feels twenty two years old again. Yeah. and he'll kick my ass. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm trying to see <laughs> okay, what he's doing. Right, okay, right, I just yeah. want to. Was he doing production stuff or what was he doing? Yeah, both. I think. Oh, both. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuel is bringing you Jordan Smith on the uh, on the Papa Mech show. Um, man, big race this weekend, dude. Looking forward to it. Should be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm looking forward to. It. I, I like doing the East West shootout, shootouts. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Like you know, uh, you race so many races, and it's like, all right, like this is completely different mm-hmm. like mindset almost. You know, like you have to go in and you know the same rod that gets you a third one weekend now can get you a sixth or seventh you know yeah so uh so a lot more important to get a good start i mean it's like gonna be more like racing for a 50 class you know so i yeah. enjoy it yeah it should Ready be great I, I always feel like we've seen so many of these showdowns before and the two favorites don't win like obviously the lawrence <laughs> brothers are the favorites we've seen yep. this before the two guys are worried about their titles worried about the points right they're not quite you know, there may be a little uptight, and then a dude like Jordan or a dude like RJ or Hayden or whatever just takes off. Andrew Short won one, and, uh, you know, a bunch of guys have won. Nathan Ramsey won one. Guys that were not the guys win these shootouts because mm-hmm. there's no pressure, right? And they're just, yeah. yeah, I feel like we could see an upset. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the plan. When you're, that's the plan for sure. When you're behind Hunter and you watch him ride, because, you know, we watch him ride, it's unbelievable to watch. He's so technically good. He doesn't look like he's hauling ass. And you watch you ride, and you look like you're just shredding, <laughs> hauling ass, and he's pulling away from you a little bit. Is there something that you can pinpoint from Hunter that you're like, oh, shit, I can do this better? Yeah, well, really, this weekend is, like, the only time that I feel like I've been close to him all year. Like, I haven't really raced heat races with him. Uh, I think I raced one of them, but that was at Daytona, and I was not feeling good at Daytona. Um, and I just, he's gotten like every hole shot and I've been like, you know, by the time I get into second or third, it's like, he's gone. So, um, this weekend was definitely the closest I've been and like on the track this weekend. I felt, I felt good. There was two sets of whoops. I, I like the whoops. I feel like I'm probably the best guy in the whoops, uh, on the coast. And, um, I just, I felt like I had the speed to catch him and I, I would catch him a little bit. And then I would make a small mistake, like clip a rhythm, do something just like a small mistake and go from like two and a half, three seconds down to like four seconds. And then mm-hmm. I, like, by the time the next lap came around, I felt like I was in about the same spot and then just make a little mistake. And like, and he's just so good. He just doesn't make that many mistakes. Like he did this week and he almost went down. But like, mm-hmm. other than that, like he just doesn't like, mm-hmm. he doesn't dab his foot very much. He doesn't miss rhythms. Like, He's just so solid. So well, he had the big uh, one in the first lap. There, he almost yeah. died on that one. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, that yes. was that was that was definitely. Close. Speaking so, of dying, yeah, yeah. Jordan yep. Detroit through the whoops. Oh, <laughs> how I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you got so lucky that tough block saved your ass. Yeah, I pulled the Martin. Yeah, you did totally. Right yeah, tough block. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that was yeah, uh, that was not not good. I came in there and. Uh, I I was Owen and someone else I believe on my right and like mm-hmm. they were like on the right side in the middle so I was like okay I'm gonna go down this left side well I was about four whoops in and 
Owen started coming over. I think whoever was on his inside kind of came over on him. Mm-hmm. And I just, you can't shut off whenever you're that going that <laughs> oh fast. I was like, well, I don't know how this is going to go. But, and I, I like, started skimming the tough blocks. I had so much speed, like, oh. it didn't even knock me offline. And then yeah. once I got out of them, I just, like, yard sailed. But, uh, yeah, that was. Wow. Those roofs were big too. Those roofs were really so. Like yeah. you, I was going, and you had so much speed into them. Like whenever you have that much speed, you can't you, shut off. So you went full Marty. Uh, you went full Dude. Marty. I did. I did. Flipping yeah. off the tough block. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then the last lap in the LCQ through the whoops too. Like I came off that double, and I was like, I knew that I had a chance at it. Still, like it was mm-hmm. like Chambers was still far ahead of me, but I came off that double and I was like, I, I don't care if I die in the troops right now. Like <laughs> I hit those wide open and they were so chewed out, but yeah, it was, uh, oh. well, I'd rather forget that stuff. There. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, it's the first time we've had you on this year. We had you on last year when you wrote for the firepower guys. And, and, uh, I gotta be honest. When I heard that you signed with star, I was like, huh, really? They signed Jordan. Like, again, you're an awesome dude. And, You've got speed, but I was like, can he stay off the ground? Like, can he can he harness what we've all saw back in the Troy Lee days? And I mm-hmm. wasn't sure, Jordan, you could. And I got to be honest, I was one of the guys being like, I don't know, man. I don't know how that's going to go. And you've proven me wrong. You've you've been solid. <laughs> well, you know. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, man, it feels it's been a long time. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. I felt like you know, seventeen, eighteen, and then going into two thousand nineteen, like that was. I didn't really get to show it much because mm-hmm. I, I hurt my wrist at the second round, but like I was so ready for 2019. Like yeah. I was, felt so good. And like Fortner was riding so good too that year. Mm-hmm. Like I really think that it would have been like a really good battle between the two of us. But sure. um, at the second round, I like went down the whoops and hurt my wrist. And then like the entire year was ruined. And like we couldn't figure out what was wrong with my wrist. I ended up having to get multiple surgeries. And yeah. then. Signed with PC, and I was just talking to Mitch at, um, I think it was at Tampa, and uh, he was kind of cruising by a rig, and mm-hmm. uh, I stopped and talked to him, and he was like, man, like, we were just talking, and I was like, you know, every time I called you, like, for those two years, I yep. was hurt, like, something was wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it was just, like, the dumbest things, and, and just then you know something would happen and then like my my knee and then my shoulder and i just literally spent the entire two years hurt and uh yeah there was just like no he's like well i i I believe in you you know like he had some good words and that was good that's good literally literally the whole time that i was on the team every time i called him something was hurt and (laughs) i mean i i was like well i gotta call mitch again and i would just dread you know because like we never really got to build like a good relationship because of because of that like we sure. never like i i only raced maybe five uh, times maybe, four times four, yeah, five times, yeah yeah maybe eight races yeah. for him something like that and right. uh, between two years and like the second year we had we had a new bike like 2021 was a new bike and i think that i don't think that i ever had to do a motor swap on the practice bike like that's how little time yeah. i had Jeez. on that practice bike so right. uh and then you know obviously they still they hired me to try and win and going out there and still trying to to win like it's that's just not a good combination so yep um yeah it's tough but i'm proud of myself for like being able to come back from that stuff and and kind of use last year as a, a, a almost a learning year again and, and just getting back into it and and proud of myself for being back to where I'm at today. So I think you should be. Yeah. I, I think it's really hard in our sport to 
when you fall off the the the, the, the merry-go-round yeah. and uh, get back up and get back to your speeding, like it's it's not easy, man. So um, no, it's yeah. not. It's not. Especially, especially being especially this spin that many years yeah. like away from the races you know yeah. it's like three years really that i just didn't spend nope. at the races and uh yeah i was playing golf and well you know whatever i could do to to pass my time yeah because <laughs> i i just there was nothing else i could do so it was tough yep so absolutely you grew so. a beard and steve didn't like it yeah i didn't like the beard yeah <laughs> dude i've had a beard since i was like 16 <laughs> i just i don't think you should be a 250 rider and have a baby and a beard should it be in a contract? Like, hey, if you're like, a yeah, class. like I just, I just look, man. If you have a beard well, and a baby, Steve, okay, I do, Steve. I know it's, it's, it's time. It's time, man. You know, like Dave Coombs Sr. when he dreamt up the the 145 East West in 1985, he didn't think about beards and babies. I guarantee you. Uh, but yeah. no, no, man. Like you said, a lot of years of injury. And uh, and uh, so I'm really stoked that that you're doing this well and and it's working out well. Um, so good job, man. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Guys. Thanks for having me on. Guys. Good right. job, brother. No problem. Thank you, man. Sir, sure. talk to you later. See, ya. that's Jordan Smith, everybody. Uh, yeah, like I said, I was full on like beard and babies. I'm like star sign Jordan Smith. Really? Like that's yeah. a little surprising. Yeah, I, I was just like, huh? Like the dude can't stay healthy. It's been a long time. It just so- goes with. What you, JT, Weege, everyone says, you can work with speed. They yeah, know yeah. he's fast. Yeah. Let's hope he can stay on the bike, yeah, yeah. right? And you put him with the program. Like, I thought he needed to get away from MTF for a long time. Mm-hmm. You just get static there, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I and was- shot with BB guns. <laughs> Apparently. That too. <laughs> God, dude. That's if, one way if, to get if up. 60 minutes. <laughs> like, if Dan Rather, is he dead? Is Dan Rather dead? Yes. I think he is. Yes. Morally safer? Maury? Yeah. Maury? Maury's alive. Maury's alive? Yeah. If Maury's safer. Yeah. Or no, the the, the pedophile guy, uh, Chris, Chris Hansen. Yeah. Chris okay. Hansen. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing with, that, with those six-pack of <laughs> beer and those condoms? If that guy ever decided, decided to visit riding facilities yeah. and do like an investigation. Uh-huh. Our sport would be fucked. Dude. Like, excuse me, Mrs. Millsaps. We have video of you oh, shooting my God. these was... children with BB guns. Uh, would you care to explain? The verbal abuse that you hear, okay? Yeah. You have to have thick skin yeah. in these training facilities because most of these trainers, yeah. they do not hold back. No. Uh, and, and, and again, these are minors, right? These are minors for the most <laughs> yes. part. And Chris Hansen would be walking in there with a camera crew. Dude, dude. Like, like so like yeah anyways uh good job for jordan smith doing a great job uh for sure uh i want to thank the folks at wiseco by the way wiseco piston kevin bailey was in here uh not that long ago two-stroke and four-stroke pistons factory honda using wiseco products as well he told me a little bit about the process of what they need on the 250 and the 450 side of things the wiseco is being really responsive to that uh atvs jet skis dirt bikes utvs you name it two-stroke four-stroke who didn't have the giant wiseco sticker on their fork card I think we all did. Didn't At we? some point in time, yeah. Oh. yeah. We you had even, to have it to get the contention. Right. We didn't even run Weisco back in the day and we put that sticker <laughs> yep. on our fork guards. I mean, what, why not? Duh. Uh, Jay Clark, Weisco guy, running around yep. back in Weisco the day. Weisco Jay. Uh, also, too, they got the Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve chain components. Weisco, there's a code to save on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, they've been over sporting here over 80 years. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll thank those guys for coming on board our show, Weisco Pistons. Check them out. Um our phone call here from Anthony. Anthony, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, big fan of the show. Thank you. Uh, Kiefer, you're the awesome one out of all of them. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate that. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you. I like this guy. Um, but I have a bit of a race tech rant. Is it about life swap? Is it about life swap? Because we get it, Anthony. No, no, okay, no, okay. no. Not at all. Not okay. at all. All right. So Go ahead. Um, everybody talks about the greatest of all time, this, the greatest of all time, that, the most dominant guy. Yep. And they never, ever mention Villapoto. You guys have. Mm. I'll give you credit. You guys have. Well, uh, Weege is really on that, right? Wygant was on here not that long ago talking about it. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, nobody, like, the, the, you guys do. But, like, on the broadcast, like, maybe Weege will say it. But nobody ever mentions him. And he honestly did not get beat in a well, season he completed. Okay, but you're right about that. He won every outdoor title that he finished or started and finished, and he won every Supercross. But, you know, there is a – like, you make a good point. But also, what about the career length that is not as long as the other guys, right? So, there is yeah, that. you're like, not wrong. Like, that's part of being an all-time him. great is doing it for a long time. RV's one negative is he didn't do it for a long time. You know? I mean, he probably could have if he switched like Eli, maybe. Well, could have, would have, Anthony. Could have, would have. It right? didn't happen. I mean, it didn't happen. But it, so he robbed. Us. Like I look at it Alvin like other, robbed us. Well, I look at other sports. Like there's been some guys. Okay, like we all know we're huge hockey fans in here, right? Everybody is. <laughs> Love it. But like Eric Lindros, like got drafted, set the world on fire with points, yeah, and trophies. He was good, and then he got mm -hmm. hurt over and over, and he quit. Now he made the Hall of Fame. He was on track to be the greatest, well, maybe one of the greatest, not the greatest, but one of the greatest ever. And no one talks about him now as the greatest, but when you actually go and look at his number of games played and his points and then the stuff he won, you're like, holy shit. Like, he was a shining star for a short time. RV yeah. wasn't, you know, wasn't, RV maybe a little longer, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I get it. Wygant said the same thing, and we maybe are underrating him because he RV. doesn't. RV. Yeah. He doesn't He was also one of the only guys to go win a GP in his first season from America. Yeah, but then he looped out. His cockics. Yeah, he yeah. did do that. But, but hey, you know, listen, credit. I mean, he did I, win that yeah. one GP. No, you're right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> All so I know is I had a he, great time with him over the weekend. We had great he beat stories. some bad dudes in the 450 class overseas. I mean, he was he, a bad dude. Oh, he just, yeah. He, he was like mentally tough like Webb, but speed mm -hmm. like Eli. He doesn't yeah. show up in these greatest when you do the list of wins, right? He doesn't show up. He's just behind Chad and, and these guys in Supercross, outdoor motocross. He doesn't really have many wins at all because he got injured two or three years. You want to know something for sure, though? Yeah. He gives zero oh, Fs yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Any of that. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he's doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I asshole. think he's doing fine. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but no, Anthony, good points. Uh, maybe we need to think it over, you know, a little bit and. And look at RV in that. I just term. wish they mentioned him a little more. You know, like well, got him more involved. Here's yeah. the deal: when they ask riders, when they ask riders about what their Rushmore, their Mount Rushmore of riders are, RV's on it most of the time. Is he? Well, yeah. I grew up watching yeah. him. Like right. I, the first race I ever saw was him winning. So yeah. And like I bring I'm up, when, years old, and so. I like Dunge. Dunge and I are fine, but when people talk about Dunge and the and he because Dunge is second all time in outdoor wins, maybe third. Maybe Eli passed him now, but outdoor 450 wins. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, timeout. Like, he never beat RV when they raced together and RV didn't get hurt. And again, not shitting That's on Dunge. Like, not shitting on Dunge, but let's think about that. No, Dunge earns his title. He's totally but great. But RV needs to be ranked so, ahead of Dunge, even though Dunge has more wins. 
I don't that's know. What I, that's all I'm saying. Right. That's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. All right, Anthony. Well said. Thanks for calling, man. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. That's a, that's a race tech rant from Anthony. There we go. All right. All right. We're going to commercial break here. we got Colt Nichols coming up. Jared Lesher, two-stroke guy. Randy Richardson probably has some thoughts on Life Swap. Dude, X, X-Brand goggle tear-offs. I, I, this thing that's going on outside right now? Yeah. I thought Randy's doing this. Like, literally, I thought he. <laughs> this was one of his things. I was asking Heather, is he doing this? You, you hear that? that? Yeah, you I, hear that? I, I know, but like, how did you think he was doing this? I don't know because oh, you know him. He, right. yeah. you know, he knows yeah. your your rant, so I think he's putting something out there. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, like I hired someone oh. to leaf blow the neighborhood. Ah, ah. got it, got it. When yeah. it comes around to the rant, I, I get gave him it. twenty I bucks, and he's yeah. out there just revving that leaf right, blower. Right, right, that's right. what I did. Okay, that part bucks. I get. Now. Yes, that's I thought, what I was thinking in my head. There you go. All right, we're going to commercial break here. Randy Richardson from Michelin, Chris Kiefer from Kiefer Inc. Testing, Travis Marks. And Talon, I guess. Yeah, from whatever, whatever they're uh, from. ShopTeniorCitizen.com. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. A, a trusted and uh, valued <laughs> <Yeah>. company <laughs> in the industry. Oh, hey, my. Hey, hey before a- we go to the commercial break, can we get We Just Laugh real quick? Can you drop that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so it's, good. It's good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be right back after this. The powder no pie. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. In case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. 
obviously within my Decker Performance Suspension. Works really well. They're very high quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around and I've uh, been there for a long time and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. Over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA. WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. 
building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin StarCross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. 
From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, 
and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. 
With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Paul Pomex Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing and Decal Works. Uh, thanks to Jordan Smith and Cooper Webb. Two of my greatest friends uh, in studio, Chris Kiefer, Randy Richardson. That was sarcastic, I feel like. Wow. Mm. Really? Mm. I mean, two of my greatest friends. What, you sounded like that. I've known Randy for 23 years. Really? Yep. Is that yeah. long? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
known you for I don't know long time. Seems like forever. Right. Yeah. And all, <laughs> Seems like that sounded real. <laughs> uh, Maxima USA. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. <clears throat> SC1. I mean, it's something that Randy takes. Marks. Yes. Yes, Marks. sir. Yes, sir. Hi. Is that your dad? That was my old man, yeah. Mark sent me a video of his dad uh-huh. putting SC1 yep. on a UTV. He was putting it on like paint. <laughs> he was he was three layers deep yeah. and then moving on to the new section. Mm-hmm. And is he is he driving it in <laughs> Vegas area? No, no, no. Like we, he, we were just in Williams, Arizona oh, okay. over the weekend. Uh, going. What's doing he doing? Things. Why is he doing that much? Dude, he really likes that SC one. <laughs> he, I'm telling. He said he's like it says put a good coat on there and then wipe it off. And I'm like, dude, I think you could do a little less. But he, he's the dust is gonna go. Honestly, it's like three things for every panel, and he's moving the next one, going three. I just holding it. I took the imagine? video, man, and yeah. I yeah. sent it to Steve because I wanted because it's Matheson and Can, right? So I sent it. I said, is this too much? <laughs> And I get a, it's not paint, man. That's what I get back. And uh, there were four of us there. We were dying. Yeah, dying at, it, at it, the text he, back. This man, do you, do you use the co- pulp code to get it? Uh, f- funny story. He didn't know they were a show sponsor. Oh, uh, so he bought a case. Oh God. So dude. I'm going to be calling in some favors. SC one will be. I mean, I'm just going to. I'm going to call Trevor. You know what's funny is I've tried other brands of silicone spray. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not the same. Yeah. It does work really well, though. No BS. It does, yeah. And it, like, keeps the water and stuff off a little bit better when you put it on. Honestly, like, I spray it every time I wash the bikes. I spray it underneath my fenders before I go race, and it really does help get the mud yeah. off when you go to scrape See? off. All right. Pulp saying. 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com, whether it's SC1, like Mr. Marks, mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, MPPL. Uh, Great. Suspension clean is some of my favorite. Yep. Uh, please check it out, MaximaUSA.com. Thank you to those guys. Uh, for all that they do for us. Pro Filter as well. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Pro Filter. Uh, street, uh, oil and air filters for street bikes, UTVs, dirt bikes, all of it. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Uh, I'm worried about my air filter right now. I need a new Pro Filter 2023 YZ450, but they don't make one yet. Really? Or, or, I don't think it's out yet. Yeah. They've got to have one. I don't know, man. I'm trying I'm trying to figure it out. I got to get. A, I gotta get. I got to change that filter, Kiefer. So I got to work on that. Uh, thank you to folks at Pro Filter and Maxima USA. Pulp 20, code to save at both of them. And our buddy Eric Works Connection, Pulp MX 20, code to save. They now have oil filter covers for the 2020. Why are you mad? You're mad because you don't get one. I'm not mad. You don't get one. I already talked to Eric. You are not getting one. I love Eric. I love Works Connection, but I'm happy that you have those. You are not getting one either. No problem. I- I've already We've already talked. So No problem. Not a problem. But hold on. What if you guys had swapped? Then you would have got the one that came here. It would have said 762 on it, though. Yeah, but yeah, that's just details. Pulpamex 20s code to save with WorksConnection.com. Just get all the cool shit and don't worry about it. Don't worry about what Kiefer says or anything. Do get the the Honda lever for the Yamaha, though. Yeah. Yes. It's really good. Do I have the Honda lever on mine? I don't know. I haven't looked. Well, you were on my bike at Glen. I didn't you got pay dirt all over it. I saw it today. You're too busy shredding. I didn't even get a chance was, to see your bike. Testing. Yes. KYB testing. So weird. Top secret. So weird. Yeah. No. That's what they do. I'm working all day testing, and he is right there, and they're helping him like he is Eli Tomac. But why wouldn't they? Because that is the connection. Because you don't remember earlier in the year when they needed that shock spring uh-huh. back for Eli yep. Tomac because he had validated the setting, mm-hmm. confirmed it would work well. Gilly for said they needed that spring yep. back for Eli. For yeah, Supi. for Tomac's weight and or <laughs> wow. speed. Yeah. So they got it back for him. All right, everybody. Let's get to our next guest here. we got some phone calls on the line as well. And uh, Colt Nichols coming up. 
Uh, EVS Sports, the original protective gear company, protecting champions and riders for over 30 years. They don't plan to stop anytime soon. Pulp 30 is the code to save with EVS-Sports.com. Chiz, Axel Hodges, Pastrana, RJ Hampshire using EVS Sports. Sexton did as well. Um, and uh, we thank those fo- those folks, uh, EVS Sports, for coming on board. It started out as one knee brace has evolved into a full line of protective gear to help keep riders safe while they do what they love. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Let's. Uh, we had a two-stroke in the main event Rap. this weekend in the 450 main event. We don't quite know when the last time... We saw one in the main event. I wonder if he knows. I don't know if he knows. This gentleman rode right into the spot, too, in the LCQ. Didn't like, yeah. it didn't take a massive pileup in the heat race, let's right. say, with a bunch of guys down and then somebody sneaks in. This gentleman rode right into the qualifying spot in the Atlanta uh, Supercross. And uh, I did a privateer pod with him earlier this year. Good dude. Jared Lesher, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. How are you guys doing? Congrats, dude. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Really appreciate That's it. That's sick. Yeah, so uh, it looked like again, like you rode your, like I said, you rode yourself into the LCQ, into the uh, into the spot. You you seemed to get better as the race went on, as the LCQ race went on. Did you have some lines, or what happened? Into you know, did you feel so good to ride yourself into it? I, I man, whenever I got around the first turn, I I could have swore that there was absolutely no way, and I obviously didn't give up. But mm-hmm. at that moment, I was like, oh, man, this is going to take the best ride of my life to even get close. So. Um, but on the last lap, whenever I came around, I saw fifth on the pit board. And uh, I, I I thought Michael, my mechanic, was either wrong or I, I honestly thought he was wrong. And um, <laughs> that that lap, I saw three Cowies in front of me. And obviously I thought, you know, to myself, well, AP's probably gone. Yeah. So I thought, shoot, man, that, that is the spot. Um, and I ended up, I think it was Mark here, caught him. Um, right before the white flag there in the mm-hmm. first set of whoops. And, um, yeah, rode a clean last lap and just rode it on in for fourth. Yeah, you went 10th to 6th. You were 10th after lap 1, 6th after lap 2. If I'm two. a 450 guy, I am pissed. <laughs> I am yeah. pissed that the two-stroke <laughs> yeah. passed me. Listen, when, when, I, when I'm coming through, there's, there's no doubt in my mind or there's actually thoughts in my mind that, think you know i'm gonna get smashed at some point like somebody's gonna get upset but everybody has been super cool with it uh so far so um but yeah i think i was 14th around the first turn so uh dude i and actually on the first lap i remember coming around and whoever was right behind me on the first lap i remember seeing their pit board and it said 14th so i must have maybe been 13th 12th somewhere around there yeah i'm coming past the mechanics area but uh yeah it, it was Man, it's really good feeling, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, uh, shoot, that was really fun race too. Yeah, we did a, a privateer pod after Anaheim won. We talked about it, and Jared, you, I mean, you know, you you're a good rider. You can make mains on a 450, but you're like, hey, my sponsors want me to ride a 252 stroke. Uh, it gets me more attention, all of that, uh, and so I'm gonna do it this way. Um, but I'd be honest, I didn't have you qualifying for one of these, um, so that's awesome. What has been What's the biggest advantage? What's the biggest disadvantage? Uh, Thirteen rounds into Supercross that you've seen. Um, biggest disadvantage. The biggest disadvantage I'd have to say is the starts right. off the grate. Mm-hmm. Man, that that is that is some tough. Yeah, that's some tough cooking. There, the, the thing just has instantaneous power, so it's just it's really really hard to control without like having a, a switch on it to be able to set the RPMs. Or mm-hmm. um, there's really no way to. I mean to set that so it's yeah it's it's all kind of a guess and um i mean we have a a good general idea but again it's really hard to come out the same as the 450 so 
Um, even if I come out mid-pack, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that. And is there an advantage anywhere that you see? Um, dude, this weekend, I mean, that track obviously was more open than your average, you know, your normal Supercross, but mm-hmm. or your stadium Supercross. But I think the obviously the sands, the way it flows to the sands, um, the rhythm sections, kind of how they were laid out this week. I I really felt like um, that bike was able to carry a lot of you know forward momentum through those rhythm sections, being able to shift third and just kind of mm-hmm. float. Um, forward through those rhythm sections kind of helped. And um, there were a lot of little spots, too, where you can make up time just where you were on the ground. Um, for example, like the off-camber coming in, you know, before you get underneath the tunnel right there. So yep. um, there were little spots like that where you can make up good time. And, man, that, that bike, it, it really doesn't lose much. Um, there's obviously advantages, disadvantages to both bikes, but yeah. uh, the 450 and the 250. But um, I think we're at a, in a really good spot, obviously. I I mean, the bike's plenty capable. I don't think that's that's an issue at all. It's uh, more or less rider error, you know, at that point. I have a lot of questions. Okay. All right. So, great rider. Uh, I've watched Thank him you. over the arena cross year. I watched him. That's kind of where I kind of know you from, Jared, is watching you at arena cross and how aggressive you are. Your corner speed's really good. I feel like it within the arena cross confines, it's an advantage because you can hit those three um, in those rhythms, you get those three outs out of the corner fairly easy compared to the other 250Fs that are doing it. Um, yeah. At Atlanta, I feel like it's, if it's, or any super cross track, if it's tighter in those ins and outs, like in Atlanta where you had to dive to the right hander inside and jump that little tabletop, you can get in and out of there really quick. Right. Um, so at, at what point do you say, okay, man, I am a good rider. Sure, this two stroke thing has gotten me this far, but are are you here to get followers, make a little bit of money, or do you want this as a career? Where are we looking at to where, like, okay, maybe i got to transfer over to a bigger bike so I can see what my true potential is, or where are we at? Uh, I mean, I've been there, and I kind of came back from that. And um, I mean, I to be completely honest, I, I really didn't take the two-stroke route for any sort of, like, I mean, it wasn't a publicity stunt or anything like that. I I really got the idea from, obviously, Stank Dog, like, running the last two years and just being super curious, asking him questions. And, I mean, he was kind of the one that opened my eyes to even it being possible. Because right. when I asked him about it at first, I was like, man, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't imagine being on a two-stroke out here. And he's like, man, it's it's honestly not as bad as you think. And last December, whenever I got on a two-stroke, when I got on that YZ on a, on a Supercross track, um, and I rode it for the first day. I mean, I, dude, I was so surprised. I, the thing, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I ride it, but um, for me, it really, really worked that day, and it was super impressive. And it was really just a question of, like, what if we take this thing and we try to do all 17 rounds on it um, and, and just see where that ends up? Uh, I don't even think we really had a – I mean, obviously your goal is to make main events. Obviously, right. every mm-hmm. single one of us out there want, wants to make main events, but – um, I don't think we really had a true set goal at the beginning of the season because we had no idea where we were going to be at. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were kind of at ground zero. But, um, I mean, between the, the motor package, HP race development with Derek, I mean, being able to down on the bike, getting the power delivery exactly where it needs to be is obviously huge because you can't be, I mean, hitting the power band in, in the wrong spot. It's a really weird uh, space to be in if you're in that space. So. Um, that along with the, the Enzo KYB suspension, um, Yoshi and, and Ross, those guys have been obviously hooking it up. 
um, even Yoshi coming over this weekend and uh, helping me in between each qualifying session. So um, there's there's a lot of moving parts, obviously, that make it all happen. But um, overall, at the end of the day, the bike's definitely capable. A lot of people think it's not, but um, a lot of it just comes down to the rider and, and being able to perform on it. So basically, if you were offered like, oh, hey, Jared, what's up? I'm a, I'm a team. I want you to ride my YZ250F next year and be on a team. You're open to that idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. If, it, if it makes sense, and, and yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's crazy that um, we, I mean, aside from the two-stroke, I feel like we've done some really, really cool stuff in the past, even last year with, with bike themes, that kind of thing. Um, we did the same exact thing we're doing this season. Um, the only difference is we're on a, a two-stroke. Okay. Um, and, and the amount of publicity and followers and fans that we've gained from that is is i mean it's it's pretty insane to see so that's really been the only difference i mean my results haven't really changed mm -hmm. other than making a main right now but in the lcqs i was basically the same spot last year i was usually close between seventh and and you know tenth to, to fifth in the lcqs um really close but just not making it in and that's where i've been this season i mean until now so um yeah i mean yeah it's it's a process. I think it's taken this long to kind of figure things out. But at this point, uh, I mean, even with the arena cross finishes, I mean, I'm capable. The bike's plenty capable. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of doing it. Also, too, sick. The bike looks sick. Yeah, it does look sick. That is a great yeah. setup. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, not his whole setup, his gear, yeah. the yeah. way he has these flow boots, like it looks sick. Yeah. Uh, FMF's been a big part yeah. of your program, Jared? What was that? FMF's been a big part of your program? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Little D over there. They, yeah. They, those guys have been awesome. Helped out a little Oh, Little D will eat this shit up. Oh, like, dude, he is for this. That's like, what he I, likes that's this that's shit. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And they parted when we took the bike you, right? into yep. the factory, yeah, and they saw that thing firsthand um, before A1. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was really cool to see their reaction. Um, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was super, super cool to be, to be a part of that and be mm -hmm. able to tour it and, all that stuff. Yeah, those guys are, they've been like family. EVS Sports bringing you Jared Lesher on the show. Do we know when the last time a two stroke was in a 450 main event? Does anybody know? We Apparently, it's, it's Mike Brown, 2006. No, um, shit. Yeah. That's what, so Josh Woods is listed as a 252 stroke at Vegas that year. Mm -hmm. And I texted Woodrow and he said, no, I was on a four stroke. Hashtag never change mm -hmm. AMA. And then Woodrow said he thought it was Brownie in wow, 06. Right. That long. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. That's pretty freaking rad, man. Because Willard did it in Seattle, but he was on 25, right? 25. And then Stank did it yeah. last year. So uh, we all know Stank went absolutely apeshit on us last year. So, um, <laughs> no, man, it's uh, it's a really cool story. And, like, your setup is clean and, and fans are cheering for you. And I like the fact that you rode into it. I, I think that that mm -hmm. says something there where you didn't take a big crash worth half the field down, you know, it was you You started 14th and rode into 4th. Like, that's great. That's that's pretty cool. You just watch him ride, and you can tell he's a rider. Like, he is a good technical type of rider. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. It's really impressive. Thank you. Thank uh, you, guys. I appreciate that. No, and listen, hey, dude, if you keep doing this, you're not going to be in my LCQ race either, you know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing, though. See, um, you still got to invite me either way. I, I got to be that wild card. I feel like he, you owe him that at least, yeah. He's a well, two-show yeah. guy. I like. was looking at the points after uh, after Atlanta, and Jared is uh, eighth overall with 89 points, and the cutoff is 17th with 63. Uh, so I, I think you're pretty safe. Yeah, he's safe. Like, I think you're – because okay. obviously we only two more races until we're – 
until it's go time. So Fair I think enough. I think you're in no matter what. But uh, that's I'll be emailing you the schedule uh, shortly, probably tomorrow or something, Jared. Just let you guys Fair. know what what we're Fair. doing. So uh, get a ticket for that, by the way, if you can. People, thirty bucks ticket. Uh, you can win a YZ four fifty F or um, or one of a bunch of other products. How much so. was last year the pot? What was it? Mark's one forty. Was it? Yeah, right around there. We I, we're not getting one forty because that cancellation in Denver. Uh-huh. To the next week in Salt Lake was insane because everybody knew that it was canceled and right. it, like brought exposure to Flooded it. Flooded it in. So we are not going to get 140, but I'd like to get. What did we get the year before, Marks? 110? Yeah. 107? Uh, yeah, 107. So like over yeah. 100 would be cool. 100 would be great. If we got 100K to divide with 22 guys, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. So, you get, so you're saying you have a schedule, you have a history of scheduling stuff and then putting it off to later. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, the weather. The weather, weather nature. The, the weather. The weather <laughs> helped us. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save with evs-sports.com. Please check it out. Struck out. Uh, Pastrana, Hodges, Chiz, RJ, and more uh, using it. Uh, so, Jared, your motor itself, the porting and everything else, how, how's that? Who does that? Your your motor guy does that? Yep, yep. HP Race Development, John okay. Texas, Derek Harris. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, built us some, some damn good motor packages this season. Kind of place the power where it needs to be like i said yeah so, uh, yeah that's been a huge part of part of the kind of the program have you gone through different settings or has your a1 stuff been good like have you tested much or has he come up with new things for you or is it sort of like hey i'm good a1 you've left the same uh porting all year um so i think we actually swapped carbs after a1 um I don't know. I couldn't tell you which direction we went. I don't remember at this point, but we did swap carbs uh, just to kind of place the power a little bit differently. Are you on electron uh, carb? Are you on stock carb? What are you on? Uh, stock carb. Okay. Yeah, two short guys like the electron. Right? Well, so electron it smooths it out. So I don't know if these guys for Supercross would want that. They right. want that snap, right? So that's yeah. what they go back yeah, to yeah. stock carb. Listen, that yeah, motor, that, motor that thing's proven, dude. You put a, a, a V-Force. Yeah. And a pipe and silencer, some race well, gas. I rode Carson Brown's. He won the two-stroke national. Yeah. And I rode his bike the week before. And holy shit, man. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But that's also a 300. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the 250 is a, the YZ250 is a. Big bore that shit, Jared. No one's going to know. <laughs> no, dude. I'm, I'm tell, everybody <laughs> says that. Everybody says it's a 300 or, or wants to think it's a 300. But I, I don't I don't want any more power. I, I need a, the thing to control a little bit better before I, I can have more power underneath it. Oh, I know, man. I had a big bore racing, and I, I had to tell these guys I don't want that much bottom in. I was rolling insides and going, eh, and seat bounce and shit when 250s were lifting and i was like hey man yeah. we got to tone this thing down a little bit <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm. too much yeah. too much it wants to rip your arms off yeah. yeah yeah we 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 went through that and uh yeah that's yeah i i know what you mean how uh how are you getting to the races what's your what's your situation with the travel and all that uh just me and the mechanic loading up on the weekends and rolling out so do you so, find places to ride during the week in some of these treks or is it pretty much hey i'm i hope to get in press day um yeah pretty much kind of hoping to get impressed at this yeah, point yeah. um i mean we we haven't had any real opportunity to ride since i've been in california in february so um i mean i, I the closest supercross track to me is three hours so right um driving back and forth on the weekends and mm-hmm. that kind of thing i mean leaving so early during the week it's and then my mechanic he michael he works a full-time job nine to five during the week and has to work while we travel on fridays and All thursdays right. so that's the hero yeah right seriously yeah uh, dude, i'm telling you what yeah um, he, he is do you what's your maintenance schedule on your bike so 
we kind of know what four stroke guys do, but so what's different about your maintenance schedule? What are you doing? Um, so we actually have, uh, we got three different motors in rotation. So we're, uh, we kind of just, um, whenever we're out, we're, you know, we put about five to seven hours, um, and then we, we swap motors and take that piston out, see what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of been our, our thing so far. I mean, we haven't really done anything crazy as far as, um, I mean, I, I guess the only other thing that we've done is like we've changed the domes um, to kind of put the power, like put that snap for the arena cross. Like we had changed the dome to where it put that snap all on the bottom, the bottom ends, to where the thing wouldn't rev. Um, you know, it wouldn't have any top speed at all. It'd basically just run out of power halfway through. Um, and you can change that dome and make that power basically from mid to top instead of all on the bottom. So um, we've kind of messed with those a little bit, but. Um, they have a good dyno setting with those, and mm -hmm. I mean we have a good idea of you know which way we're going with it. So, luckily we haven't had to change too much stuff we, uh, uh, within the season. We uh, and I, it all depends on what squish you're running, but flat top piston single ring was when even when I was working for Ferry mm -hmm. and we Wiseco made one for us, or they had a special one for us, and then Yamaha that was our setup too. And but again, different squish and all that, but. Right. It was a flat top piston. Single ring because less friction. So Yeah, just less friction. Yeah. Right? Better for soupy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But life lifespan wasn't great, obviously. Right. But um, that was our setup on YZ250s back in the day. So you yeah. Could, yeah, yeah, I mean, as far, as far as two-strokes go, man, that Yamaha YZ250 is a fun bike yeah. as far as two-strokes go. It's snappy, yeah. fun power, um, good Rand chassis. Randy. Hmm? You love two strokes. I absolutely love them. Yeah, yeah, and and walked by and didn't get a chance to meet Jared, but checked uh -huh. out the bike uh, yeah. there in his pits uh, Saturday. That thing looks phenomenal. That that '80s retro look is it's... looks super cool. And and I also enjoyed uh, recently the article in Racer X. I believe it was your mechanic or photographer, yep. social media guy who Mike. wrote the article about how you guys had got mixed up on when was the uh, military appreciation round. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. Got that switched around. So so that looked cool, and and it's good for you guys Thank to you. pay that honor right. to the military but man that 80s stuff when, that's when just, i walked into anaheim so one good. yeah i'm walking you were right by the pit mm -hmm. entrance and i walked by and i saw jared's bike i'm like what in the hell is that <laughs> yeah like, so cool like yeah. i'm like i took a picture of it on my cell phone yeah. i'm like oh my god that thing's amazing you know it's, what i mean yeah yeah it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was pretty, pretty so good cool. looking. i'll tell you what i like about jared too so tell uh me. he's made main events before in the 450 class and 250 mm -hmm. class and all that stuff and he's on a two-stroke now and yes he's getting attention because he's on a two-stroke and people are loving it but also, like, he's riding hard every race. He's not yeah. getting out of it and doing whips. And, and when he exits the track, he revs it and yells to the fans. He, he's not a sideshow. Jared mm -hmm. is there to race on a two-stroke and put it in main events. Mm -hmm. Unlike some other guys that just don't seem to give a shit and just want to talk about being two-stroke guys, Lesher, to me, is racing hard, working hard, trying to be into the every main event. And he got one in this weekend. That's what I like. So that's Thank my, you. That's my statement. That. That. Well, here's so. the thing. Stank oh, is yeah. a good rider. Mm -hmm. He is. Like, I watch him ride. He's a great rider. Like, I don't think. Here we go. No, no, no. I'm well, just saying, like, right. I want to just, I, I ride and, and I look at, I've studied guys a lot as far as how their technique is. And Stank is a good rider. So I just want to point that out. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank um, you. Jared Lesher on the show brought to you by EVS Sports. Pulp 30 is the code to save at evs-sports.com. Well, Jared, man, thanks for calling in. Great job, man. Like I said, really impressive. Uh, so we think this is the first guy in a two-stroke and a 40 main event since 2006 wow damn that's Hell pretty yeah. cool uh, not Hell a bad guy yeah. to follow 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, and also, okay. um, um, you know, let's not forget he's got to race all the Kawasaki LCQ challenge. That thing is full of cowies. <laughs> a lot of green. every week. A lot of green. Yeah, four fifty cowies. I couldn't believe how many. Well, you know they pay for the night show, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. yeah, yeah. That's why they hell have it. But. You get five hundred bucks if you're on a cow. You just make the night show. I thought it was three hundred. Yeah, five hundred. It's five hundred. Yeah. Fuck me, man! I'd be on a cowie too. Yeah. Right. Crazy. And then I did a little research on Jared when I because he's in daytime program this mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And. The guys that I talk to about Jared, they're like, dude, he races everything. He'll race whatever. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care. He just wants to race. So it's pretty cool that you just like, go like racing. You're a racer's racer. Pretty cool. That's right. That's uh, right. Show up for race, baby. Good job, man. Thank you for for the time tonight, and I uh, appreciate it. And um, let's go Let's go two, two in a row. Why not? Hell yeah. Let's string them together. Let's there we it. go. Thanks, man. Rock. Thank you, guys. Later. Well, thanks. That's uh, that's Jared Lesher, everybody. Uh, good job by him. Like I said, not a bad track for in Jersey. It'll be chewed up, soft. So it'll be a good yeah. track for a two-stroke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you to EVS Sports for bringing him on. We got a question for Chris Kiefer here. Luke, what's up, man? Hello. Hi, Luke. Luke. Right, good talk, Luke. Uh, what Sports else do we got? Rick. Uh, Matthew's Rick. on three. Rick. Matthew, what's up, man? Hey. Hey, yeah, it's uh, kind of fast-forwarding to next year, but um, with some rumors and for sure stuff that you mentioned, with Sexton, you know, potentially going to KTM, will he have to go with Baker's factory, being on KTM? Well, I don't know for sure, but I would assume, yes. I would yeah. assume that. I mean, I, I don't – I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, I think, I mean, I think sky's the limit there. Yeah. But – also, with Webb leave potentially, you know, who knows what's going to mm-hmm. happen. But if he does leave and potentially loses Baker's factory, will it kind of be a repeat of last year without having Alden in his corner? Yeah, if he has to leave it's, good, it's a good question. I can see myself asking that mm-hmm. uh, before the season starts, right? Because it yeah. does seem like he needs the Baker push, the Baker competitiveness to uh, to make it happen there. So, yeah. yeah. I'm a big, big fan of both, but, you know, just, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Sexton will shine and Webb, you know, you know, kind of shocked us all last year. Shocked yeah. me for sure. No, we'll see, man. Uh, should be interesting. We'll see what happens. I could see, well, it all depends on what Tomac does. I've said this before. If Tomac right. retires, yeah. Coop goes to star, I think. If Tomac stays there, which now I hear Tomac might stay, then I think Coop resigns at KTM. So. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right, man. Well, thanks for calling. All right. right. Yeah, no problem. Have a good night. Thank you. Uh, We got the uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming right up as well. That's crazy. Cooper's only led 12 laps. I know. All year. I know, right? Yeah, he's got two wins and 12 laps. Chase, 65. Eli, 83. Kenny, 27. (laughs) And Plessinger has led 20 20. more laps than Coop, and Coop's in in the title. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Hmm. Uh, Michelin Starcross Sixes. Uh, we've uh, had them on our sh- talking about our show for a long time. Got them on my bike. They work really well. Kiefer, you've tested them as well. Yep. The Starcross Six line available in a multitude of compounds. And uh, Michelin man, Michelin man here, Randy Richardson, to tell us more about some of the things that are coming for Michelin. Yeah. So this is exciting. Heck yeah. So well, right now what? we right now we're in the oh. midst of a a program. So we have our get well, can, dirty. Oh. Huh? Well, are we, can we talk about the other thing? What thing? Yeah. You come oh, back to oh, Supercross? Okay. okay. Michelin's come back to Supercross? This lack of professionalism <laughs> is just so... Yeah, Michelin's coming back full bore. They are sponsoring Factory Honda in 2024. Sick. Actually, May. 
May. May not. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so, so currently yes. we have we have a cool sales promotion going on right now that is uh, $40 back on any set of Michelin off-road motorcycle or off-road or mountain bike uh, bicycle tires. So mm-hmm. that's going on right now through the end of April, um, just a couple more weeks. And that's at michelinman.com slash motorcycle. You'll see our current promos there. Um, what you were referring to, we talked about today on our bicycle ride. Yes. Yeah, when we were trying to. Great, great ride. I was just trying to rebuild trust in yep. you yep. Um, personally. But what I was telling about there was we've been working together to put together um, with Motosport. Going to put together a Pulp MX discount code that will go into effect in May. So uh, a couple have some, weeks, yeah, yeah, exciting more info coming up, uh, and that'll be coming up after the Nashville Supercross. So May first, uh, we'll uh, Do a launch promo. all the details yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, and that's for uh, every everything. That's for off road or motocross. Yeah. That's adventure touring cruiser right. uh, or your favorite uh, street bike racer. Yeah. So if you yeah. do that type of stuff, right? Um, anything that's available through motosport.com. And uh, May first, we'll have a Pulp MX discount code. Has the reaction to the Sarkar Six been been good? Like, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's been, been, happy about it's that? been good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a bit different than the Starcross 5 range, and, I, and, and I've heard Chris speak about it sometimes. Uh, his recommended air pressure is like 12.5, and uh, so certainly a little bit stronger casing than the Starcross 5 harder, range. Harder to change. The uh, sixes and the yeah, yeah, if only you had someone that would fly in and do that for you. <laughs> no, I, I did it myself. I did it on, you, on you three. Did it, you did it to keep me from making tires. a production of it. I yeah. did. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, certainly that's the production. <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he did. That's what yeah. I, I said. Yeah, the last time he was in or whatever, I'm like, yeah. I changed my tires. I'm not, you're not coming well, in here. Well, he really showed me. He yeah. tricked me. I didn't yeah. have to change tires. Right. He really right. showed me. He got but, you. But then uh, I, I'm doing a project bike, yeah. and uh, you shipped me some SC6s for that, and I mounted those as well. Yeah. Well, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, but they've been uh, very well received for sure. the feedback that we get on them is is the performance has increased primarily front uh, compared to the Starcross Five. I would agree. It's more yeah, noticeable, yep. uh, more predictable traction. I was just and telling then, the KYB guys that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, improved durability, which you know, for someone having to buy tires, yeah. uh, that's always a key factor. Right. How long the tires last? So. Do you notice? Uh, so there was a Michelin bicycle sponsor on a wrap up show. Yep. Uh, for many years, mm-hmm. for a couple of years, anyways. Yeah. And we're no longer doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gentleman was not allowed to do it anymore. So we nope. we parted ways with him. Sad, really. Yeah, really sad. And how how has the Mission Bicycle sales been affected by the drop off of this um, said show? I would say it's had an impact. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, it's, we'll it's, just, had, it's it's yeah. been a factor. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. No, for us, honestly, yeah. for us, uh, and and Jamie did a great job of promoting the Michelin bicycle tires. The challenge we've I'd had. Fly the girls in from L.A. Boy. And... Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's the problem is is supply chain. So yeah. we couldn't get the girls, girls in from L.A. Right. and we couldn't get the tires in from Europe. Right. Yeah. So uh, so we've had incredible demand for our mountain bike tires, but just keeping up with it yep. has been challenging. We've certainly improved that, and and uh, and and that's one of the messages that I'll share. This coming week at Sea Otter Classic, like you and I were yeah. talking about, going to a big bicycle expo there, and uh, so we're excited about the increase in product availability. So I get DMs asking me about the Michelin stuff, yeah, and um, I kind of tell them I'm running DHs, mm-hmm. so I know you guys love the E Wild mm-hmm. line, yeah. and they work well, yeah. But I favor the DHs, so yeah. I'm just letting you know yeah. that I tell people, yeah, I like the DHs, yeah, and and DH is Downhill. a very versatile yeah. tire. It's a great, it's a great E bike tire right an e-mountain bike tire and then for downhill that's like that's what cam zinc and those guys run for sure mm-hmm. and, and most everything they do whether it's red bull rampage or traditional dh riding um but but for a, for an e-mountain bike it's a great option as yeah. well because you're not as concerned 
with lighter rate or, yeah. or rolling resistance. Or Do any Michelin bicycle tires come stock on any production bicycle? Uh, some, yeah, some. It's and the OE that OE fitment and similar to the motorcycle industry is extremely challenging from a price point perspective, and then uh, and also just keeping up with the demand. So for us, we've had really high demand, and so we're more focused on the RT or replacement tire market mm. more so than OE. Um, because that's more profitable for us. The replacement tire is more profitable than original equipment. Right. But, uh, well, uh, Michelin, check them out, please. Mm-hmm. And not decided yet, but you may be at the Millville Ride Day uh, I, up if, in the air. Yep. If, if it happens. Yep. I don't know. Okay. You never, never know. You, just, you can't tell with anything <laughs> yep. nowadays. But no. I'm hoping it happens, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm hoping to be okay. there. Yep. It would Fantastic. be my, it, be I my get personal desire 10 to, to 15 emails a week about yeah. so the title if, in if, it. If you... If you want the title, the title in the subject line. Oh, Pulp MX Ride. So if you want in this ride day, it's 150-ish people on Saturday, open on Sunday to anybody. We're gonna have people at the gate to monitor this. It is a uh, it is a ride day, Marks ride day. That's correct. Yes. Ride day yeah. at pulpmx.com. Send that email. I will not uh, pick anybody that does not email that address. I cannot stand people who can't listen. Ride day at pulpmx.com. Yeah. And we'll we'll pick some random listeners. And Kiefer, you got ten spots. So. I got ten. I haven't picked any yet. Right. So we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look, it's it's catching fire. Uh, Phil wants to go. Uh, JB wants to go. Justin Starling, Will Hahn, the Martin brothers will obviously be there. It's going to be a who's who of motocross. You're going to ride. Randy's going to be there. Hopefully, uh, I think we're going to have uh, Bradshaw and Pike there. You know? And maybe maybe the Dunge. That's what I hear. <laughs> I haven't heard this. I did. How did you hear that? I just uh, heard it. Another gear company talks oh. to him, and oh. he was... Oh, no, 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 no. He was maybe no, no, informed. No, no, no. I'm just no, saying... No, 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 The Dunge doesn't get in unless he comes to me. Oh. He's not showing up. So, Dungey, that's Pulp MX Ride Day. <laughs> Ride Day at Pulp MX.com. Ride Day at Pulp no, listen. Hey, Don't listen. screw it up, Dunge. Listen, Don't Dunge. screw it up with the wrong address. Like, I'm sure he listens. I'm sure he's I'm listening, sure he's listening, I'm sure he's listening right, right now. Right now. Yeah. If you want to come to Ride Day, Dungey, it's not a problem. Just ask me. Send me a text. Okay. Don't try to backdoor your way into the ride day, Dunch. So that's where that stands. Don't try to use a fake right. pass or anything and, to get in. And, uh, and uh, you, sir, <laughs> your me. company that you're talking about, yes. they are only going to be allowed very few spots. So they're oh. not bringing, you know. I feel like it might a little bit more than a few. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, lots to talk about. Ride day at pulpmex.com. That's going to be really fun. Two days of riding at Millville. Uh, I met, Two days of riding of you. So, that's going to be awesome. Oh, it's Millville. Remember my rule. Yeah. I get 15 minutes before anybody else. By, by yourself? No one can look at me. And no I one just, look at you. Yep, and I'm allowed to ride the track by myself. <laughs> I'm blind. And, and Troll, Train told me, <laughs> Troll Train told me the prep will be between a national and a, and a, local? And a, and a local. Like, it, okay. it'll be, it's not going to be ripped as deep because, yeah, national prep sucks. Steve prep. So I'm looking forward to it. Thanks to Troll Train uh, for making that happen. And uh, TrollTraining.com. Check out John Wrestling and Alex Martin for all your training needs, whether you're an up-and-coming amateur racer like, say, Aiden Kiefer, or you're a vet guy like me, or you're an off-road guy like Randy Richardson, or whatever. Uh, TrollTraining.com. If you're a poacher like Chris Kiefer that just poaches yeah. off Aiden stuff. Right. TrollTraining.com. <laughs> John like, and Alex. Like they, there you go. They know everything that they've done over the years that's been wrong, and they'll help you and correct you and, and walk you along the line. Trolltraining.com. We've had Alex on here, of course, in the show, and we'll have him on again to talk about it. Uh, we have X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up. Colt Nichols as well. We've got some company or uh, some phone calls coming in. Uh, Scott's on three. Scott, what's up, man? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk to Randy real quick about uh, – Randy, I just wanted to thank you. You, you committed – 
to coming in and to the studio tonight, and you did it. You closed the deal, and I yep. appreciate that. You've had a positive impact on me as an individual to see how a man keeps his word. Thank yeah. you for that. You're, you're, Chris? Yeah, you're yes. welcome, Scott. Oh, go ahead. You're, you're welcome, thanks, Scott. Thanks, Randy. Yeah, thanks, bud. The way I look at it is if uh, uh, a man's word is the most valuable thing he has. Well said. Chris, we met at A2. I told you Heather was in my top three. Oh, that's you right. You took a picture of us with your phone. <laughs> yes. You remember? Yes, sir. I'm assuming she's still talking about me? or uh, Actually, that's what gets her fired up before I get in bed. Yep. So Scott, thank you for that. Scott from A2. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what you doing? Nice. I'm Scott from A2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. bleaching. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Who, who would make you nervous in a moto trivia contest to go up against from, like, say, 84 to current? Nobody. Nobody. Really? Nobody. I mean, look, I could lose. I'm not saying I'm going to win, but no one would make me nervous. Bring it on. Coombs, Coombs is great, but I, I think I got him on some things. Yeah. You know? All right. I mean, I All just, right. yeah, I just, I know a lot about the sport, like, that way. I know. I, I'm a nerdy dude that way with magazines and stuff. So, um, yeah, nobody. Nice. All right. So, anyways, I'm the guy that made you that 500 oh. show 500 with the Mount Rushmore. And Randy, actually, I consulted with him on where to put Ferry next to you or whatnot. So nice. Thanks, cool. thanks for that, too, Randy. Yeah. Heck yeah. I there appreciate you, man. I appreciate all your help in my you sexual activity I've been right. doing. So thanks, thank man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Later. Have a good night, guys. All right. Tate's on five. What's up, Tate? Tate. Tate. Look, I've 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 worked my way through this week as much as, as Randy probably has of the disappointment that tough week for all of us. Been a tough, tough week for all of us, buddy. It it it, it has mm. been uh been very trying. You know what, Tate, though? Tate, consumed. good things come to those yep. who wait. Good things come to those who wait. The third time. Well, well, I'll tell you what. It's just like uh, George W. Bush said, fool me once, fool me, you can't be fooled again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah okay. Yeah, okay. That was, that was one. What's up, Tate? Here's my question. Okay. Here's my question. There was a lot of talk. You know, Triumph is based right there below Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk about maybe the bike was going to be introduced this weekend. Yeah, that's Didn't happen. That Keeper, you are all around – Test tracks all the time. Mm-hmm. Just, just give us a little bit of just mm. give us a little bit of something, man. Mm. Tell us what we tell mm. us what we can expect here. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Yeah. I, know I know nothing. Yeah. Can we talk about other things? I mean, I don't know anything about this. Mm, really? Yes. Oh, you, dude, I mean, I, so you you're, you're in the media. Yeah. I'm in the media, but you're I don't. In the media. I'm. In, they've done a great. I don't know anything more about about it than you guys do. Oh, I don't know. Huh? I don't. Huh? Oh my god, Randy. I know that leaked video was horrible. Dude, I thing. did see that. Yeah, that's like drone footage from I Mars. Don't, I don't know. What, there's a potato. I don't no. know. So if you're Triumph, are you pissed at that? Are you mad that Vital put it out and everybody put it out? Like, I don't. I, know. Are, like, are you mad? I just feel like, yeah. For me, what I wonder is like, who did that originally come from? Correct. <laughs> and and what kind of uh, yeah. NDA did they sign? Coming yeah. from like, a person that has done confidential testing with other manufacturers, mm. when you have a controlled mm. environment with Love a bike it. that mm. hasn't been announced, the gates are shut. You know who's there and who's not there within the property. And they know what track that was, obviously. And, and so I feel like if someone's that close to the track, the brand, the manufacturer, will knows what's going on. Okay, but could, like Randy said, could someone have flown a drone over? 
No, no, no that was the way that. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Okay, all right. I, I the way that so. was shot, that was right on the track. Yeah. Wow, drones can get. You know, if you're a good drone guy. Yeah, but I don't think that was. To okay. me, that you didn't can like tell if it's a drone. Well, I don't think they had drones. I'm not a drone guy. Well, I don't think they had drones in '84, which is what that film quality looked like. It's a beta drone. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a beta drone. Don't poke me. Um, it was a VHS. Listen, obviously Kiefer doesn't know a thing. You know, or at least that's what he's saying right yeah. now. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, so he, he so he's not test riding for him at all. Huh? No. Mm. No. 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 That's no. what he's saying. No. That's no. what he's saying. Uh, uh, Honda. I'm a Honda guy. I've done Honda production testing. Yeah, remember that Honda that coughed and burped and all that? That ECU. That was Kiefer. No, it wasn't. So, all right, th- Kate. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thanks. See ya. Appreciate it. Boy, we're getting hammered on this. Life swap thing. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I just wish people would let it go. Luke, what's up? You got a question for uh, Chris Kiefer? Blah. Yeah, I just got a testing question for Kiefer. Um, I'm having trouble with me front fork. And do you have any tricks on knowing if the fork is too hard or too soft? Because I'm having trouble knowing if I'm too low on the stroke or if it's not sitting up. Yep. Obviously, you can put a zip tie around the fork leg or something. But is there is there any tricks to the trade? It's a good question because one or the other can yeah. feel the same. A lot of these guys thinking, you know. Put the zip tie on. Well, no. I, I understand what he's saying. Like, in the stroke while you're riding. Because you could have a stiff fork. I'm sorry, a soft fork. And then have the valving be stiff in the middle and never get past that point. Mm-hmm. So, um, a good rule of thumb is either deflection or head shake. So, off throttle. Here's what I've experienced. This is my, this is my theory. Off throttle, if you're coming into a corner and you chop the throttle and you and it gets a little bit low and you get a little bit of head shake, to me that's too soft. Um, now, if you do that and you're off throttle and it deflects, like you know what deflection is compared to head shake, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if you deflect, I feel like you're too stiff. So that is for me as I what I tell like beginner novice guys that are trying to test. Um, that don't know much about their suspension is that's a good rule of thumb to think about when you evaluate your stuff. Is it deflection or is it a little bit of a wiggle head shake? So usually that stuff will come from off throttle situations. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. And, and that and what you're talking about that head shake when you're off throttle is because the the it's just letting it settle in too far in the stroke correct and, and, and then it's diving the and then it, yeah it puts too much weight in the front it's end busy. then you get a wiggle or twitchy or busy okay KYB stuff I put on my uh, blue crew it's mm-hmm. pillows phenomenal like pillows yeah uh, X brand goggle tear offs let's do this X brand goggles it's the X brand tear off segment fifteen wow. second rapid fire Q and A rapid fire X brand goggles guess who won the GNCC Yesterday. Uh, Strang. No. Oh. Grant Baylor. Grant Baylor. Ex-brand uh, The athlete. other Baylor. The other Baylor. I talked to Stu. He's a cool dude. Yeah. So I guess five five winners and five yeah. races for the GNCC guys, right? That's awesome. Uh, so X-brand goggles, choice of GNCC winner, Grant Baylor. Mm-hmm. And Strang. Mm-hmm. And Craig DeLong. What does Strang get? He He's won before. You don't know what oh, he got, though. I think he got six or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, EKSBrand.com, Pulp Show 20 is, 23 is the code to save with X-Brand. The Lucid Goggle, simply phenomenal. And if you look at the Lucid Goggle and you see the qualities and the features and benefits of it, and then just look at Hunter Lawrence's Alpine Star Goggle, and then look at the Factory Ride Goggle from FXR Guys, mm. you'll notice a lot of similarities there. These companies are seeing how great the Lucid is. Really? And they're just on board with X-Brand. Wow. Wow. EKSBrand.com. 
I don't think people like me saying that, but I just do it anyways. Uh, Pulp Show 23 is a code to save with X Brandy's question submitted by Corey Moser. <laughs> like your thought process. What? I don't think people like me saying that, but fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway. Fuck it, right? Yeah. Like what, what, what are they going to do? Cancel the Pulp Show? I don't know. Right. Uh, all right. Corey Moser? I don't know. Don't know him. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds. Mosier. Mosier. 30 seconds on the clock. Mosier Valley. 45 seconds. Whatever Mosier it takes. Valley. That was a good try. Let's make, let's make this quick, boys. All right, Marks. Uh, Steve. Yep. Yeah, we'll be quick. Uh, well, what do I say? I had every intention of doing the X brands, consulted my buddies for ideas, had some rough draft questions. But when Randy walked in that door today and we made eye contact, <laughs> eye contact, I asked, are we doing this? I support and stand with Randy, and this week it just didn't happen. But we'll come back even stronger. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mean, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. my yeah. God. Yeah. Woo. That's that the is good. Go tear off, everybody. Tear off, Talon. Yep. Knows the air. And there we go. And play the outro while we're at it. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Sometimes <laughs> shit just doesn't happen. Sometimes things just don't happen. Yeah. And you know what? As men, you just you you, you move along. and you move along. We're not going to talk shit on you, it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. You don't, We're not going to yeah. beat a dead horse. My ass. No. You we don't do any do of that. that. You We're just, just going to go, man. That would have been good, but hey, you know what? Life goes on. Yep. yep. Yep, we just move on and, and you turn Rip the page. Rip a tear off and just keep going. And you, you look at another man in the eye and you move on. Mm -hmm. And you just acknowledge that maybe there were mistakes made along yep. the way. You're but fucking just kidding me. Look at him straight in the eye and say, but, we can't trust each other. But then, then move on. what you do is you just try to build as a human being. You just try to build. Yep. You know? Last time I'll do this goddamn show. Uh, so. <laughs> so good. Next we just Thanks for joining us. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for coming out. Uh, Randy Richardson in from Michelin. Chris Kiefer brought to you by the folks at OGO. Love the OGO guys, whether it is the uh, 9800, which, I mean, a couple days on the road, pack one up. Can we go up 100 more? Are we going to be able to do that? To a 9900, you mean? Mm -hmm. We talked about this last week. I know. Did oh. you bring, uh, what did you bring for Life Swap? Because you were committed to it, so did you bring, really, what did you I brought bring a 9800 and yep. a layover because okay. the layover was empty. Yep. I was going to take that to the ATL. Ah, oh, good, good, good move, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I know if I didn't, go, yeah, yeah. either A, someone would see me, take mm -hmm. a picture, send yep. it to Steve, yeah. and then all hell would break loose. Yeah, so 9800 for the week, mm -hmm. and then uh, the layover just for that travel to Correct. and from. And then when I opened my 9800 when I got here, because I went straight into the bedroom, mm -hmm. opened my 9800, there was a lovely note from my wife yeah. inside of my bag as a surprise. Mm -hmm. Yep. How much she was going to miss me and love me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you think that's when you backed out? And then I said, you know what? I don't know if I can live without her for a week. And I was very disappointed because I was all in. You, you <laughs> and he's like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> he was so stressed about working yeah. the computer. He said he didn't I sleep wasn't stressed night. out. Here's t For the listeners, yeah. I, was, I lost let's hear sleep. Let's, let's hear the truth. I lost sleep the night before. I was, Heather's like, why are you up at 3 in the morning? I'm like, fuck. I want to do a good job. Like, I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to be the guy going, oh, Kiefer's an idiot. The show sucked this week. I didn't want it. I'm not scared. I want to be like, you know what? Kiefer's better. I like Kiefer more. Wow. Okay. That's what I wanted. All right. Because that's your competitiveness, right? Yes. But you're, And so now you're, we'll never know. So you're more of a quitter than a competitor. No. So, well, really? No. no. Okay. No. We didn't start, so you can't quit. You don't start. That's hey, true, man, yeah. you beaten off? So, well... We'll get it. We'll get it when it's time. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. there. Yeah, we'll raise Ryder D. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll raise him when it's time. Yeah, one more. Can we do the laugh one more time, please? Wait. 
Colt Nichols coming up here <laughs> shortly. Uh, Jason Thomas, too, if he's not asleep. We're going to have Jason Thomas on later on. Uh, we'll we saved some time on that. We saved some time on the next Pantera. We, we really did. We uh, really did. Yep. Thank you, the folks at OGO, for bringing uh, Chris Key from the show. The code is Pulpamex to save at OGO Power Sports. Code is Pulpamex at OGO Power Sports website to save. Whether it's the layover, whether it's hydration pack, the 9800, uh, nine, the, the rig bag, whatever it is, OGO makes traveling a little better, a little easier. Uh, the backpacks are fantastic. My backpack's going on like three years, mm-hmm. and it's held up great. My so. OGO backpack is 12 years. Wow. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so, OGO Power Sports, use the code to save with those guys. Thank you to those guys. And the 7 o'clock hour that is ending right away, brought to you by Off-Road Warehouse at ORW, Phil Nicoletti, Enzo Lopes, uh, and more. Uh, using ORW parts uh, for sponsorship for their team. they got stores throughout the West Coast, including Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, uh, Atlanta, Arizona, and more. Uh, code is Pulpamex to stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products. They install everything they sell, from suspension kits, tires and wheels, to steps, bed accessories, and more. Offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track in style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. The code is Pulpamex to save, bringing you uh, the show tonight, the 7 o'clock hour. So thank you to the folks at, at um, Offroad Warehouse. Kind of got dancing for time here because I thought we had X Men Goggle Terrors coming up, but Colt Nichols is co- coming up in eight minutes. Hey, eight do minutes. I have? That's that's nothing because all of Pulp Nation thought we had a live swap going. Okay. So all imagine right. like Fair how enough. you're let down. Let's <laughs> think about Pulp Nation. Let's talk about the showdown this Let's weekend in New York. Who we got? Like obviously, like I said with Jordan, like I feel like the Lawrence brothers. I don't know if either one wins it because mm-hmm. they don't want to do anything dumb. They want to just preserve their big points lead. We know they're the class of the field. We get it. They don't want to race each other, you know, hard or anything. Yeah. So I think we have a surprise winner. RJ, Jordan, maybe Hayden Deegan, right? Couldn't you see like Deegan, couldn't yeah. you see like a kid breaking out at a showdown and yeah. riding with like reckless abandon and then winning the damn thing? So uh I think someone other than the Lawrence brothers win it. I don't know who though. I know that's pretty vague. What do you think, Kiefer? I disagree. Okay. Uh, I'm still going with my theory earlier in the year that Hunter is the best 250 rider in between both coasts, mm-hmm. um, especially between Jet and Hunter, mm-hmm. uh, the rivalry they have, which they kind of downplay a little bit, but I know there's it's there. Uh, technically, I think Hunter's just, I mean, you heard Jordan say it, like he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and when he does, he recovers pretty damn fast. So I think Hunter wins the shootout, wins the title, can both ride, Can both brothers win the title on the same on Saturday night? No, Hunter can though. Hunter can, yeah, Hunter, but Jet can't. Yet. Jet can't. No. Okay. But Hunter can clinch a title. Yep. So I think that happens. I think he wins and he beats his brother and gets his number one. Okay. All right. And uh, Randy, I'm gonna go Deegan. Okay. Deegan's you're you're first, with me. Deegan's, yeah. Deegan's yeah. first win. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because because he'll get a little sketchy, and and in and amongst teammates and or yeah. other racers right. uh and and i think uh, i think that'll happen and then i think he will ghost ride his bike and then you guys will have something to talk about the following week you think sure. he ghost ride it i do i think i think so too yeah i think so like too. like deegan did I, no there's no way he can do it off those big jumps now like the finish line like that's gnarly if he does that watch what's wrong because back then when yeah. when deegan did it it was really small the finish line. I, I think he does it kind of slower, and I think okay. he, I think he kind of yeah and steps off and, at the and, top, and then maybe he yeah. just yeah the bike just goes and falls over. Like okay. not a big like deep. in between. Brian, yeah. Brian's thing was right, and it was more of a yeah like a camel back or like a suede yeah. Yeah. tabletop thing. Yeah, so, I think um, he does. Yep. Okay. So Hayden Deegan, I'm going to pick the field, and you're going to pick a Hunter Lawrence. I'm on Hunter for the, show, yeah. for the showdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. 
uh, how that goes. They're always exciting to watch. They're they're great to watch. Have you thought much about who's better between Jet and Hunter since we've Jet's been talking be- Jet's about? Jet's better. You still think so? Yeah, I think Jet's better. I really do. Hunter's riding great, and uh, you know I'm not taking anything away from him, but uh, yeah, I think Jet's better. Okay. So, um, you know, Randy? any any any, uh, any tip of the scales to Hunter who's been riding East Coast since it's an East event versus Jet who's been riding West? No, because Jet was East before. Yeah. Oh, you mean like Jack Wise ruts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't don't think so. They're both amazing. Well, Jet won his title at New Jersey last year. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, to the uh, race this weekend. As far as 450s, I mean, dude, it's gnarly. Yeah, getting gnarly. Yeah. We were talking about some our review show. Like honestly, it's the 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 chance that Chase Sexton runs off four in a row. It's not that low. No, he could do it. He could just get that confidence, get rolling, figure it out. We've seen him stretch out leads on all of these dudes multiple times, mm-hmm. beat all these guys in heat races in qualifying. Like we said, if he wins four in a row, he probably wins the title, down 17 and everything else that goes on. So, I mean, that's not I, – do I think it's going to happen? No, it's not the odds on favor. It's probably less than a 20% chance even. But the guy could certainly do it. Mm-hmm. Two things. Yeah. He needs a start, top five to do that. Yeah. If Cooper, Tomac – uh, you know, hell, even Barsha or Roxon, those guys get good starts, and Chase is back mm-hmm. out of the top 10, and we're in Jersey. So for me, two things here. The start will have to be good for Chase to win, and then now we're in softer, chewy conditions, so the whoops are going to break down, so that plays favor to Coop. Mm-hmm. He's going to be jumping through them. So the the amount of time he's going to be able to make up, I think, is not as much as he could if it was a different track. Yeah. So this what makes it really interesting for me is like... You're thinking it's a coupe track. I think it's a coupe right. type of track. We talk about his mental toughness. We didn't really talk about it to him today mm-hmm. on the show, but... We all know it. You know. I mean, yeah. dude, Tomac is in your ass for 15 minutes and you're just hanging tough. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't give a crap if it's 23, 1, 94. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares? Yeah. So... Um, Yeah, it's interesting to see. um, This is going to be more of a coupe track for sure. Um, But then we got the 51 and Roxon and all of that. It's not like number one sucks in soft conditions. No, 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 no. (laughs) But you got to think if you're Webb and you're six down now, and yes, he's good at Denver and Salt Lake, but those favor Eli without a doubt. Elevation and hard pack and all of that. You know, we just saw a hard pack track at Glendale. Coop wasn't very good at it. He's got to get this thing down in the next two weeks to, to have a fighting chance, right? But we also so, know things have changed since Arizona for his, right. his bike. Right. So he could be better on hard um, Also, too, uh, bummer for Nate Thrasher. I meant to mention that earlier. Uh, put his hip out, and it sounds like he's going to be out for a long time. And he'd reached a new level, right? Um, so, yeah, bummer for Nate Thrasher. Did Funny. you get that text? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know anything about it, though. i got to verify that. Okay. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Funny, we had two hips go out, like Craig in Glendale, and then and then uh, Thrasher two weeks in a row, right? So <sighs> Christian's going to be out for a while. They said it. They found some bone fragments in there too. In like, Thrasher, yeah. Gosh, yeah. dang man. I'm going to um, I'm going to ask Christian to come out here to do a show. That'd be good. Yeah, I think he'd do it. He'd be really good at talking about technique and what these guys are about, you know, and well, what I they're figure thinking. Also, too, maybe I'll take him out riding a little bit. He can help me. Yeah. Coach me a little bit. Where Western? Yeah, Western. Okay. Which, by the way, I went out there two weeks ago. It was fucking awesome. All right. No Mesquite? Not going to go to Mesquite? I'll go to Mesquite. Okay. Bring it. How was their race? How was their their Verb World Mini? We didn't go, but... No, but how'd you hear about it? Yeah, I heard it was really good. Uh, Did you bring my FMF exhaust this week? 
Did you bring it? Oh, I forgot. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Right on. Great. Thanks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sucks when you have fault. someone you can't depend on, isn't it? Absolutely, Randy. Hurts the heart, doesn't it? It's terrible. At least I got it for you. Huh. Do you actually have it? Oh, my. Are you seriously yeah. saying that? Yeah, I'm serious. Wow. Why didn't you just give it to me Thursday? Because, yeah. oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I, w- this guy would kill me if we're in a war. I swear to God yeah. he would. Yeah. I told you. We just talked about it. I said, do you want to bring it? Is it a, is it a slip-on? No, it's a full system. Oh, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to do that. We're not going to do that as a track. So I didn't bring it. All right. Wyatt's got a question about exhaust. Wyatt, what's up? What's your question for Chris Kiefer? Hey, so I got a 2019 YZ250F. I was just wondering what the best exhaust was power-wise for racing like off-road, cross-country, hair scramble kind of So are you looking for a smoother road? What do you want out of your engine character? So that kind of helps me tell you where to go. Kind of more of like a smoother power, like, but still controllable. Yep. Or like, it's not super like when you're coming over like to like a log or something out of a corner where it's like, oh god, I gotta go now. Hmm. So. so for me, like, so here's here's the thing: the YZ, the stock YZ250F muffler is atrocious. It's loud. It's obnoxious. It it sounds like dog shit. So yeah. you're going to put on a muffler that's going to sound better, but you're not going to get as much bottom end with any muffler out there. There is no muffler that's going to have as much bottom end, aftermarket muffler, as much as stock. So if you're looking for a smoother power, which is good, uh, FMF is really good in that area. It sounds good. I would leave the insert in, even though it might have a spark arrestor. If you don't want the spark arrestor, cut the screen off, insert the insert back in. And that gives you some back pressure, which helps keep some of that bottom end. But overall, that'll give you more of a linear bottom end pull, more mid-range, and a little bit more top end than stock. It's very hard for these aftermarket muffler companies to make a better muffler than stock now just because of the sound regulations. So um, for a, especially for a 250F, man, it is tough to find a muffler like, wow, this thing is so much better than my stock one because... You know, power is king in the 250F world, so it's hard to build a muffler when you have a lot of sound constraints. So um, luckily for you, you want something more linear, and FMF does have that. Uh, also, a little bit more of expensive of a muffler, a little bit better built, in my opinion, is a Kropovich. Uh, Kropovich okay. is uh, a little bit better in that direction, so those are my two picks. Cool, man. Thanks for the call. Okay. Thanks, Wyatt. Perfect. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, speaking of factory, Wyatt's background information. Turn your back. Okay. Turn your radio down, people, right. when you call in. Uh, Rental. Rental.com. Uh, whether it's Fat Bar, whether it's 7 8 Bar, Twin Wall Bar, uh, whatever it is, uh, Rental has you covered. And, of course, Red Bull KTM guys, Monster Energy Kawasaki, and Factory Honda, all using Rental. More titles than all the other brands combined. And uh, they got a real cool thing going on this weekend as well, coming oh, to New yeah. Jersey. So oh, yeah, stay tuned for Rental uh, social media and, and pulp social media and stuff to find out more about that. To speak about uh, Atlanta and more, factory Honda rider Colt Nichols. What's up, Colt? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, we haven't touched base this year at all, but uh, you made a mention on social about Atlanta and said you were kind of drained and didn't have uh, not much left. I, I want to blame Will Hahn, but I'm guessing it wasn't Wilbur's fault. Um, what, what Were you just doing some motocross testing, or what were you doing? Oh, I mean, it's always Wilbur's fault, you know. Okay, um, fair enough. It's, it's got to be his fault, you know. But, uh, no, it, it was weird, dude. I, I came down with quite a sickness on Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, All right. And to to this day, I, I don't know. I have no idea what, what happened. Um, Friday, I felt fine. I, I didn't sleep very good Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I woke up, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty damn tired. But 
uh, it was just weird, dude. It, it kind of hit me out of nowhere, and um, I didn't oh. think I was going to race the main. I, <clears throat> I got done with the heat race, and I, it felt like I just did like a like a 30-minute moto at Paula. Like, I, I was so <laughs> hot, and, like, I felt like I couldn't catch my breath. Like, I was yeah. felt like I was hyperventilating. I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I've never had that feeling before. Um, like, the last lap of the, of the heat race, I literally thought I was going to die for some reason. So, it was wow. just, it was really, really weird, okay. and I couldn't eat anything. I had quite the stomach issue. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it just sounds really horrible, but I just straight up just had, had nothing to give in that main event. I, I wanted to do stuff, but... Yep. Man, I was having a hard time getting out of the well, battle and standing up and, and doing all that. I was I was quite drained. So, but, dude, to uh, get to get a top ten yeah. is that's probably not too bad, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not too bad. I was just disappointed because that that track and the way that dirt was with you know some of the ruts and it being a little more technical, I felt like that kind of went right into my wheelhouse and mm-hmm. I, I didn't really get to to ride it to my potential. So I was a little bummed uh, right. on that, honestly. But uh, it happens, man. It, it's racing. Yep. You got to show up and, and and go to work and. I feel a lot better today. Uh, Sunday was still a little rough. Uh, I made a lot of progress today, and then uh, we'll be good to go for the weekend, though. So it's good. I, th- I sense food poisoning, some sort of light touch of food poisoning. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, I I kind of thought that too, because I'm just like mm-hmm. I have no idea what else this could be. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was really weird. I haven't really ever experienced that before, so it was it was uh, quite disappointing. But it happens, man. It yeah. happens to all of us. You know what's an overlooked part of traveling for racers, and and you know I know this from just traveling. traveling. Well, <laughs> no, like sleep, sleep in hotels, sleep in weird beds. I have yeah. had some, I mean, I'm, I'm on West Coast time and I'm always traveling and I've had some horrible nights of sleeping, just couldn't sleep, pillows, mattress, whatever. I didn't have to go race a friggin' main event, right? I just had to go watch and talk right. shit on riders in the press box. It's pretty easy. Yep. Um, but Colt, like, yeah, like getting sleep and making sure it's quality. I don't know if you take, you know, uh, melatonin or like... It's important for you guys because I've been there where I haven't got much sleep. I'm sure we all have, but you're racing. So, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes a big difference. I used to be on the melatonin train. You know, and I would take it going from uh, west to east coast and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And um, <clears throat> I haven't really had to do it much. You know, the past probably, I don't know, I guess I'd say two years. I didn't really use it at all in 21. Mm-hmm. I felt like I needed it in 19. Um, but this year, I haven't really felt like I needed it. I've been sleeping fine. I've been really healthy and I uh, haven't really had, had many issues, um, you know, aside from <clears throat> the obvious hit in my head at Daytona that right. had that little growing industry right after uh, in, injury right after A1. But um, overall, I mean, I've been healthy, like no sickness, yeah. no nothing crazy. I mean, everything's been going on par. So it was just weird, man. It was uh, it was a really <laughs> made for a difficult Saturday, that's for sure. But like I said, it, it and happens. It was, and, and it was hot, right? It was 80 degrees, so that didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that definitely didn't help. But, uh, man, it, it's just weird, too, racing day races. I feel like I'm at the Oklahoma City State Fair race that we used to do <laughs> on 60s. It's just weird. It's just a weird vibe for the day races, that's for sure. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for <clears throat> Honda's Colt Nichols. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Renthal, the undisputed global leader leader in manufacturing design since 1969 uh so please give us a call if you want to talk to colt yeah colt a little bit of, a little bit of um, a start and stop season with you started strong got a groin injury yep. i talked to you early on you're like dude i haven't ridden much during the weeks and then uh and then you go and hit your head and that's another stopping point like yeah kind of hard to get on a roll here for you right to get solid weeks in yeah it's just it's been weird man it's uh yeah, it, it was just weird. You know, we, we left A1 being, I, I guess, surprised, I guess you could say. Um, you know, and, and I, I've told people, too, I mean, even after A1, I was like, it's going to get a lot harder before it gets any easier. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there, uh, guys, you know, guys crash and things yeah. happen, and A1 seems to always be chaotic. But 
Uh, I did. I felt like I rode strong. I, I did exactly what I wanted to do at that race, um, which was go out there and just ride my own race, get a good start, and then just kind of see where I'm at. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I did. And um, literally after that, the train kind of came off the tracks, and I <clears throat> I don't really know how I su- survived a few of those races. I was struggling pretty hard to you know kind of pick my leg up in the turns and uh, just make it through the nights. You know those those next few rounds and. I just didn't want to miss races. You know, I, I knew I yeah. wasn't at my best and I, I wasn't able to perform the way I wanted to, but I mean, dude, I've been out for a year. I, I don't want to just be sitting on the couch and mm-hmm. I, if I can muscle through it, I feel like that's better experience and you know, something I can carry over for, for the remaining rounds and stuff. So that's what we did. And just as I felt like we were kind of starting to feel it a little bit more, like I, I had some, you know, decent speed and at a few of the races, you know, even uh, Houston before I crashed and uh, a few little things that where I felt like we were kind of getting it on track, but mm-hmm. Um, we were struggling too to kind of figure out what direction we wanted to go with the bike and how we wanted to do that. And we were showing up on a on a new setup pretty much every single weekend, a uh, new fork or a new shock. And I wasn't riding during the week, so we were coming in kind of blind and just throwing it at the board and hoping it stuck. So um, that's just part of it, though. You know, this 450 class is really hard, and um, getting that bike set up is is pretty damn crucial. So yeah, uh, we, we were trying everything we could, you know, to to get myself a little more comfortable and get me with a little bit more speed and uh, in a spot where. Um, they wanted me to, you know, where we had the bike out of a one, they were trying to, you know, I don't want to say push me to go a little different direction, but just like, Hey man, we don't know if, you know, that's going to work. It yeah, kind of yeah. seems like bandaid, <laughs> bandaid type fixes that we're doing here. So, um, so we went a lot deeper into the testing and it definitely got a lot better. I mean, we're finally at a point now where I feel like we've made a lot of progress on the bike and I'm finally a little more comfortable and it's, it's all just a time thing. And, uh, unfortunately, that hasn't really been on my side since I since I got on the bike. Um, right. And that's that's just the way it is, though. We've been we've been running with it and seeing what we can do, and I hope we can have a little more speed these these last remaining rounds and show up and actually ride to my potential. I'd be happy. Is it tough? <laughs> because look, you're a champion. You got an ego like everybody else, and you, you, you Chase is. We all know what Chase can done and what he is done and 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 what Doing. he can do if he doesn't stays up. And then you got the Lawrence brothers, and they're dominating. And you're like, hey man, like. I, I I gotta crush it too. I gotta do well. I I wanna you know, we know you're a supercross only deal. Like is some of that been hard on you at all? I don't I don't know. Like you you're a pretty mellow guy, you got a nice personality, you're not like some sort of dick or nothing, but like what's that like? Is that is that hard on you? Yeah, I mean it it plays a toll, I, I think, at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I mean dude, I'm 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 man enough to admit that, you know, I'm struggle sometimes with some things. I mean, how could you not? You know, I, I have a guy that's literally been the fastest qualifier for like feels like eight years straight but every single round this <laughs> right. this you know this year and i mean do just an insane amount of speed and the same with the lawrence brothers i mean they win everything and you know chase has been in a position to win a lot of races and he still won you know a good amount of races this year so mm-hmm. it, it is weird um you know at star I, I felt like i'd finally earned that title of being kind of a top dog on the team and mm-hmm. you know you have that sort of i'm the guy that's supposed to go win kind of feel to it and now I'm nowhere near at that point, you know, with this team. So, mm-hmm. um, in, in a sense, yes, like it, it weighs on you a little bit just because I, I want to go perform and I, I yeah. want to show these guys that I deserve to, to be here kind of regardless of the scenario. But, uh, at the same time, it's, um, it is tough just because I, I know that it's, uh, not really honestly even in my hands as far as where this goes and, and how long it's going to be for. So, mm-hmm. um, so it is kind of a weird spot, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm just, pumped to be here to be honest i mean from the get-go everyone has just been so cool on the team and they've had such a good attitude and um dude my mechanic jordan is is such a good dude and everyone's just been really really helpful honestly like they they want to see me ride to my potential and lars from the get-go is like man we know that you can ride really 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 well i mean 
he went head to head with Jet and um, you know in 21 and you know they were able to see me kind of race through that and they've just been pumped yeah. on on everything and uh, really helpful so it's made that transition a little bit easier for me where normally they could have kind of turned their shoulder a little bit towards me and just been like fuck you know, yeah I've been like, struggling you know yeah, but yeah, just been like oh uh, well he's a write-off let's work on the guys that are winning you know or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah but dude i i really honestly can't say they've done that i mean we've we've kind of came back every single time if i'm like struggling or whatever we struggle on the weekends they're like hey dude let's figure it out you know let's go right. during the week let's try a few new things and luckily they've just been really open to my ideas as well you know because i'm coming from a yamaha on a, a mm-hmm. different bike and um, it, it's been helpful. I, I think all the way around for, I'm hoping everybody. Um, but for me, just trying to get that comfort there has been a really, really big deal, uh, that we've been battling for a long time. So, uh, but they've been awesome. I mean, not, nothing short of awesome, honestly. Uh, well, I feel like Lars is one of the best team managers out there. Um, that's my opinion. We had him on the show before and he's talked really highly of you, uh, since Kenny mm-hmm. left because he says you've actually helped chase and their direction a lot more when you guys are doing testing because you and chase are are similar in a lot of ways for setting. So uh, you coming onto this team and being a part of that testing, you know, whole progress and, and the whole thing, how it lays out, right? There's a lot of steps within these tests that I know what mm-hmm. goes on. And uh, from the outside looking in, it may like, oh, you're just showing up racing and riding your dirt bike. But have you enjoyed, you know, that process of testing and, and learning the bike? And even though maybe the bike is not where you want it to be, but have you learned through that process? Oh, huge, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I wouldn't even necessarily say it, it's not where I want it to be. It's just, dude, the, the Honda characteristic, like everybody that's successful on the, on the Honda and that has been in this Honda family, like even Trey, you know, he's a test rider for, for Honda. He's rode Hondas pretty much his whole career. So, I mean, everyone that's, that's been on this bike has just been on it for a long time. Lawrence Brothers, Sexton, I mean, these dudes have been on, on a red bike for a long time, and you kind of <clears throat> adapt and get used to the bike setup and, you know, how this thing feels chassis wise. I mean, they still have the same characteristics year to year. So for me, you know, I, I had that with the Yamaha, you know, I've been there for eight years, you know, whatever it was, six, seven, eight years. And uh, so coming onto this, the characteristic is kind of just polar opposite, you know? So um, it, it's literally like almost feels like reinventing the wheel. And in a lot of ways, when I first got on, it, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to change like the way I ride, the way I do this, the way I do that. And, as we started going, I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> I can't just change the way I'm riding anymore. You know, like I, I can't really do that, you know? So it's more or less just trying to be like, okay, I, I can't change myself. I need to try to get this thing to suit me. Um, and however I need to go about doing that is the way we need to do it. But dude, it's, it's been so much fun. Like just learning bikes and how these teams work and just how much stuff you can do and the direction you can go. And I mean, you can kind of go down a rabbit hole sometimes for sure and get a little lost. So, um, it's been good for us. Dude. We, we've retested things a few times now, uh, revisited things that we tried earlier that I was like, okay, this, this didn't work, but we weren't quite up to speed yet either, you know, so it might work now. So it's just, uh, it's been a blast, honestly. And like I said, they've been pretty awesome to work with. Um, I, I knew Shane Drew a little bit from the Yamaha days. Uh, so he's, he's been a, had a big role in this and, you know, even, uh, Hutch on the 250 side, I've known him for a really long time being bolus mechanic and, uh, like that, just really, really good group of dudes. So it, it's made the whole process actually really fun. When normally testing can be, you know, almost right. a drag sometimes, it's yeah. honestly, it's been awesome for me, learning learning a lot for sure. So we, we learned that you're an ass in low kind of guy. You like <clears throat> you liked your bike coming into the Honda world. You liked your ass in low coming from the Yamaha. And then now you yeah. have a bike that is front biased. And yeah. so I'm sure that was something to get used to. So what is 
for the people out there, because we're all geeks about bikes, so what is the main difference coming? And you rode the 450 Yamaha as well. What's the big difference yeah. just coming from your factory Honda to that star Yamaha? Uh, I mean, it, it's so hard to say with this new Yamaha. Obviously, haven't rode this one. Um, but the old one, I did a lot of that base testing for Star when they took that team over from, from factory Yamaha. And um, they their process when they did it was, okay, let's build this bike as fast as we can possibly build it. But make sure it's, like, usable power. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, let's make the bike as fast as we can do it. Let's tame it back from there. Then let's make it as light as we can possibly do it. So then we can actually have somewhat of a comparison to the 250. So that's what they did. Hmm. And it worked phenomenal. I mean, it's just the way that they did that and that process of elimination. And it was cool for me to be a part of it, Um, you know, trying stuff on that 450 before it ever went to the actual guys who were going to race that the next year was was a cool thing for me because, like I said, I learned a lot. Mm So going into this thing, it was uh, just the way the power is 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 completely different. And then chassis-wise, like that Yamaha, with the way the engine is and then the way that bike is set up, it's very stable. Um, front to back, it doesn't have a whole lot of that weight transfer feel, you know, like getting on the brake, it doesn't slam forward getting on the gas, doesn't yank everything back into the shock and make the front end feel super light. It, to me, just is a stable, uh, stable bike. Um, and coming to the Honda, like it just has a lot of front end traction mm-hmm. and I felt like not near enough rear end traction. So, you know, you get on the brakes really hard, especially with the way they had these, this bike set up, it was, it would kind of dive on you in the front. And then you would go a little bit past quarter throttle and go to half, and then we would start to light the rear wheel up, and we couldn't get enough traction to actually meet the throttle. So it was like it had so much power, but it wasn't usable power because we were sitting there spinning. You know, we weren't actually getting traction to the to the dirt and moving and going forward with it. So that's still kind of the battle that that we're facing a little bit. Where sometimes I, I don't know if it's as much chassis or you know, fork and shock combo, it's it's maybe a little bit more the way the power delivery is on this thing because mm-hmm. the bike is so rideable and it's so good, but sometimes it just lights up too quick. Like the power curve is just a little too steep. So um, that's the battle we've been kind of going with, uh, trying to get a little bit more of a, of a stable chassis, raking the front end out just a little bit, going progressively stiffer on the forks. And, you know, you still have to have the ass end a little high on this thing for it to do some of the things that it likes to do and what makes the Honda great. Uh, you, you can't really sink it too low in the rear like like I had when we first started. But um, like I said, it's a, it's a really, really good bike. It's just right now we're in that, that zone of trying to find that perfect happy medium. On the power to also the chassis being stiff but not too stiff to where it's not rideable. Right. And then the rear not too high to where I feel like it's just kind of smacking in the ass a little bit. So um, we're I feel like we're, we're in a really good zone right now, though. We, we've done a lot of work to try and get that thing a little bit more rideable. Uh, we've kind of had to, I don't want to say detune it a little bit, but in a way we have. So, um, but like I said, just just polar opposites, mm-hmm. man. It's just been it's a different different ball game, especially when you go to the 450. When that thing starts to kick in the whoops, it really goes. You know, it's not like a 250 where it just kind of lines itself back out a little bit easier. So, uh, it's definitely just a different ball game. And I know bike setup has been way more crucial than I ever really anticipated on the on the 450. Yeah, sure. horsepower, torque, all of that. Kiefer, is that what yeah. you experienced a little bit with that bike on a production wise? Yeah, for me, it just. It, and this is production, obviously, these guys are running yeah. something way different. But for me, just always underneath my ass where I sit, just always felt stiff. Yeah. Like, And I yeah. lost traction yeah. because of that. So if I was coming out of a corner, it would move side to side on me a little bit quicker than other bikes just because it kind of, mm. it would deflect a little bit. And then the on the production world, the power is pretty smooth, um, especially yeah. the work, Works Edition. But just from the, the that pivot, swing arm pivot back, it just feels firm. Mm-hmm. And I just have yeah. a little bit of lack yeah. of traction. 
So yeah, it's it's weird. It's like a lack of traction, but it's it, it's just a weird thing. Like I said, I, I from day one when I rode the bike, even on outdoors, and we moved to Supercross, it was the same comment. Like, dude, this bike has way too much front end traction and and not enough rear end traction. So we've been trying to kind of shift it back a little bit, but. Like I said, it's, it's just weird. Every new bike that I've ridden, even when I was riding that new KTM um, down at 83 Compound when I was going to ride for that team, and it's just weird. It seems like every production bike now, the, the wheel feels like it's right underneath you. Yeah. It's not yeah. really raked out that far. You kind of have this really over-the-top-of-the-wheel kind of feel, and um, it's just I don't know why the manufacturers are kind of going more that direction, but well, um, it definitely makes it, makes it feel a little well, weird. Well, Yamaha, sure. Yamaha's done that in 23. I don't know if you heard, but it's exactly what they did to that changes to that bike. Well, it's funny. When I ride yeah. all these bikes back-to-back and you get on a Honda, yep. Yep. you really feel like, holy shit, that More, front tire's yeah. underneath you, right? right? right. But I, they do that for the consumer, these average guys that want to go ride on the weekends. That thing turns like a son of a bitch, right? So these oh, guys yeah, feel yeah. like heroes. So, so. Someone else asked oh, me yeah. Someone asked me about the new Yamaha and the changes they made, and I was like, look, man, I really think they did this for Supercross. I think they did this for the Supercross. Eli Tomac and... There's for sure less you know stability I mean? with the new bike. Right. Yes. And, and and Honda, like, for since 09, Honda's been raking smaller, thinner, shorter. Their motto was razor-sharp cornering. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if dudes like me, that's always great, but it's great for Colt Nichols and Supercross racers, right? But. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's weird. You know, it's just weird the way they do that sometimes. But, uh, like I said, it's just, it's crazy how much you can do to these things. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's mind blowing, honestly. But whenever you come to a team, it's crazy too, because there's a baseline already, you know, that they mm. already have laid out like, Hey, this is our engine package. This is what we think is good. This is some ballpark suspension. Yeah. Ride this thing, see what you think. But whenever you're struggling a little bit and you don't know which direction to go, I mean, dude, you try to start from square one, it's like, well, where is square one? Like, we, don't, we don't know. You know? So right. it's just crazy. I mean, it's just insane how much you can do and where you can move all the stuff. And yeah. uh, like I said, it's just, it's been a fun experience. And this team has been so patient and just, just honestly, just uber cool with, with everything that I've been doing. And I feel like they could have easily been frustrated and been like, ah, this kid, but um, mm. dude, they, they've been awesome. So I've been it, pumped. Is it me, Steve, or like over the years, Honda's, kind of loosened up a little bit like it's Absolutely. not as rigid yeah. as it yeah. used to be no 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 yeah way cooler team no, than yeah they used to be. yeah yeah yep. absolutely not not even close i don't know if that's why um but you know just hearing things in the past and you know obviously i'd be around trey all the time and mm-hmm. you know i would try and just be anywhere he was um and it just seems like a completely different vibe you know that that the team has now i mean obviously the riders and you know the, the crew is is different than when Trey was there and all this kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, dude, it is such a fun environment. And yeah. Lars is, is such an easygoing guy. And uh, everyone is just, I mean, they're just cool as hell. I mean, it's, it's just a fun team to be around. So, uh, I, I've, like I said, I've been, I've been really pumped. And they, they're doing their homework and making mm-hmm. sure I'm as comfy as I can be. So I'm happy with that. Are you running the, uh, the front ends that chases the braced frame, all the added bracing? Did you try that? Do you, are you running that? Uh, we tested all that pretty early. Okay. Um, I, I liked it at first, yeah. and then we, we went back away from it. Um, so I, all that stuff is, is I don't know, man. It, it's tough when it comes to bracing and trying to do all that stuff. Sometimes I feel like it's a little Band-Aid-ish. But mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, if it, if it works in certain areas, and you know, a lot of guys like that feel, if it, it needs to be a little more rigid, then that's a good thing. Um, I don't want it to be more rigid. I just want it more hold up in certain yeah. spots. So, um, it, so that's what we were battling at first. So. It's crazy to me because I've tested with riders that we haven't told them what we changed, and we changed yep. motor mounts, you know, mm-hmm. five millimeters or different material of aluminum or you know all that stuff, Kiefer, that you've done and Colt, you've done, and then they've come yep. back and they've told us that given us the same feedback on what this small change made, and you go, holy shit, 
and you like the littlest changes make the biggest differences for yeah. guys like you, Colt. And then I look at that bracing on Sexton's frame, and I'm like, sweet Jesus, that's what that <laughs> must be like compared to stock. I mean, again, this is factory riders that can tell the difference between two millimeters thinner mm-hmm. motor mount. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, honestly, it's it's, right. it's insane. I mean, I, I don't even believe, like, some of the stuff, really, that yeah. it does that because I'm like, I, they'll make a change and they'll tell me what it is afterwards, right? Yeah. You know, they yeah. always want to do it blind. So they're right. like, okay, this kid really know what he's talking about. So they do it blind, and I'm like, okay, this is the feedback I can give you. This is the way the bike's felt with whatever it is that you guys just did. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me, I don't know if I've just gotten lucky a few times, but um, the, the feedback has always been what they've been wanting. So that's been a real positive for sure. me, for, for the team at least, you know? Um, but dude, some of the stuff, like after they tell me what it was, I'm just like, you're shitting me. Like, it's gotta be like a million (laughs) other things than that, you know, like it's just crazy. You know, that, that small change can make that big of a difference, but that's just the way it is now. We spent a day testing the bumper shock bumpers Mm -hmm. on a shock shaft, the little foam. We spent a day (laughs) testing these things. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? I know it really did, you know? And you're just like, wow. So. Yeah, it's crazy because you can go one millimeter, two millimeters, just like Colt said, and you don't know, and that's what normal production testing is like. It's blind. Yeah, you give them the feedback, yeah. and then you they download the info for you, and it's like, oh, we did two cc's of oil. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You're like, holy <laughs> no shit! No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's wild, but it's been cool, man. It's been yeah. a fun experience. I, I wish I could. Uh, Put it together a little better on the weekend and make the bike, the 45, look a little better. But uh, that's right. We will. We, we got a few yeah, more got, rounds. I don't know, man. It looks pretty good, I feel like. you're getting. I feel like your starts are pretty good. Like, you get good starts. You're in the mix, yeah. at least. Yeah. You know? And your your technique is good. You look good on the bike. You always seem to find Dino, though. You guys are oh, always God, together. Dude. Oh, my God. You and Dino. I, I don't know how in the hell that happens. But, dude, it seems like there for a while, every weekend, I was like, I just don't want to be around Dino <laughs> <laughs> at all costs. I don't know why we find each other dude. every time. But. It, it was crazy, and even obviously same thing this weekend. Yeah. But I, I kind of know where I'm, where I want to be at, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm trying to keep my goals realistic, and I, I know where that is at the moment. And I have some things I want to do before the season ends, and I really hope we can do that. We had to kind of reassess our goals once I, once I got hurt at Daytona. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to change it up a little bit, but. Uh, I have some goals, and I know kind of where I want to be at, and I'm not naive. You know, I'm not like, hey, I want to be up there battling the coop right now. Like, <laughs> that's not really where we need to be. It's baby steps, um, you know, one weekend at a time, and get a little better each time. I'll, I'll be happy with it. So um, we will. All right, we got a phone call for you for Colt Nichols here, brought to you by the folks at Renthal. It's Josh on three. Josh, what's up, man? What's your question for Colt Nichols? Hey, Colt. Fast in following you. Been following you for a long time, seeing you on. On Cowies uh, to Yamaha's and, oh, and Cowies, Honda. you go way back. Yeah, jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, just curious. Uh, what what are your goals? Like, what what are your your plans for the next two to three years? What do you want? That's a good question. To be honest with you, um, my goals honestly were were to use this opportunity to just try and do as best as I could and, and try and earn a seat somewhere. Um, you know, getting into this factory mix is is very hard um very limited seats on a four factory 450 there's just not very many there so uh for me this was a big 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 deal getting this opportunity and you know trying to stay here if i can um if i can't no big deal you know i'll do whatever the next best opportunity is but obviously i I love where i'm at and i want to stay and um try and be competitive and you know race to my ability that's that's really all i want to do at the moment my short-term goals are you know try to be in this this 
I don't want to say midfield battle, but a little bit, you know, with these these guys that are on each team. And there's two factory guys on each team, and I'm trying to be right there in the mix, you know, with, with those second guys. It seems like the first guys on each team are battling for race wins, you know. So um, right. I, I kind of know where I want to be at in, in that range. And then for the next two or three years, man, you'll, uh, you'll see me racing Supercross and trying to just get a little better each year. It's, it's really tough when you look at rookies coming into this class, and um, it, it's hard to, to do – great as a rookie um so the next two or three years i expect to you know i, I want to be battling and trying to win races and you know be on the podium or at least a hell of a lot closer than what we are right now so uh one step at a time but yeah next two or three years that's uh that's where i want to be at for sure man it's uh, gonna be a, a tough climb but we'll get there thanks josh thanks for the call man appreciate it thank you uh are we doing world supercross is that is that in stone is that is we stamped? don't know yet we're okay. still trying to figure that okay. out okay uh, we're definitely in talks, um, okay. you know, with, with a few teams right now trying to get it all sorted. Um, it's been a little harder than we expected to get something done, but mm-hmm. uh, we are trying to figure that out. And we had no plans for the summer, so I I want to go race world if I can't go race outdoors. So okay. I just want to race. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that, that's what we want to would do. You, would you – obviously staying Honda outdoors would be awesome. We don't know if that can happen. Probably not. But yep. would you ride for – like a USA team in outdoors over doing a world supercross deal? Like what's the, is it, or is this money? Like how is it, is it, is it boiled down to preference or are you just looking for the best deal on what you want to do, whether USA outdoors or world supercross? Uh, I mean, it, it goes both ways. Uh, honestly, I mean, I'm a traditionalist in a lot of sense. Like I, I like racing supercross and motocross. I mean, that's just what we were yeah. born and bred to do, you know, but at the same time, I mean, world supercross is, Dude, it's it's a damn good opportunity. It's really good money. Um, you know, it's it's six races traveling across the world, and mm-hmm. you know that sounds pretty cool to me. So, right. um, it, it boils down to what what's smart. You know, I'm not going to go out of my truck and you know spend all my own money to race you know motocross when I can go race world and, and make a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. if the opportunity is there and it makes sense, um, you know, I'd love to stay. But uh, at the moment, it doesn't really look like it. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. You know that that probably points us the direction of going world, but uh, you, you never know. I mean, I, things change so quick in this. World. I know. I always worry though. Like I was talking to Chiz or somebody about the world stuff, and I'm like, ah, like being in front of all these managers every week in the outdoors is is worth something, and not disappearing and and putting in good results. You know. But then yeah, on the but, other hand, like yep. yeah, like you said, who wants to do it in a pickup truck with a with a with a bucket? You're trying to wash your bucket. It's but also all your money. think about it. If he kills it. At WSX, mm-hmm. the manager is never going to know about it, right? So that could put him in a good position for I guess, next year. Yeah, you know? I feel like the managers here aren't going to be scouting World <laughs> Supercross. They're 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 balls deep in outdoors every week. I'm not you know? saying they're scouting it, but right. they're going to know the results. Yeah, no, right? that's true. So yeah, uh, yeah. All right, Tanner's yeah, on four. To oh, say. Yeah, uh, Tanner, what's your uh, what's your question for Colt Nichols? Uh, hey, Colt, just wanted to tell you you're doing a really good job for your rookie 450 season, man, so just keep killing it. Um, my question for you was, how do you think your buddy Justin Bogle will do at the Canadian Nationals? Uh, Bogle, Ooh, yeah. yeah. We had Bogle on here a couple of weeks ago. Listen, I'm a little worried because Bogle's he's been riding a 450. Just got a 250, I think, just Oh, recently. did he get one yet? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he got us a 250. So, okay, no, good. he's... Uh, Dude, he's been pumped. I, I'm actually really pumped for Justin too. Um, I, I I feel bad actually because I don't know a whole lot about the 250 series uh, in Canada. Like as far as um, you know, who's in it, what they're doing, you know, who who a lot of these kids are. I was actually mm-hmm. watching some of the arena crosses, and I think some of those, or at least one or two of those kids, race in the Canadian series. So um, I knew a few of them that are going to be racing up there um, for the 250 class. But dude, honestly, if he shows up and uh, is it, just enjoying himself, having a good time, and 
you know, he's getting paid to race a dirt bike. I'm, I'm happy for him. But do I think he should go up there and, and do well? I, I really do. Um, he's, he's a really, really good rider. He's got a lot of talent. He's yeah. working with Will now. And, um, you know, out here in California, I think that's benefiting him a lot. And, you know, being around us and, and riding with a good group of guys has been really, really productive for Justin. He, so, he's, uh, uh, we had him on our show, and I, I just think, look, I don't think he wins the title, but whatever. I think he podiums a lot, and he's always in the mix. And, dude, he's such a cool guy. He's got a great attitude. I think the fans are going to love yeah. him up there. I think he's going to embrace Canadian Moto. He's going to be cool to people. You know, the Canadians have their guard up against big-name Americans coming up there because there have been guys that come up and kind of flopped or kind of been arrogant or kind of looked down on the series or, like, yeah, they didn't want yeah, to be yeah. there, you know? Yeah, and I do yeah. not see Justin doing any of that. I see him being like, yeah, baby, let's go, you know? <laughs> no, Screw I, the that's Canadians. what I mean. He's just been, yeah. he's been so good, and he's had such a, I don't know, better outlook, I, I think, on racing in general and mm. life and yep. just everything, dude. I, I'm pumped for him. I think it'll be a good opportunity. He'll go up there and have some fun. And, um, yeah, wh- whatever the results are, I mean, I told him, I'm like, dude, you can't really look at it like, it's do or die. I mean, you're at a different part in your career now, and yeah. it's more about having fun and enjoying getting paid to race a dirt bike. And yeah. uh, I, I think that's what he's looking at now. But do I think he can go up there and win some race? I definitely do. I mean, the dude's really, really damn good. I mean, yeah. he won a 450 outdoor. He's, uh, right. he's, yeah. he's good. You know, no, tracks don't get that rough either. Like it's not like a gnar- Like there's a couple of sand tracks. Go but, for dunes. Well, go for dunes. Yeah. But yeah. generally yeah. speaking, you know, tracks on the west get. So, anyways, I think it's gonna be great. I can't wait to see him see him go up there. Yeah, so, th- no, I'm excited, man. I'm pumped for him. Thanks, Tanner. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, anything else for Colt Nichols before we let him go? Uh, Colt, what can Steve do on Saturday mornings for his fit check? What does he need to walk into the pits to look a little bit better? Mm-hmm. Hey, honestly, he's been uh, he's been crushing, dude. All the way back to 2019, he came in with the casual cargo man fit. Yep. And, I did. I did. <laughs> you know, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. He's, he's doing his damn thing. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I respect it. So. Right. Right. I think he's. I think he's doing just what he needs to do. And we, I haven't really been as focused on. Uh, I would say a walk-in fit. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to do that when you go out and you get ninth, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> 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 and then I got all these people being like, "Quit worried about what you're wearing." Dude, exactly like, right. Like, I'm like, oh Jesus like, Christ! Like, hey, right, yeah, <laughs> hey, Nichols, why don't you spend more time practicing uh, than worrying about what you're gonna wear? <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, yeah, it's insane. But I know it cracks me up, but at the same time, I'm just like, all right, yeah, no, I, I feel you. I guess. A- AC, I like what Steve wears. Uh, AC quit doing his vlog and everything. Like, not he's back doing it a little bit. But is that because backlash? Yeah, yeah, but yeah he's just like, dude, I ride for two hours a day. Right. You know what I mean? That's two motos, and right. I'm training. And what yeah. do I do with the other eight hours? Like, I'm resting yeah. and I'm doing a like. But these fans are just like. Hey, injury boy, like, you know, why don't you ride some more? Like, what the fuck, man? Jesus. I know, dude. These like, people are ruthless. Honestly. I know. They like, are ruthless. Give these riders a little bit of, you know, like, slack. Like, think about it. There's eight hours in a day in a work day. And if you guys w- ride for four and train for, you know, another two, or you still right. got tons of hours left in your day. So, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's all right to have a little personality. You know, I mean, we, oh, yeah. we all have one. I mean, no. hell, I'd love for, for people to actually see a little bit more of a lot of these guys because, I mean, we're – normal yeah. cool dudes you know yeah. but you don't get to see a whole lot of it i mean a lot of us are a little guarded but with some of that stuff that's for sure can i also say before we let you go and i, I hope a ray's not listening oh, boy. but <laughs> no he's always fucking pumping up o'neill and it's sickening oh, right yeah. how much o'neill or how much a ray pumps him up yeah but colt's <laughs> kit o'neill is underrated o'neill is underrated a lot of people Very. want to make fun of o'neill uh, you know, they have gotten so much better because the Rocco War, then Red Dog. It was the yeah. gear of the old guys. It's it not was, Doug Dubox old stuff, right? Right. Like O'Neill is underrated. The stuff Colt's been wearing, and even that goofball A Ray, it's good looking stuff. Yes, 
It is. Hey, I mean, dude, the fit has been good. It looks good. And honestly, I wish everybody could meet Frank and Mark from O'Neill. They're mm-hmm. just such good. I mean, it would make you want to buy the gear. They're just such <laughs> good dudes that it would make you just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be O'Neill guy for life. Like, yeah. Let's just go ahead and do this. Listen, thing, right? I, so really, I, really good people. I'm Fly and Kiefer's FXR, but I, I got to give it to O'Neill. They don't give me one dollar of advertising. But no, O'Neill and, is good. It's looking good. And I have tested stuff last year. Yeah. I wore it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it it fits so much better than the last time I remember. Like it's, yeah. it's updated fit, yeah, it, yeah. and the hardware pant you, the, that thing yeah, won't rip. Yeah. The it, one thing you cannot. Well, O'Neill's always been durable. indestructible. Yeah, but the one thing. Oh is, no, tough as nails. I'm not with A Ray on the boots. I'm not there on the boots. A Ray, oh, they're way oh, better, dude. I know, I know. They're so much better, he's dude. Trying to compare the boots to yeah. like Tech Tens. I'm like, calm like, down. He's like, settle down, A Ray. <laughs> calm down. Settle down. Uh, did I ever? Frank hates when I tell these stories, but if you've gotten to know Frank, he's a, he's a really good dude. Uh, he threatened to sue me, uh, back in the day. It was great. Oh wow! So wow. he's pretty gnarly, right? Like if you get him in a business atmosphere, he's pretty. I've gnarly. heard a lot of stories. And, but he's an awesome dude. He's yeah. really nice. So 1999, I'm working for Red Dog, right? We're running Exonic bars. It's a, like O'Neill Exonic, like their yep. hard part line. Yep. And they're not working great. They're not. If you put them in the mounts, they're oversized like a twin wall. But you, you put them in the mounts, you could see they weren't they weren't totally round. They were a little oval, right? You could see oh, okay. daylight on the bottom. Oh boy. And. It's whatever, production issues, whatever. So Timmy crashed uh, Tampa 99. Bars went forward, even though they were tight. Bars moved, and that's it. Like, we tossed them because we were, they gave us yeah. money, though. Right. But we bought Renthals yeah. with an Azonic pad. Oh, boy. And we're like, cool. We got Renthals yeah. with an Azonic pad and whatever, and we went on our merry lives. Well, <laughs> someone from Renthal took a photo of our bar because mm-hmm. the Renthals, they look different than Azonic, right? And they yep. sent it to every dealer in America on a fax. Facts. This is fax days. Look at even the competition runs our bars. You know, blah 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 blah. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm a greaseball mechanic <laughs> driving a box fan, making four hundred dollars a week working for Red Dog. Getting told what to do. Yeah. Frank. My cell phone rings. It's Frank. I've never met the man. I don't know who this is. He's like, this is Frank from O'Neill, and I'm like, hi. And he's like, he's like, so what's going on with the handlebars? And I'm like, yeah, man. Like they just don't fit. Like I don't know. Like. We, 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 and he's just like, listen, I'm suing you. I'm suing Timmy. I'm suing you. We gave you guys money. You're not running the product. And dude, like he was gnarly on the phone. Yeah. And I'm like scared shitless. I'm just, I mean, first of all, I don't have a hundred dollars to my name. So what's he suing me for? Like, I, I, but at the time, Frank is yelling at me. And I'm scared to death. I'm like, Timmy, the guy from O'Neill just called. We better lawyer up. We better lawyer up. Like, hey, so he's so lawyer up. the man and his business and his money. Dude. It's just a no-no. No. So, no-no. like, I got to know him later on. And Timmy wore O'Neill for yeah. years. And, and I told yeah. Frank the story. And he doesn't remember it. He says he doesn't remember it. But to make it up, like, years later, years ago and years later, he was in Vegas for something. He took my wife and I out to the Palms, the steakhouse. No, really. The Nines or whatever it's called, Nine mm-hmm. Steakhouse, and paid for our dinner to make up for the threatening phone call <laughs> awesome. in 1999. <laughs> but it was just, I remember being scared to death. Oh. You know what oh, I mean? That I, is actually incredible. Dude, I don't wow. know this guy, and he's... He's saying he's going to sue me, Timmy. Yeah. He's going to he's sue me. He's to take all 200 of my dollars. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, I'm just trying to get the handlebars to make it through a crash, and then now I'm getting sued. And Here's what oh I respect. The, the, the brand has been here for right. how long? Oh, right. And that says something in yeah. a gear world, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's Absolutely. been here for decades. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's huge. That's really hard to do. I mean, a lot of these yeah. companies go in and out. And, I mean, I have to ask, though. 
Steve, yeah. why – I mean, you're obviously a big Timmy guy. I want to know – so he wore – didn't he wear Thor the one year, but he wore a fly helmet only? Yeah, that was what fly didn't make gear then. Yeah, but I just didn't. I never yeah, understood yeah. that, and it bothered me because I had the little Timmy toy dirt bike, and yeah. I had a fly sticker on the helmet. Yeah, so and I was like, I don't get this, and I hate it. Like, why is he doing this? I don't understand. Besides, so besides bad. being the only and the reigning summer cross champion, Tim Ferry has another uh, a great uh, moment in the industry. He was the first rider that fly paid any money to. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. they had they had the helmet first before they did. Well, mm-hmm. maybe they might have had like shitty gear. I don't know, but <laughs> it wasn't the good gear, right? But they first came out with a helmet. Terry Baisley and everybody there, and Timmy was the first fly athlete to wear it. And I, I guess maybe they were just doing helmets. He had a signature helmet. It was yeah. a signature helmet he had, and then he wore O'Neill gear. And I don't think anybody like back then thought of fly as doing anything special, right? But then they paid Villaman in whatever year that was. Um, I, but, I just never understood that. I had, didn't right. know the story. I needed yeah. to know. I knew you would know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I needed to know why he did that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and then Timmy was an O'Neill guy for a long time, and, uh, yeah. and, and you know, he took, kind of took the mantle over from, from Morocco. But, yeah, next time you see Frank, ask him about that story. He's going to claim he doesn't remember it. <laughs> I say he does. He, I, was a, I was a kid scared to death that Frank from O'Neill was going to sue me. So, oh right. my God, that's incredible! I'll definitely yeah. ask him. He's got some stories. Too, oh, so I, he while, does have so. some stories. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he definitely does. The, the cover shot on Racerex is clean. Like the gear yeah. is really clean. No, listen, I'm yeah. telling you, O'Neill doesn't give me no, a, yeah. they don't give me a dime, and I think the look is underrated. I really do. Yep. Yeah, that so. that new stuff too fits honestly. Like, man, it's it's titties. It's it's awesome. That new Prodigy stuff is is really really good. And these dudes are doing their homework, and they really want to help me. I mean, obviously, I yep. want to help them. Help me. You know, it goes all the way around. But yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, obviously, I, I want to help them as much as I possibly can because they're just such good people, like right. really, really good guys. So, yeah, as much as I can try and plug them and help them, I, I'm certainly going to. They're, yep. they're pretty awesome. Uh, do you oh, see bye. that? Like, what? how does that not slip? How does his foot not slip? I'll ask him. He's on the phone hey, right So now. I'm looking at a picture of you going through the whoops, Colt, and it's yep. an O'Neill ad. Okay, so you must be in Southern California right in the hard pack whoops. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you are literally on your toes on the pegs, yeah. going to the whoops. I don't understand how you it, it doesn't <laughs> slip off. Like, how does how do you adjust your feet that far back to hit oh, I mean, those trust things? Me, my foot has slipped off. And okay. I have went for a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> a handful of times. I mean, doing a knack-knack, going through the whoops, I mean, the whole night. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've looked at that multiple times, too. Because you look at pictures, and you're just like, dude, I don't understand this. Like, yeah. one little movement, and I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to Indonesia. It's not going to be good. And somehow, we just ride it out every every single time. So, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird when you look at pics like that. But uh, that one actually looks pretty cool. I think I know which one you're talking about. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I've definitely had my foot slip up a few times, though. So yeah, it just looks sure. like you're on the very tip of the boot, and, like, it's going to slide off. But I know those pegs are razor sharp, and it just looks yeah, like your calves are getting stretched saved. to hell. It's okay. Oh, yeah. That one's saving me. Uh, Well, hey, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Thanks for the good discussion. Uh, Good luck for the last four and whatever you're going to do this summer as well. Um, So, yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it as always. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Good job, Colt. Sounds good. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Uh, That's Colt Nichols brought to you by Renthal. Renthal Renthal.com. Check out their website. Uh, they got a great uh, bar fitment tool. Uh, chart and as well as a dealer locator uh, thing. So fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Got to set up Renthal. Like how you say that loud and look at me. On my bike. All right. um, Race Tech Rant. Oh, boy. Let's warm it up. I mean, Mm racetech.com. Pulp 23 is the code to say with those guys. Thank you to Racetech for all they do. Great suspension company. Motor work as well. I heard this week, and maybe you told me, or someone told me, 
Racetech's doing motor work for like a big team. And, you know, they sign an NDA. Mm-hmm. They just do the work, right? They got CNC machines and everything. And they're doing all the work. And they're not allowed to talk about it because it's the team's own motor design. But Racetech does the work. Hmm. Did you know I, about that? No, I did not. Someone told me about it. It was like a good team. Hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, look at Racetech. Anyways, That's cool. so they'll do motor work for you over there, down there in uh, Corona, California, and suspension work as well. Randy, get your vintage Husqvarna suspension done there. and you know That's what I have. You got I the have, emulators in there? Yep, I have emulators in there. Yep, and a little bit stiffer springs uh, oh. from Racetech. And uh, it's a really hot setup. Makes a big difference. For Shredding. Me. Yeah. Um, so Pulp 23 will save you money with Racetech, and we want to thank those guys for coming on board. My Racetech rant, like... Look, I don't. I know Bobby Piazza has been charging people to rev his bike at the races. It's been going on for a, a little while here. Really? And I got tagged in this stuff this weekend. I talked about this on the review show a little bit. He he was shut down this weekend. It's Atlanta had the garages and everything else. Randy, you were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starling, I don't think I'm. I don't think Justin would get mad at me, but Starling was right there and said he couldn't hear himself talk or anything else. It was going all day. Yeah. You pay Bobby Piazza twenty bucks. You rev his bike. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about whether that's something that I would do. Yeah. It's not. It, and yeah, I don't it was, understand it. Yeah. There was a gentleman in the studio. Yeah, it was loud when I paid 20 bucks to him for my girlfriend okay. to rev the bike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted her to have a positive vibes. Yeah. And uh, she said she did. Yep. Okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Positive um, Supercross vibes. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. He posted it on social media. Canceled. You know, he, he, he videotaped the Feld guy without showing them uh, that he was filming yeah. them. He told me, I talked to him this morning, I like Bobby, he's a good guy, I don't, like, look, and I'm the first guy to criticize Feld in the AMA, I've, I, you guys know it, I am mm-hmm. need more nets, and AMA's fucking up live timing, and you know, I'm, I'm not scared, I'm not some stooge for Feld in AMA, right. but on the other hand, like, Bobby doing the cancelled, and then he told me he didn't have anybody around them, but it appears he did have hype guys in his pits yelling for people. But I don't that, think it was from him. Okay. I think they're just coming up like, hey. Yeah. You know. No, no, no. I'm saying like people saying to, to the crowd, come on, rev a bike. Come, like, yeah, there Bobby was, said it was just him and his chick. Like, Right, which I believe. Okay, but. There was a hype guy there. There was for a hype me, guy there. there was a hype guy there. Right. I got caught up in it emotionally. Right. I got right. pulled into that. Right. You know, he was telling me that I could, some guy, I don't, I'm not yeah. saying he yeah, was yeah, with yeah. Bobby. But, but Bobby should just have said that guy, hey, can you stop? Okay. Right. So, look, I don't. So he makes this video about getting canceled, and the AMA hates privateers, and all these people are saying, fuck Feld and fuck the, fuck the AMA, and I'm getting all these tags, and people are pissed. And it's like, bro, no one could hear themselves talk or think. Dunlop, you're right by Dunlop. They probably complained. Justin Starling said he degaffed about you people revving his bike, but he couldn't talk to people or have conversations, get ready for the races, this kind of shit going on. So when they approach you, and Bobby didn't like the way the security guard approached him, and that's another, I wasn't there, so I don't know one way or another, but when they come to you and be like, hey, man, can you just turn your bike down? Like, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Just say yeah. Just say, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make a fucking video. Don't make a, a, a hidden video. Don't say, uh, I'm canceled. They're, they let you do it the previous four or five weeks. And in this instance, you were too close to the garages and people were complaining. And just say, yeah, man, I'll shut it down. And go in the back 40 of the pits where you have some room or something. Like, why? Why? Subject the AMA and Feld, who have let you do this for numerous weeks, and just ask you to stop doing it because it was irritating others. Why blow them out? Why call the, say you're canceled? Why uh, make a hidden video? Why do all of this? And now if I'm Mike Mui at Feld or Mike Pelletier at the AMA, I'm telling Bobby Piazza to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, 
You can't do that anymore. You're our guest here. We, we own this venue. We rented this venue. You're our guest here. You can no longer do this because of look what you did. Instead of just being cool and being like, dude, I'm sorry. I get it. It's loud. Randy, you vouched for that it was loud. Starling said it was loud. So it's not a question of whether it was loud. It was. Yeah. Just handle it and be like, dude, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll shut it down. And then see you in New York when hopefully we get a better spot and we'll charge $20 and make a bunch of money to rev the bike again. But instead, he makes a giant deal of this thing. I get tagged into it. I got to make phone calls. I got to figure out what's going on because, again, if it's felt in the AMA and it's rightful, I will call it out. I'm not scared. I don't care. But in this instance, if you're Mew or your Pelletier, you're like, why, why let this guy do anything? Yeah. Why? Beat it. To total. I, I can't. I like Bobby. <clears throat> Ridiculous of him to do that. Ridiculous of these hype met guys. Some one of the hype guys yelling, "Is this America? I thought this was America. I thought this was America." <laughs> like, hey, jerk so off, jerk off. I'm gonna buy a fucking leaf blower and stand beside you, wide open. There's nothing more annoying than that, especially like a leaf blower. That thing just gets on my nerves. But. <clears throat> Back at the Supercross. Okay, here we go. Right? Yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm Back ready. at the Supercross. No, I'm so just can saying. I wrap up my rant? Or is oh, this? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. But, but Chris has a rebuttal. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to be ahead. neutral. I'm going to be neutral. Well, just when does your whole production come into things? When does what now? Your production. When does that start? Oh, I'll drop tomorrow. But anyway, <laughs> that's not a, that's not something we need to worry <laughs> about right now. <laughs> no, I just... Go ahead. I know Randy's going to do this thing and spring yeah. something on us, so I just want to know yeah. like when is, when is that happening. Yeah. Or can I wrap up my rant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go and ahead. Chris it's your a, show. And Chris has a rebuttal. Should be and, Chris's show, okay. but it's your show. Go okay. ahead. All right. So that's that's my race tech <laughs> rant. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get why Bobby did that. He might have just like apparently this thing was pretty popular. I mean, guys like Randy are giving him twenty bucks. Right. Yeah. Um. So so this thing was pretty popular. He's making good money from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he might have just ruined this mm-hmm. by being this way by making this video. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Yeah. And then now again, like I get. You know, are you going to talk about the AMA fucking the privateers over? Okay, like, all right, so we got to talk about that. Which, wait, they didn't. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole thing in life, like, I hate the people in airports early in the mornings, and we've all been there. Oh, yeah. FaceTime, loud ass at the airport gate at 6 in the morning. Hey, yo, what's up, bro? I'm on a plane. Like, like, (laughs) hey, man. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm right here, and and it's 6 in the morning. Yeah. My... Do you not see all of us? No. Why does your phone call have to inconvenience me yep. at this time? And yeah. movie, talking in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. do you think Gosh. we get to talk in movie theaters when we're here? Like, and this is the same thing with Bobby. Like, Bobby, mm-hmm. we, it's loud. Mm-hmm. I get it. You're trying to make money. Cool. Yeah. But now Feld and the AMA look like, because of your video and because of everything that's been going on, they look like assholes. You want to go ahead? So, yeah. Chris, go ahead. Well, no, you had a rebuttal. I so. don't really have a rebuttal. Like, oh. what? now that you've explained everything, I agree with everything you said. Here's what I think. We don't know how... I want to just try to paint the other side here. I feel like privateers are just kind of... Well, not kind of. They are the backbone of what we're doing here. There, we, would be having, we would have no show if there was no privateers. That's fake. That, you, that's, that is I feel news. like if that they all... fake news. Really? Yes. So you're telling me if 10 guys were racing, because that's basically 11, 12 guys, wow, you gotta, factory dudes. You Everyone gotta, said, fuck it, I'm out. Right? Yeah. They're going to have a fucking race? Yeah. No. Okay. No. They're not going to do it. They well, MXGP's, MXGP, gone, off, yeah, yeah, MXGP's <laughs> gone off with 14 guys. But not every weekend. No, but... 
So And you got to add the guys that are injured, Christian Craig and Ferrandez and, you know. I thought when I originally saw what Bobby was doing, I actually laughed and said, that's, that's a pretty ingenious idea. Sure, I got no problem with the idea. Right. I would never pay $20 to rent a motorcycle, but sure. But again, like I yeah. told you, I'm a freak with football and things. Like I would pay a lot of money to run around the field to see what the field feels like and just do these things. You would pay a lot of money to do that? Yes. You would really pay a lot of oh, money yeah. to do that? Yeah. To be on the sideline, to feel it, okay. to hear what the guys are saying, like I would do a lot of oh, things. Oh, I thought you just meant to go run on the field. I would by pay yourself. money to do that okay. as well. Okay. It's like to feel what the end zone yeah, yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> go deep, Chris. Yes. I'd be that guy. <laughs> okay. Catch so I understand the fans coming up. Oh, no, sick. yeah, frisbee catching. <laughs> frisbee I've done that before. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to have the fans that are removed from our sport mm-hmm. that feel and rev a motorcycle, which is probably pretty cool to them. Yeah. Like it's us putting our our foot in an F1 car and revving it, that would be bitching. Mm-hmm. So I get what he's doing, which I like. Okay. Yeah. But I do think, I don't know how the the AMA official or the security guard, whoever the fuck it was, going up to Bobby, yeah. how they present, hey, shut it down. Well, Maybe Bobby, he could have came okay. in and, and said. No, Bobby, I talked to Bobby this afternoon. Okay. He said that he didn't like that guy's attitude. And I get it. Like, the guy was aggressive. But you know what? You know what Bobby Piazza did? Mm-mm. Tried to sneak his girlfriend in during the COVID races without getting a COVID test and got busted by that guy. Okay. You know what else Bobby did? Yeah. Tried to give his chick a year-old credential to walk around and got busted <laughs> by that guy. <laughs> so that guy is already like, right. fuck this guy. Right, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this guy's tr- causing trouble again. Yeah. And I, I agree. That gentleman is security at Feld, and he has yeah. come at me aggressively, like more than I thought, for track walk or something. Where I was like, hey, track man, just talk. Track track talk. talk. Where yep. I was like, hey, man, can you just call Sean Brennan? Like, I am supposed to be here. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I get it. He was a little aggressive. He's got some past issues with Bobby, right? As we just mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can't blame him a little bit for this fucking guy again. And just even if he's aggressive, don't be aggressive. Just, yeah. no, hey, I agree can you with call that. Mike Mewey? Can, hey, sir, like, you and I have history. You don't like me. You're at me coming at me aggressive. Let's call Mike Mewey right now. Instead, he said, Bobby said, the crowd's getting all it. Like, but there's ways to diffuse all that. Yeah. Just don't, you know, just, hey, I'm going to sit down here. We're going to call Mewey, Pelletier, figure out if I can do this. And that's it. Like, there's ways to do that. And, again, like, he might have just screwed himself yeah. in future races. Yeah, yeah, could have. So <laughs> Yeah, because so, you can't, you yeah. can't buck, and again, buck the system that much. I like privateers. I like Bobby yeah, Piazza. Yeah. But I don't like this video saying canceled yeah. and I feel for Mui and Pelletier and Feld and AMA because, dude, they're just trying to give everybody a little peace and quiet here. Oh, let me finish real quick. Sure. So I have no rebuttal after what you just said. I agree. There's a way of getting what you want uh, without getting pissed off and doing the yeah, certain things. Right. You, he could have said, hey, man, you think we can do it as a different time? Like you said, I think it could have happened. It's a great idea. Apparently he's, he's been crushing it money Raising money. At- but here's races. some things that I was thinking of when I was watching this. I've seen his Instagram post of he, his, his bikes are blowing up. He's had some part failures. He's been looking for money to get to the races. And then you have these people revving the shit out of his race bike. <laughs> yeah. So why the yeah. fuck don't you have a practice bike or some other form of a motorcycle to let know. those people Listen. rev that bike? Yeah. And then you could keep your race bike from floating uh, the valves yeah, a little bit. I just, so yeah. I appreciate, I mean, great idea. Awesome idea. I, I appreciate it. But I didn't know how the official came at it. Maybe that guy came in hot. Maybe he that, did, apparently. Yeah. And then that raised it up. 
but as a young guy like Bobby is, I'm sure that raised him up. He's from Jersey area, so you know that attitude's already there. Those everyone that I've know, Boston, Jersey, you know, except for Weech. Weech, Bernardo, hothead, yeah, right. like, right. So uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just think it's a good idea if he would have just calmed down a little bit. It would have been awesome, dude. And instead of making a video and sending everybody again yelling about private privateers and Feld and all this instead of doing that just back it down don't make a video call Mui and Pelletier be like how can we keep doing this yeah. I'm sorry let's figure this out again by all accounts Randy's Starling yep it was loud it was in a bad corner it was in the garages all of that yeah for, for so. me for the record like I didn't know any of the history yeah. of of any passes or not passes or anything yeah, like yeah. that there's certainly so when I walked when we were walking through, I heard a bike revving up, which is kind of odd to hear a bike just revving up. Are and people doing it once, or are they just... Have at it. Have <laughs> at it. Give her a few twists. Yeah. So it goes back to keepers. Yeah. Like, it's... It's... Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. So... Which, and against a four-stroke, which is the most well, annoying sound shit of me if I'm racing that bike you know, in the yeah. show. I'm like, dude, is this thing going to make it? So I see that, and I thought, you know what? Like you, I like the privateers, and I thought, me, I'm pretty creative. He was putting together what I call like a production, and, you know, I like productions. <laughs> so so I'm going I'm to chime in and let Brooke yeah. sit up there. For me, I don't care anything about revving the engine, but right. I'm like, cool, sit up there, rev the engine, and that's what I made a video so and posted that. So your, that was – Your girlfriend liked it? Yeah. Like she thought it was cool? Yeah, positive okay. vibes. Okay. Positive yeah. vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then – so I'm she liked that. it. And then uh, – we walked away, and that was it. I mm-hmm. heard it rev a bit later. It wasn't until much later that I heard, you know, the, the fiasco about it. Yeah. But certainly, and, and, and years and years ago, with Michelin, I've been there where we were doing something, and and at the time, Clear Channel before Feld, yeah. they might come and say, hey, you can't, you can't have the Michelin man in the, pa- in the, suit, in the paddock just kind of walking around yeah. from places. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know that, right? So you just kind of, yeah. what you need to do is kind of chill down. Chill down. Yeah. Chill down chill and say, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, what is there a way we can still do something like this next week, or could we be pitted somewhere away from people because yeah. it's a cool experience? You got to have that conversation and kind of de-escalate it's, it, right? It's about but, being uh, mature enough, being old enough. Look, it, I've been young, yeah. I've done dumb shit, I've mm-hmm. puffed up to someone else. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to learn to like. I'm all for blowing someone out if they deserve it, but does Feld and AMA deserve this? No. I don't, and I now don't there's a so. vital thread. There's uh, My DMs are full of fuck Feld and fuck the AMA. They're keeping the privateer down again, despite throwing a whole bunch of money in the purse this year for privateers, by yeah, the way. Which they did increase, yeah. Which they increased the purse this year. Um, and, and, you know, when the privateers yell about the merch stuff and all that, like, and Jet, like, you can vend. You can sell merch. Just How much is go- that? Do you know? No, we don't know that. But just go to Feld and be like, "Hey, man, I want to, I want to, I want to merch my shirts." Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Here's the thing that I don't like about some of the privateers, and not all of them. It's like they feel like they're owed something. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yes, I agree. Those guys should make more money. I, I agree. They are the show. Like I said, but all three of us are failed pro racers here. Yes, we all were like, "Hey, we're gonna race pro." <coughs> oh, hey, oh, we're not shit. good enough. Right. Like, time to move on. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know. no one owes. Any of no one anything. No, no. So if you think you, you're you there and you're part of the show and you owe me because I'm doing it, no one fucking owes you anything. Yeah. You're here because you want to be. Enjoy it. Try to do it as long as you can. I'm here for that. Be creative like you are. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Just like kind of Randy right. said, you got to relearn to. Yeah. The but- thing I learned from my buddy Greg, he was in SWAT for many years and he came in. 
he came in these situations that are heated. He's like, the louder someone got, the quieter, the more calm I got. And then it helps the situation. Mm -hmm. That's a great rule of thumb. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, uh, Bobby told me that, yeah, like Pelletier was watching him a few weeks ago, rev his bike, and was just like, oh, yeah, like Matt Pelletier from the MA. Yeah. Cool, man. Like, whatever. Like, you know, seeing how it worked and seeing how it set up. And, and, you know, uh, now if you're – Mike and Mui and Mike Pelletier, are you, like, going to help Bobby? No. Not after that video. So that's my race tech rant. And I like Bobby. Good dude. Talked to him this afternoon. Yep. I told him all my points. I, 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 I disagree with everything he did. Uh, not, not the revving of the bike, but the videos and the all of that. Like, dude, just fight your battles when you can. And, and props to get some money in. But come on, man. So race tech rant of the night. It's a good rant. All right. Andy? Production? Yeah. No, I can't really. All right. Can't really think of anything. Is he, is he a past, little bit more quieter than that, I feel In the like. past week I, I or got so. A, I got a, a tweet, too, that said Randy's been really quiet on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Just come over here and talk over the top of you two guys who are primary hosts, co-hosts, what have you? You're and, the and primary the co-host tonight. Mm, no. You're, you're, don't get mad at me because you're in the wrong seat. That was your decision. <laughs> okay. You backed out of this whole thing, so don't get mad you at did. me. You did. You did. Yep. I'm dead in the war. The blame pie. Shoot me. Steve lives. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, honestly, I'll, I'll tell you the honest truth. Marx was like, dude, there's no fucking way that dude is going to be able to do what you do. Wow. And so he can't do it. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? This is why they call Steve the CNN of Moto. So what part don't you think I could do? Specifically, I, I I literally never said that. Oh, okay, so he didn't say a word. I was about to get mad. So. <laughs> okay, honestly, talent said it. Like, I was mad. I was I was probably gonna get blown up with phone calls, looking for help from you, yeah. probably. And uh, I, honestly, I was, I was mad that you, honestly, that it wasn't talent, talent said it. No, he didn't. He wouldn't say that. Talent wouldn't say anything. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was that talent? That was talent. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Tweet uh, a talent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we got a phone. Or yeah, one small race tech oh, rant. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's not it's just a small one. Yeah, but how you oftentimes rune mm-hmm. uh, rune the pronunciation of one of your key sponsors? Mm-hmm. It's Motorsport. Do I say Motorsport? Yeah, you do. I, I, don't I, want, you, I want you to work on that. Yeah, I, yeah. Really? That oh, was I thought he always says Motorsport. I do too. No, motorsport. No. Motorsport. Motorsport. Yeah, See yeah. how I'm helping Mo- you, motorsport. and you're not dying. Right. I'm saving mm-hmm. you. Motorsport. And that was brought up to me as motorsport. I was working with that amazing company on this entire uh, upcoming motorsport. 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 I'm saying motor to try to see how I say moto. Motorsport. I think I'm still. I don't know. Yeah, listen. I know. I know it's motorsport. I know that. But green guy, no doubt about it. So, so listen. um, Yeah. (laughs) See, that's all I had. Skippy's on too. What's up, Skippy? (laughs) Skippy. Man, I just. I. You know, I got to apologize to Randy first and foremost. Uh, I was not aware that at shopseniorcitizen.com, y'all had a new funny pack available. Oh yeah. Yeah, the funny pack. Yeah, you can carry a PBR, some Van Halen concert tickets, uh, a couple of Advil. You'd be ready to go. Do we have a Do we have a discount for our listeners tonight, or anything for Teen Your Citizen? Okay. No, we're no, real. We're, 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 and support somebody locally. Okay. You know, you're just going to support somebody in the industry. Pay retail, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. I did. I bought. Yeah. Two shirts. Me yeah. too. Me too. Uh, no, that's not uh, what I want. To as, sh- go ahead. Go ahead, Skippy. As uh, as senior citizens yourselves, I I I just want to know, like, what is something that you guys appreciate from the golden era, maybe through the nineties, uh, 
maybe in the 60s for you, Rich, uh, Mr. Richard, but... Uh, uh, 60s, wow. What is something that you appreciated from the past that you wish you had, but what's also something that you guys appreciate from today's racing? I, I know something that I miss that I wish they would bring back that they don't do anymore. Can I say it? Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's your show. Well, they well, used to mac show. down with the Camel Supercross chicks on the podium, and it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Mac yeah. down. Full tongue. Stanton would yeah. be up would. in yeah. that yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Stanton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. I'm here for that. Right. I want to see someone just smack them in there. Dogger has an epic mm-hmm. Trophy Girl story. Really? Epic. I overheard a phenomenal Trophy Girl story with Bradshaw mm. uh, this past weekend. Yeah. So you have to ask him about that one. Okay. I'm yeah. not going to share it here. Yeah, but, no, no. Uh, super listen, good. Super listen, good. They, they, you're right, man. Hannah had the chick on his shoulders. Right? Oh, that one's, yeah. You see the ones with the Matasevich? They're at Washougal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, the girls up there, and they're topless, and they're hanging out with them. I'm like, where did those yeah. times go? Yeah, that's good times back then. Then the Me Too movement yeah. came. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand it. If the girls want to do it, what's the what's the big deal? Yeah. I guess everyone's quiet. I guess that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do y'all so what do y'all like about current racing that uh you wish they would have had back in the day? I'll tell you what I listen, I'm yeah. I'm not that, that that was Kiefer's thing with the trophy girls. I'll tell you what I don't like. All right, I'm gonna get on my I'm gonna get yelling at clouds right now. I don't like this fucking technology. Okay. I don't like any of this technology. It's 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 ruined <laughs> racing. It's ruined racing. Yeah. Uh, ruined. Uh, 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 we, got, we got starting maps and starting greats mm-hmm. and starting hooks and ECUs that can be programmed from the sky to, to, to work on certain corners of an outdoor track. We have uh, shadow uh, videos that show you the absolute best line to take mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah. I don't like any of this technology. It's ruined moto. Me either. I like it but when lap times, when people use just a couple of phones and would just rotate them yeah. out and get lap time. Yeah, That's what that I liked. was the way when it, when it really worked. Yeah. Out. You can't do that, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was talking when shit. You, when on you knew your truth with your laptop, with your yeah. Phone, iPhone, yeah. right? <clears throat> Here, why do you hate the greats? It just starting is a skill. It's a you technique. Never, it's still a skill. Not on a great. Not never, as much. You've, you've oh, never used one though, hey, Mathis. Have you ever started on a great? No, I refuse have, to. No, it's because you don't. I mean, dude, come on. You've never used one before, man. Like if you drop that that fort guard all the way down. You can dump the clutch. My skinny ass can dump it in third gear. I love it. It's all good. You just there's made actually my point more, for me. There's you more just technique made my that. point for me, Skippy. Thank no, you. There's no Skippy, technique that was needed bad. anymore. You fucked me. There's no that. technique Sorry. needed anymore. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm going to put my You're bike right. to 12,000 RPM. Oh, look. There's a light that just came on to tell me that. And now I have a start map yeah. for just the start. And now I'm on a grate with my front end loaded down. And all I got to do is just simply dump the clutch and go. So I think it makes it way more even for everyone to get a good start, which provides more action for us fans. So then if you have to pick, oh, can't go there as a whole. So you got eight good gates and 12 shit ones. So now you only got the first of the good eight guys getting good starts. Okay, for me, so, that gives something like Colt so, Nichols a, a chance to so get a good did start. We, did we had no greats and eight good ruts and 12 shitty ones the, for, for 40 years? Did, did there, was there something? Was there a problem with the starts? Was there a problem with racing and the no, starts? No, but what else, there's no problem with the greats either. It just makes it easier. You don't see anybody blow starts anymore. Our yeah. sport is hard. Like, yeah, it's keep okay it hard. To make, it, yeah, keep it hard. It's, it still is. Keep it hard. It's still harder. I try, and it, it works well. Hashtag harder. 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 <laughs> all right. So, all right, hey, Skippy. Steve, yeah. Steve, real quick. Uh, what's, the, what's the first thing, like, you think of that goes through your mind whenever you walk up to, like, 
after your eighth and gate pick, let's say you get eighth gate pick, what do you what what is your first process? How do I have eight gate pick? What are you talking about? Big yeah. boobs. Let's say you pick the eighth gate pick yeah. or whatever, and you got to choose your gate in eight. Okay. What's your first process when you go up to the gate? He doesn't think about shit. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Like on a great, am I a supercross racer? Am I just Steve Mathis at World Vets? What yeah. am I? He's well, for Steve, World Vets. Hold on, World okay. Vets. Yeah, okay. I don't give a shit. I just he doesn't care. Yeah. No, Look at his know. fucking feet when he starts. Yeah. There's out ten yeah. okay. feet passes I, by. I was better. Yeah. I was better. Yeah. I got better, Chris. Yeah. Wait, he we said, have do video. I put my feet? Do I want to put All my right. feet back at the rear axle, or do I want to put them just behind the pegs and then I'm get back to the rear axle? How I, and do I, I do even that? did the whole crotch grab of the pants. That worked too. That was a good tip. Yep. You did, told me that was a really mm-hmm. good tip. Yep. I'm working well, on it. Okay, Skippy. Okay. For what it's yeah. for what it's worth, your your opinion is appreciated, but I don't think it's very well respected. I think everybody really appreciates the start grades because there's consistency. Yeah, because it makes it fucking easy, Skippy. No, That's I think why. I, for me, I'm out on start grates and, wow, with all due respect, the whole shot device things. What? Yeah. 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 yeah, for me, for me, I am. Yeah. Oh, fuck for Eric. Me, yeah, fuck works connection. Everybody. No, 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 no. They it's, make the oil filter covers. Yeah, they can survive on that. Wow. No, I'm not. I don't mean it from a business perspective. I just mean it from uh, it is an additional. Fuck it. Let's run slicks. Right. Fuck knobbies. Do what now? Let's run slicks. <laughs> why? Right. Why? Why? It's motocross. We've always had knobs. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Oh, all let's right. make it hard. All right. Let's yeah. make it hard. All right, Scotty. If they just go ahead and pave the entire race so we don't have any of those yeah, unfair why, why, ruts, why, why we then bumps? we can do that. Why, why do we need bumps? That? You guys Supermoto. take it too far. Call like, it Supermoto. That'd right. be cool. Wyatt's on three. What's up, Wyatt? Hey, so I've got a racetrack oh. rant about uh, JT. Oh, I'm here for it. What is it? Yep. So, I mean, does somebody just wake up and piss in his Cheerios every morning? I don't know, man. like the guy. It just seems like he just doesn't have fun with life Dude, at all. I'm, He's I'm with always you. Always complaining. Yep. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I've been meaning to have a private conversation with him, but I'll do it on the air. Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm being yeah. serious. I'm really being serious. Yeah, he, do it now. Just don't say anything about his sister's jeans, please. No, no. He, dude, he, he, he does his own podcast. He does full-time job, job at WPS Fly Racing. He's got the NBC thing going on. He's got a VIP thing at the races when he's not doing that. Mm-hmm. He's got, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some stuff. It, the, my stuff, my Moto 60 and, and, and Pulp Show and the review show, right? Mm-hmm. He is constantly busy, constantly looking for the next thing. Oh, he monitors his stocks 24-7. He gets up at 5 a.m. to look at the stock market. And buy, day, does he day trade marks? I don't even know if he does that, but he's... I think he sounds to me like that's he morning trade. He, he's, got, he's, got, he's trying to trade stocks. He's very concerned with his money. Money is very important to him, and that's fine. It's just not for me. He's got fault fantasy stuff he does. Uh, he does some of the back end and answers some questions on Pulp Fantasy. The guy is stressed. He's got no chick. Despite he'll tell you he's got chicks. I don't know what he's doing. He, <laughs> he, yeah, Wyatt. He's he's got too much on his plate. I really believe that. <clears throat> Think about how often he's on the phone and he's not really paying attention. Doesn't really hear my question or doesn't hear what I'm talking about because he's looking at a text well, or when an he's email. Co-hosting, he is looking at something. No, over yeah, here. yeah. No, he, he can't even sit in a co-host. Without looking at something, he's just so busy, so wide open. The dude needs to just chill back a Smoke bit. Smoke a little weed and chill down. Well, a little I don't know about what, that. Do we, yeah, do we need to get him a fucking blowjob or something? What's that? Well, he he. Uh, oh, and he's going to the gym twenty four seven. He's a gym life. He's, he's getting, eating food in the cooler. He looks in great shape. I mean, yeah. he lo- he's done great job with his physical fitness. But think about that man's regimen. And I, I don't know. Like I, I just I think he needs to drop something. Monk life. So, it's like I mean, he couldn't hard. even live. 
He couldn't even live the hypothetical question of whose life he would want more. No, no. dude, he can't. He can't. He couldn't he, answer like, it. He can't answer a question. He can't kind of. You know what? He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to look. He never wants to be wrong. I don't care. I'll be wrong. I just said Jordan Smith wasn't going to be a great fit at Star Racing. That was my opinion. Mm-hmm. I told it to Jordan. I have no problem with being wrong. I'm also right a lot, right? But hey, you can't mm-hmm. be perfect. JT doesn't want to be wrong, so he doesn't answer yeah. anything, right? Oh, like. Yeah. He, so, yeah. oh, I mean, and he has, I mean, it's, it's grown over into his facial expressions. Like even when he's happy, he doesn't look happy, you know? No. Well, so, that was when he raced no, he too. Pissed. When no, he, he just raced, looks mad. If he walks around the pits, he looks pissed, but, but he's not. He, no, but he did that when he raced. Randy can vouch for. Yeah. For yeah. No, that. I know yeah, he's yeah. like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But even when he hangs out with us. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. Right. He looks mad. Right. I think he needs a, a, a less. He needs a woman. Well, okay. Or he, he needs a blowjob for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he needs a. Uh, uh, he's so think. Of, I just named all those jobs he's got. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't like. I I admire the hustle. Yeah, but yeah, I have no too. idea how he has the time to do everything that he does. I don't think I he does. Don't. I yeah. don't think he does, and yeah. I think he takes shortcuts to get it done. Mm-hmm. And that affects his quality of life. Wined and dined, and I'll just say it: sixty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there we go, Wyatt. Like uh, I know it's frustrating sometimes, and I, I, you know, listen. He had a hard conversation with me years ago. He's like, "Hey, man, I think you need to lose some weight." Like he really mm-hmm. did. He was like, "I just," and I was, I was need to lose weight. Did you, know? you listen to it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, good. I, I, it was one of the things that I took in when I started eating healthier and mountain biking and like, you know, I'm like, "Shit, man!" Like, yeah. you know, JT's like, "Hey, I'm just trying to be serious here." Yeah. And well, that's like, good. I, so I yeah. need to do that too. Maybe not on the radio show though. Yeah, I was going to say that's a great start to this. I was going to say that's probably he'll probably really appreciate that him coming to you in private and sharing yeah, that with yeah. you. Caring I'm sure as he's going to be really open to it. And too. then you just blowing him out on the. I'm not on blowing the podcast, him out. So. I wouldn't say any. I say no, all this to him. I, no, I yeah, just think yeah. he does too much, man. I think he's too busy. He's got too much shit but going on. Uh, Marks, Marks, you're in our group text, uh, fantasy wise. Yes. Do you agree? I would agree. Yes. Thank you. He has been even when, um, of course, when he was racing, he was like that. But I've known him for a long time. He's always kind of been this way, a little bit reclusive yeah, uh, to himself a little bit. Like, yeah. he's always been that kind of guy. And I think he's now he's that guy at home. And I think when you get older, you get more entrenched in your habits of whatever those were, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. And the personal life, I mean, I don't know much about his yeah. personal life, but for what we know, me and you. If he had a chick, how could he keep her? That's what I'm asking. Right like, now. Like, how? How could you? So I just think he needs yeah. a loving person in his yeah. life to kind of calm him down. Just step back a little yeah. bit. People get older, get a little more set in their ways. Yeah. And, I mean, for some people it's challenging to even spend a week away from home. Oh, boy. Okay. You know? I, I thought I was it's really just... listening to this until you said that, and I just looked away. No, we deserve it. We deserve it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Again. So, Wyatt, uh, that's your race tech rant? You just started up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you I know? mean. Yes, I would. I would say you could. you could. You could Instagram DM him, but then he'll block you. So yeah, see, and I mean, I don't even follow him on Instagram anyway. But right, right. you know, I just I listen to everything that you guys put out. Love all the content, you know. And uh, JT's saw, a saw smart dude. Yeah. Mensa, he's a Mensa. He's a smart guy. I'm he's ready to expose yeah. myself. He just, I'm with you, man. Sometimes it's frustrating, but I honestly think he's <laughs> not paying attention to everything we're saying because he's looking at stocks or he's answering emails or answering texts about work. And he's doing one of these shows, whether it's this one or Fantasy or Moto 60, he's doing it half. I think he's already looking forward to the next thing while he's doing. He's not living in the present. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so 
I mean, he's got a lot of great insight, you know. I just hate to listen to him complain about a fucking game, you know. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Yeah, he's also very, very good. Got a good memory. So, yeah, yeah, good so. memory. Uh, thanks, Wyatt. Thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. MotorcycleJobs.com. Job of the week. Upload your resume for free today. Oh, look at that. It says um, two wheel representative at Michelin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yep. Jobs.com. Yep. Looking for a two wheel <coughs> expert. For Probably are. Michelin. Mm-hmm. In Greenville? In Greenville, South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, North American headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got 401k, full benefits. Yeah. Uh, Going to work under um, Scott, it says here. Yeah, Big Shot Scott. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> don't, even, don't even care, dude. Don't even care. <laughs> don't You're even like, care. cool, great. Don't even care. <laughs> uh, thank yeah. you to the folks at, at the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. It's the first and only job board built specifically for motorcycle industry. And you know um, uh, Alex. Alex Baylon, yeah. Started it. And the guy. crew over there, they yeah. do a great job. They yep. do a great job. So thank you to the folks at KT- uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The job of the week, KTM CSR. You know what that's, <laughs> CSR. That's Hold on. No, I don't. Randy. Yeah. You, Randy knows. KTM CSR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See so what you got. You're very industry knowledgeable. Give me the first one. Mm-hmm. Can, give me the first one. Can't. Word. No, that's no, not it. <laughs> Give me the first word, please. Customer. Service tech. Okay. Hmm. So tech is R? R, T, whatever. It's all the same. Technical. (laughs) I said CSR. Oh, I said said T, CST. Yeah, yeah. No. Customer service rep. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, there we go. That went sideways. Yeah, it did. Didn't take long. Uh, Under general supervision, the customer service rep, CSR, Mm -hmm. answers customer and dealer calls, uh, logs information to facilitate resolution through to closure. Oh, yeah. Big words. Ensures That's what I want to get tonight. It's just closure. Ensures that the appropriate resources are utilized to provide a positive customer experience. This is brand new. They're, they're building, right? KTM's uh, brand new building. $53 million. Yeah. Ottawa. So yes. I've walked through it. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen all the videos. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely nutty. Uh, KTM North America has an amazing environment, it says here. 12 paid holidays plus two personal holidays per year. Personal time off starts at 15 days per year. Starts at? 401k program, medical, dental, vision. Yep. 10% discount for completion of an annual physical exam. Discount mm-hmm. of what? On for completion of an annual uh, physical exam. Yeah, it's under your health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, check it out. Good Biometrics. job. Biometrics. Uh, and it. also, uh, ride-engineering.com, pulpfan20 is the code to save. We uh, talked about this clamp last week, the split clamp for Yamaha, mm-hmm. that I was supposed to test. I never did. Did you? Nope. Okay. But <laughs> the ride engineering one piece bar mount is used by professional race teams like Phoenix Racing and riders learning to ride a dirt bike for the first time. This product is lightweight and strong and primary designed to keep the bars from twisting in a minor crash without adding extra rigidity. The most popular one and one eight size is available for Husqvarna, KTM's Gas Gas, and other brands. Price from 99 bucks to 109 They are great value and, and good insurance. You will be able to get up and finish your rider race. Uh, so please check it out. It's a heavy duty bar mount, it's a six bolt. Bar mount for ride engineering. Pulp Fan 20 is code to save. If you're a KTM Husqvarna gas gas, sorry, KTM and Husqvarna guy, uh, those stock bar mounts suck ass. Mm. So get a ride bar mount. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, let's get to our next caller here. What's up, Mr. Side? What's up, boys? I didn't know you were doing a show. Just just found out. Just really? You guys weren't Is that why you're calling, up, calling me at 530? You know what's going on. 
So no, honestly, I, I forgot that you were supposed to even be in the studio. I did call you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, Monday. Yeah, I know we don't do many shows on Monday, so I get it, Mister Side. I understand. Well, I just your confusion. Don't, I can't rely on you guys anymore. Well, so maybe maybe he know. thought with the Fly Moto Sixty show being on a Friday, maybe this was going to be on Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> There's no reliability. I just feel like the material's old. Like all these ma- this it material, it's just old now. Well, Mister mm-hmm. Side. I mean, look, we've made it. We've taken a few shots yeah. at Mister Side couple over the nicks. years. Yeah, couple nicks. So <laughs> if he wants to get in there. Let him get in here. Yeah, you know, get up all in it. I'm not the only. I'm not the only one that quit. This is riveting. <laughs> Hi, Dark. <laughs> so What's I up? Heard, I heard a rumor that the that Keith after Dark is no more. Yeah, why do people say? Did we say that? I don't remember saying that. I think what I said was we haven't got quality questions or well, it's the same shit. So we're just like, same, hey, yeah, like, we, it's the same. What are we going to talk about? Like, I have a couple points I want to talk about tonight if we do it that's entertaining. Yeah. Um, but the questions are in. Like, I have a good question tonight. I got one right here that's that's decent. I just, how many times, Dark, can you say, hey, man, maybe you should talk to your wife a little bit? Like, right. ask her. Let's communicate. Yeah. Hey, man, maybe no. you should ask your wife if like, you want more sex. Do or, something like, for her so that way right. you get a BJ later. Like, yeah, it's like, just like, pretty simple. Dude, you know? Okay. Somebody, who, the person that mentioned it, I guess, last week when Chris was in, that you had made some kind of comment like, oh, no, we can't do it anymore. So, something along those lines. So I didn't know if there was like a sponsor complaint no, or something. No, no, we, no we, we, didn't, we didn't talk about that at all. I mean, Mr. Richardson isn't a fan. Right. Right. That, that I know. Right. That I know. Okay. Well, no, it's not so much that. I think, oh. I, think, I think you've done a great job of warning, putting it at the end of it and everything. Mm. And I certainly think for listeners who – uh, do not want to hear that. They can opt out yeah, for that. So to me, that, yeah, I think you've done right. a good job at doing that. Yep. Uh, yep. So, uh, dark side. Dark. Yeah. What race are you going? Can to? you do that, Randy? Can you do one real quick? Dark. <laughs> can everyone do, do one? Talon, do one. Dark. I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not good. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> dark. Dark. Uh, this is ridiculous. It's, it's, has, it's, Heather got one? No, nah, she don't got one. Big <laughs> boobs. Uh, Jamie, she has that. Jamie, let, let, me, yeah. let me be honest. Steve. So you got the job at Vital. They told you you could do yep. the wrap-up show, right? And 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 so we scrapped the wrap-up show. Yeah. And then you also said to me, like, I may not be calling in every Monday. And I'm like, yeah, man, cool. But you've called in every Monday. Yeah, it's, I don't remember saying like, I wasn't going to call in. No, they just you don't ca- want me. You said like I, I'm, I'm not even going to really call in. Like I, I may not, you know, maybe you got a life, like you know, all that kind of stuff where you didn't have to listen to the show because <laughs> you for the sure. wrap up. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not coming down on you. I'm just like, sure, yeah, you, you just so it's okay. No, I'm not. I'm just like you call in every Monday. Like I have a great hmm. question. I'm fine with it. I don't. I, I think our listeners I, like to hear from Doc. Dick. And so I'm good with it. But like, yeah, yeah, you, you you're still calling. Spider. Yeah. Would Dark drive a spider, like ride a spider, you know, spider, like three wheel things? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Dark. No, and I not. drive a spider. Dark, how's things going with the metal chick? Dark spider. Oh. Uh, yeah, we, that's not going on anymore. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, boy. Dark, you're in a little bit of a. Dark spot. Of a dark spot here. Maybe no, you I'm in a good spot, man. I was in. I had a bad week, but I'm good. I'm. Uh, yeah, he's doing yeah. better. We all oh, had a bad week. Yep. We had a, all of Pulp Nation. We all had a bad week, Dark. <laughs> here we go. We all had a tough, yeah, tough I week. Four days there. in a row, man. What are you talking about? Me and Dark had a good convo the other day. And oh, you did? He's a, he's, yeah. I think he's oh, okay. in a better spot. Okay. See, I don't yeah. I don't yeah. call Dark about that stuff. So. Well, no. I just heard, and I wanted to check up on my buddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All so. right. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I have I'm a, good, I, man. I, was like, 
Go ahead. Uh, I have a question. This is a serious question. So let's say Steve said, hey, okay, hey, man, I need an employee. I want to pay you the same amount of money that Vital pays you with the same benefits, whatever you're getting now. But I want you to be mm-hmm. full-time pulp, quick, quit Vital, tell Lindsay that I'm out, give him the two weeks. <laughs> would, you, okay. would you do it to come back to the pulp empire? Man, I don't feel like that's an appropriate conversation. No, for, it's fine. Uh, like my, it, so. I mean, uh, uh, how can I paint it to make it easier on you? Okay, let's say you had no job and Michael Lindsay said, hey, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. And Steve Mathis said, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars. And it's the same amount. Health insurance, uh-huh. everything you got. Where are you going? Everything you got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out on this conversation. Oh, my JT's JTina. No, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm taking dark side. Oh, my gosh. Do you think Michael's really going to be upset? That's dark side side. Yeah, I'm taking dark side no, side. No, that's fine. Yeah, Listen, that's I, a, so that's by a, you that's saying that, we know the answer. So thank you for I, coming to the I, Pulp uh, I almost I don't want to hurt Steve's feelings. I talked to Lewis about hiring him for Pulp. Yeah. It's just I, I'm not. You're not quite there yet? Well, no. it's a, you got to pay travel, right? Salary and travel. And, like, dude, that, that shit adds up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just so, saying, yeah. hey, you're done with all of this, and you yeah. need someone to kind of take it over. Right. Mm-hmm. Would Dark be a good candidate? I, I need to sell this to, like, Randy or, or mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, the whole and then thing. and then what I could do is I could say this filmed in four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah, I would have right, to do. Right, yeah, right. So, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Now, see, did you ask me a minute ago what race I'm going? Races I'm going to? No, I don't think I did. Did I? No. Oh, I thought you. Okay, I thought I heard you. I said okay. You're going to you're going to uh, Salt Lake, right? Nashville. No, you're going to nah, Nashville. No, j- just Nashville. Just right. Nashville. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. Right. Not yeah. even. He's not even yeah. going to Denver. Wow. Sad. That is sad. sad. Yeah, I'm yeah unless I race live show myself. <laughs> yeah. I may, I may, yeah, I may spring for it myself because I do want to go see. Come the, on, uh, Vital. Pay Dr. for Jones. Dark's way. Let's go. Well, listen. Yeah. Listen. Uh, bring your bike to Nashville. Charge people twenty bucks to rev it. You'll be you'll be in Denver in no time. <laughs> <laughs> did you see uh, all that, Dark? Did you, Dark, did you see the video from Bobby? Like, where you stand on this? Yeah, yeah. I think he I think he went a little far, a little in the wrong direction. I like Bobby also, yeah. but yeah, I. A uh, little too much. The the woke thing or the whatever they call it, not the woke, but uh, canceled. Uh, canceled. Whoa, yeah, it's, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's not woke. If you were near, if you were nearby shit. and trying to sleep, trust me, you were woke. Oh From my that god, thing, that woke everybody up. <laughs> That's great. You should have yeah. called it that. That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks to get woke right. and then rev the bike. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got to kick your battle sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with Come, you. So, yeah, I was, I was just calling in to ask about the Kiefer After Dark. I was worried. No, so M- Mark's just clarified it here. I said we couldn't do it tonight because Randy was in. Oh. That's what I said last week. Right. Mm. So, okay. that, so when I said couldn't do it, I meant it like oh, this week. Yeah. But so. Randy has been here when it's happened. Mm-hmm. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. I've sat right. in quietly on it, yeah. There's a lot of guys that have been in here that didn't participate. Travis, yeah. Randy. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Jim Hawley, did he participate? Oh, no, he doesn't I like remember it. Jim. Was Jim involved? <laughs> I can't remember. No. He doesn't like anal bleaching, so he's out. Yeah. Yeah. Opie. Yeah, I think Hawley was in the one. <laughs> Opie. Opie. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I know. All right, Mr. Side. So, yeah, you uh, you rode the two-stroke. I hope every time you get on that two-stroke and go for a ride, you think of Chris and I. And, yep. And maybe, maybe give us a little, like, uh, like one of these. Yep. Like a little pound chest and then, you know, number one or right. piece up, you know? Yeah. Uh, I rode it three days in a row, and then I rode the 350 today. So, yeah. 
Which one do you prefer? Uh, the 350. I'm so in love with yeah. that bike. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I just want to let everyone know, because Steve, Steve and Mr. Richardson gives me shit all the time. So the pony will return to its case here shortly. Mm-hmm. You guys thought that it was dead. Well, you told it us it isn't dead. It is That's alive. That's right. It is alive. Oh. Somebody, it is alive. Yes. That is not it. That's it, not it. That is a lot. That, that is, is not it. it. That's that not is it. it. That is no, not, it. not it. That is not the pony. I was it like, is. there's no way you got it. That is. No, it's not. That is. Say so on everything. On on everything. On our friendship. On our, well, what's left of it on our friendship. That is not, that's that is not his hair. That's not how it, his, that's like. Yeah, Heather, that's not his that's, hair. That's a girl's hair. That's girl's hair. Yeah. That is not girl's hair. That's yeah, dark side's hair that no. someone got for me from the two-stroke, found it at Glen Helen from the two-stroke race two weekends ago. That's not it. Yep. So <laughs> here's what went it down. It was longer. It was longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nope. know, I know the you pony. You and I get this one. <laughs> he brought that with it. Dude. You know, I get it back. Hey, no, it's a production. It's, 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 a production. it's a production. I didn't know you'd brought that, by the way. So, okay, so the day I threw it away, yeah. which was the day Darkseid was with me at Glen Helen, mm-hmm. um, I taped it to his rear fender. Yeah. He got very upset. He yeah. didn't want to do it. Right. But I no, said, you got upset. No, I said, please ride away with your with your new bike and the ponytail taped to your rear fender, and you got all pissed off at me. I don't want to no. fucking do that. I didn't get pissed off. I just said I wasn't going to do it, and you got pissy and threw it in the trash can. I did get pissy when you said no to me. <laughs> okay, wow. So... Did he poke you in the chest? Someone <laughs> found it. No, Jesus. Yep. Someone found it. Yep. And I thought it was bullshit when they first tweeted me. I have got a picture of it, and I asked for it back. Mm-hmm. So I have paid money to get the pony How have you paid money? Oh, my God. <laughs> like to ship it? Or like- no. The guy's like, I'm holding the pony for ransom if you want it back. <laughs> and you have been outbid. So... The only deal was he didn't want to have his name on the show. Yep. Okay, he's Agreed. an anonymous. Yep. Um, but he took. He gave you a photo. Like, like he has, I have. Does he have a photo with exact, a newspaper date? Like the newspaper date. It's the date? exact same hair tie that's on it. I know Dark's pony. I oh, cut the wow. some bitch off, so, so got, I know it. Yeah. So now you're paying to get it back. So now I have to pay the man. I'm paying him two hundred bucks. To get oh what I fucked up back. You did fuck up. I it, fucked it, it up. Wasn't, yeah. It wasn't cool. That's it was on me. Cool. So I am, I am understanding, like, I screwed that up. Yeah. I will pay you. He actually said, I thought he was joking. Yeah. And then it was silent for three days. I go, are you going to send it? He's like, no, I need the money. I go, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. Oh, wow. So I Venmoed the guy 200 bucks. I should have it end of this week. And you have the casket and still? I will, I have the, it's caskets in the garage still. Yeah. yeah. So I will put it back to its rightful place. Oh, well, Randy, and I, I need Randy, does this make up for been, Life Swap? Does this make up for... No, no, it does not. It's a step in the right direction. Okay. Yes. But, but it's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> that's well, it's horrible. not horrible. We, we solved the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you say. I don't know what you paid for. So I will get it back, put it in its rightful place. Okay. I am leaving it here. Maybe we need no, to do it. No, yes, no. Yes, it, it belongs in the it studio. It does not belong in the studio. That's disgusting. No, post, hold on. If we're going to talk about people keeping their words, you stated that you were going to cut it off. I'm going to get Janky Mike to build a case. I'm going to keep it. It's going to be on my mantle in my house. It yep. was. Which is where Which I, it was. Which, which it, it was, and you brought it here and left it here. 
And then I took that pony out on the town, and we had a great <laughs> time. Right. That pony oh, and I, I had a great time on that the town. What? It yeah. went into a concert? Yeah, it went yeah. to a concert. It went on the stage. Yeah. 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 Danced yeah. with a little lady. Yeah. The story that you time. told... Huh? The guy up there to get it up there was a sad story. That's, that's what I told everyone. Oh that it was yeah. your somebody like you love who died. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I told everyone. <laughs> everyone. Everyone who would ask, they're like, "What? What is that?" And I said, "Well, it's my brother's, my brother's pony." <laughs> and, uh, that's what I say. He what is wrong with you? <laughs> Dude, <I'm so> <laughs> <laughs> he, he pat. Well, I I don't have a brother, so I can't. Like, my, my sister's not going to die because right. I said it was my brother. So anyway, okay. so I said, man, my brother yeah. uh, passed Jesus. away, and he just he just loved going out in Vegas and loved rock and roll, <laughs> loved gambling, whatever whatever that moment was is what I would tell that yeah. person. And yeah. so that's how the lady who was connected with the band she went and told the the people at the band. So then I said, if you could just go on stage one time, <laughs> just one time. So they took the whole Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so, so good. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That was good. And the guy was like rocking out. Uh, yeah. Uh, like yeah. fucking doing the air guitar that and shit. Pony, that pony lived his best life that night. It yeah. did. And yeah. then it got thrown in the garbage. Yeah, it got thrown I in the garbage. Got After I put it back on your mantle, where it belonged, where you said you wanted yep. it. What's, but here's what's crazy to me. And mm-hmm. think about this. Mm-hmm. Somebody, this gentleman... Mm-hmm. Went and threw whatever he wanted to throw away in the trash. Saw some hair in the trash. Mm-hmm. Immediately thought, "Holy shit, this could be Dark Side's pony." Removed it from the trash and then said, "I can trick Kiefer into getting two hundred bucks for a pony Took that's not even the right with pony." Him. Yeah, yeah. Tweeted it out and DM'd me. Mm-hmm. I have the pony, and he made two hundred bucks. And what yeah. in the holy hell? Why? Yeah. This is what we created for Dark Side. Yeah. Look at this is how famous mm-hmm. your ponytail is. Mm-hmm. Someone's trash digging for your dark, shit. Dark, dark. He'll sell it to you for three hundred back. <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. Okay, all right. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. So Yeah, I think I'll pass. Uh, this wow. pony it has it could tell a story, it would be awesome. It could, yeah. 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 It's got stories from Vegas that night that oh. I can't. Nope. Stays in Vegas. Uh, the, it, it definitely you does. The stories, it does. You only knew the stories I had before you even got a hold of it. Yeah. Good Not God. much. It's pretty boring, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the ditches that thing has dug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Mr. Side, anything else? No, that's it, guys. Have a good rest of the show. All right. Thank Bye. You. Appreciate it. Right. See you. Yep. That's uh, Mr. Guida, everybody. Yeah. Time for the motosport.com tweet at talent segment. Let's do yeah. this. That's my mom. It's the motosport.com tweets at talent segment. Motosport.com, a great place for OEM and aftermarket parts, UTV stuff, street bikes, e-bikes. Big e-bike guys over there at motosport.com. Go through the banner if you can to help us out and uh, give you great prices. Dedicated team of gearheads over there. Guys like Talon, too busy to respond to his friend's email, but, Mm. you know, whatever. Um, Maybe you'll get a better gearhead if you try it there. Um, or if you call in like all the other normal people, yeah. Mm. There's no VIPs t- at t- Motosport. Tits, tits and I just abusing his his. I got Tits's order done. Oh, you today. did? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Tits he, is handled. He's probably it's not, just you. He's probably not happy though with the amount of time it took. Um, he texted me like yesterday, and I did it at like 6 a.m. this morning. So I feel like right. that's pretty good. So turnaround. Motorsport.com again, great return policy, all of that stuff. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. These questions are submitted to at Mix Show, and Talent picks the best ones. Let's do this. From Eric Nichols, after the rant last week on factory guys riding SX Futures, how do you feel about Rider D racing the Cal Classic? 
I don't get it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. What, what is he doing? What, what, what are we doing? What do you mean? What, he, he's, so a, you're saying- he's a top amateur rider for a long time. Yeah. He rode nationals, got top 10 in nationals, and he's back at Futures, a race that he won four races at, mm-hmm. and now he's racing the Cal Classic. But you guys being the old school dudes, you're just talking about old ways and all these things. All those guys rode CMC. Did local races, so what's wrong with him riding Cal Classic doing local races for outdoors? It's better than a Futures thing okay. because uh, guys ride REM too. I mean, we've seen right. factory riders ride REM. So I feel like that's the same thing. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. Right. I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. He was hauling ass though. I'm sure he was. Although Jet Reynolds beat him in the 250 Classic. Oh, he did? Yeah, Jet went uh, 2-1, Ryder went 1-2. Okay. How did Aiden do in that class? Uh, Aiden won what? In 250B? Yeah. Aiden won 250B and won 450B and then got second in Schoolboy 2. To who? Uh, Enzo Temmerman. Oh, the kid with this Enzo on the back of his name? Yeah. Jersey, like like Whitney? Team Green. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, he's, he's like, <laughs> like, a prince. like Pink. Prince? Yes. Pink? He's that kid? Okay. Yep. All right. So. I saw that kid at a Futures and I'm like, I'm like, look at, I'm looking at the list and it's, it's got Enzo on the back and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's his first name. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. It's something different. I don't know, man. I think if you're going to do your first name only, you better be Prince or Madonna or Pink. Share. You know? But like when you have a Elvis. name Enzo, I feel like people – you know how in our sport people call you by your last name more than your first name? Yeah. I feel like it's opposite for that because like, what's up, Timmerman? Like it doesn't – it doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Okay. Mm-hmm. From uh, Sagandi's Nuts. What is the percent pie for what it takes for these guys to be faster, having huge nuts or just pure skill talent? It's a blend. Yeah, but he wants the percent pie. Oh. I'm going to go 60-40. Of what? 60-40 skill talent. Hand-eye coordination, you know, physical fitness, that kind of skill talent, and then having nuts mm-hmm. also. because. But what I'm saying, is it skill talent 60 and then yeah. nuts yeah. 40? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Sorry. yeah, I would agree with that. From Bajorn Unicorn, if Jacob doesn't win 250 outdoors, does he lose his shot at a factory 450 ride? I don't think so. No, no. He proved that he rode 450. I really mean, good Supercross. if he if he if he's healthy, he may not win the national championship, but he's going to win races and podiums and like be right there. And if he doesn't get it done in the end, that doesn't mean he had a bad season. He right. He could come up short by ten points and still have a great year. Right. From Moto Fan ninety two for Randy. Since you've been around the sport for a while, do you think the outside viewership the is Supercross? Since the 60s. Yeah. Teen year citizen. Do you think the outside viewership of Supercross has been going down within the past decade? And if so, what do you think Feld needs to do to change that? I don't, I don't see how viewership could be down if, unless he's just talking about like just Peacock or whatever. They, like, they've jumped around, but I think this year it's much, much better to have everything on one platform. But I would think that viewership or people consuming what is Supercross has to be up because it's available on so many different platforms. It's on Peacock Live. Then you see the replay on Peacock. Then you see the, the summary of it or the recap on YouTube and all these other things. So I would think maybe viewership of the live race. I'm not sure where that's at, but the ability to consume Supercross, those numbers have to be up. How was the turnout at ATL? For it was good. It was. I heard it was light. It, really? Yeah. JT said it was light. Yeah, it, it, yeah. To me, it was good, but it was very, very spread out. Right. right? Like that's part of that venue is you don't you don't have a really good feel for how many people there are there because they're spread all the way from the one, one eighty, a half a mile to the other one eighty. Yeah. But 
Um, well, in general, viewership has declined as people cut the cords and got away from TV. <clears throat> yeah. and, you know, but the only thing that's bu- that bulletproof is, is the NFL, right? But other than that, generally, TV numbers mm-hmm. – like Seinfeld used to do, you know, 30 yeah. million. And, like, you know, that would be an amazing oh, show I, now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it just doesn't happen. People don't watch TV as much. They just don't. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, my age, I can remember like certain evenings. That's like you may, you were scheduled things around yeah. Seinfeld yeah, or yeah. Cheers yeah, or whatever it might be. Yeah, right. and, but everything can be consumed uh, yeah. on a phone, yeah. wherever. Right? right? Yeah. Pookie just watches YouTube now. She just—I don't remember the last time Pookie watched TV. Mm-hmm. She watches YouTube on her phone. Either uh, murder mysteries, probably planning to murder me and mm-hmm. figure out how to get away We've with it. Slowly like poisoning, right? Slowly We've poisoning. talked about it. Yep. yep. So why do you think I didn't eat dinner tonight? Exactly. So she just watches Valid. vlogs and murder stuff on YouTube and on her phone. She does, like for me, I like a bigger screen, right? So mm-hmm. I'll, if I want something, I'll grab my iPad. Yeah. She, she'll watch her iPad fifty fifty to her phone. That's mm-hmm. just her life. And so imagine the kids, right? The kids are just doing everything on their phone. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I would sure. I'm sure viewership is down on the supercar stuff, but everything is down mm-hmm. from peak whatever. Yeah, peak ESPN. I, and, say, and I say yeah. Art Ekman and and, uh, and David Bailey. You know, and I'm guilty of it too. But I think everyone's attention span is yeah so narrowed. I found myself today, and I actually stopped myself. So I had my coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there reading the internet. Chill time. Chill time in mm-hmm. the morning. You know, very important to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a story about the Toronto Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. and I want it's a preview start, playoff starting tomorrow. And I'm reading it and reading it. And for no reason whatsoever, I'm, not, I'm engrossed in this article. Mm-hmm. I'm finding it interesting. It's one of my favorite writers. Yeah. For no reason whatever, I go to a tab and click on... Um, oh, uh, on, uh, on Yoga uh, pants? No, The Ringer. Yeah. The Ringer website about NFL. about the, And I start reading that. Why did I do that? I'm into this article. I'm reading it. I just got no attention span. Yeah. I just go yeah. over yeah. for no reason and open you, a new click and start reading a new story. Yeah. I'm not done with the story. I just finished. Yeah, it like, it's like these devices have, have programmed us to need a distraction. Yeah. Like we need, to, we need to change our own channels. Yeah. I know, like in my Instagram feed, I get breastfeeding searches all I over. get yoga pants. Because A-Ray sent me a breastfeeding thing in my DM. Now I get all these breastfeeding fucking videos. Mm-hmm. A-Ray just sends me dog videos. I don't get sex videos. I get dog videos. From I A-Ray. get boobs with right. not stuff I want to see. Right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he knocked his dick loose. <laughs> From Jimmy G, uh, Kiefer, give us a fashion review for the kit Randy uses during the vintage races. Jeans, open face helmet, etc. I mean, it's stellar. Like, it's a 10 out of 10. Like, if you're doing that vintage stuff, mm-hmm. you can't get more vintage than what he's doing. You can't even judge Randy. If he's doing something, it is going to be at least a nine. It's not going to be mm-hmm. anywhere near a five. It's going to be full bore. Mm-hmm. You know you're getting 100% mm-hmm. of yeah. the yeah. spectacular called, show that is I, Randy I Richardson. I hope we see him at the ride day. Yeah, it's called go. commitment. Yeah. It's called commitment. Uh-huh. Okay. Dedication. Man of my word. Man, I could say something right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I want to save it. Okay, save it. Save it. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Yes. yes. You know where I was going yep. with that. Yes, But I, did. I didn't know where that was going to go. So stay classy. Chris. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. From David Lacombe, Randy, how long of a shelf life do MX tires have? If I keep a few in my non-climate controlled garage in the South, how long before they begin to dry rot, etc.? I've heard that some bicycling teams buy tires and age them for a season. So they are tackier. Mm. Never heard that on 
never heard of that on bicycle tires at all. But for Michelin motorcycle tires, off-road and street, uh, we recommend that they are installed within six years from their date of manufacture. Oh, that's and, longer than I thought. Yeah, six yeah, years is a while. Yeah, six years. And then we recommend that you remove them from service uh, after 10 years from the date of manufacture. And that's a four-digit code. Like, it's not just Michelin. All yeah. tire manufacturers are required to put the week and the year in a, yep. a four-digit date code on there. Um, so for us, install within six years from the date of manufacture and then remove it uh, But no performance increase. Or no, no, like, no. Yeah, and yeah. within that timeline, yeah. we obviously would, uh, would honor anything as far as like a, any type of manufacturing defect or quality issue associated with that. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's our shelf life of them. Hmm. From Sterling R214. Can the listeners get an update on the Pulpamex fantasy game with Kiefer, Betts, JT, Weege, etc.? It has been oh, referenced but never talked yeah, about. Yeah, no, we posted on Instagram a yep, bunch. last week. Uh, we, Weege is running away with it, and I'm in last. <laughs> I think I'm in third. Uh, I, I lost uh, Marvin Muskan right away, and he was my mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. number two draft pick, I think, and so he got hurt right away. Marv's generally rock solid. Uh, and then I picked... I had asked the team manager, Yuriv, team owner, Yuriv, if Max Anstey was going to do 450s, and he said he was going to do 450s on the West Coast. So I picked Max Anstey. Well, he got hurt, didn't do any 450s, so I got zero from him, yep. zero from, from Marvin, yeah. and I'm in last. And we each had... What was his... He had like a crazy pick or something. What was his... Well, Justin Cooper. He went Justin Cooper. That's what it was. And, yeah. you know, Justin Cooper in five races right. got... Uh, so oh. here's the point standings as of before, before Atlanta. Uh, Weege 782. The next highest was JT at 525. <laughs> wow. No, sorry. Who's this? JT 596. Yeah, JT 596. Then Kiefer 525. Then um, Team Savage, Blake Savage 408. Then um, Team AC, Chris yep. Betts 374. And then I'm at 354. So I have less than half of Weege. Henry points, Miller screws me because crazy. he's 250. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it uh, that that's the update, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe I'll. My saving graces are AP and Coop. Those are the duck guys, though. Right, and once those guys go out for me, I, I was done. Yeah. So I think I lost my other guy too for me. Do we have a bet or just like a thing? Yeah, we have a bet. Amazon gift card. Oh, that's what I. Yeah. That's just Supercross. Yeah. Okay. We got someone. From Sugar Shane seventy nine Kiefer, what's the sketchiest thing you've seen at an amateur race? BB guns. <sighs> Uh, sketchiest thing that I've seen in an amateur. Well, I saw Aiden do something really stupid off the start, which really pissed me off. Like he was did all he the way. Neutral? Oh. No, that was, that was dumb. He didn't know that. <laughs> I'll tell that later. He came from all the way to the left because Enzo was getting starts on him. So he went all the way from the left right before the Talladega starts to come up. He just shot all the way over to the right to try to dive bomb on the inside. Come on, dude. Dude. And if there, luckily there was no one there, he would have took out the whole. Like I'm, and I told him when he got back, hey man, you can't do that. No, like, you gotta at least you can't look. do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, so that was sketchy. The PW fifty starts are sketchy as balls <laughs> because the the start at Glen Helen is very sandy, and you got these little wheelbase motorcycles and going twenty mile an hour. And there was a kid that was eight gates over from the doghouse. They took off. You can see them. They're leaning back. They're wide up. Their wheel, the wheels are wiggling, and they're just they're moving. You know, and all of a sudden, this one kid caught a, a sand rut, and he went yut, and just went yut, 
straight across the track, clipped another kid. The, his just, ass in came around. He was like 90 degrees. Bop, bop. Saved it. Saved Kept it. going. Uh, the dad's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. I heard the chupacabra was out there. He was? Yeah. Really? That's a yeah. whole other thing. The Stasic yeah. crowd? Dude, these bikes crazy. are souped up. Yeah. Tony Alessi's bikes? Oh. Can't beat it. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> Can't beat them. <laughs> Coming off the gate like fire. <laughs> like 500s. Dude. Got magnets hanging off of it. Parents are going ape shit. <laughs> like that whole series yeah. is Tony Alessi blood in there. Like yeah, it's yeah. just like infested with this Tony Alessi types, right? <laughs> just competitive souped up electricity like it's just ready to rock listen to me <laughs> right it was crazy what the fuck oh yeah it's it's yeah. yeah baggett was late to the line oh yeah so they're like i wasn't there but i heard and uh jeff's working the gate and tony's like hey baggett's not here and jeff's like yeah we got to start it well baggett's not here he's like i don't care man we got to start the race yeah He's like, well, hold on. Let me call him real quick to see if we can start the race. Like, they're just, <laughs> just waiting on back. You're out of your mind, dude. <sighs> it's great. But, hey, he gets a great turnout. There's a crap ton of people there. So Who? The, the, the AME series. He has, Tony puts on a series at Glen Helen. Oh, oh, that was with the Cal Classic. Yeah. Well, oh, it's not with oh, it, but okay. it's, it was running on a different oh, okay. track. Oh, okay. And so we were getting some information that mm -hmm. Baggett was there and Janky Mike's yeah. kid raced. Right. And so, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Was Mrs. Janky there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Swisher Sweets? She was swishing. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. From the real Sean Lawton. How big will those seven points be for Chase? That penalty was huge. I guess it was rightfully deserved. But, man, yeah. even with all the wrecks and throwing away better finishes, that one sticks out. Uh, like I said, though, at the time, like, they did the, they did the two positions and then a two-position penalty. So because the three points were from first to second, Baggett – or Baggett. Sexton's, Sexton's <laughs> penalty was seven points. Yeah. If, you, if you did it from fifth to seventh, it's four points. Mm -hmm. Like – it's based on where you finish and how many points those positions are. It shouldn't be. Yeah. It should just be yeah. five points. Sexton's penalty was more because he won the race than it would be if he was fifth. And that's not right. Jumping the Red Cross is jumping the Red Cross. Yeah, it's right. a safety. Should be a, should, yeah, it should be a safety thing. So he got screwed on that seven. I think that rule will be rewritten. Um, so, yeah. God, that's an expensive. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, look, he's, yeah, he's down seven. But uh, speaking of Janky. Janky. Hello, kind sirs. What's up, Janky? Hey, Jank. Uh, I, yeah, I'll be honest, Steve. It was me. You know, you can say it. It was me that texted you. There were some basic shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, tell and them about the, the these, bikes. Dude, I thought, I'm not going to lie. I sandbagged in, in the past. I was going to carry that on with my son. I was like, I'm going to enter him in starter. I thought he was pretty good. Chris, he's all right. Yeah, yeah he's good. And I'm like, I'm going to enter him in starter class. At three years old, starter class, he'll be all right. He'll probably do, he'll, he'll win. No, 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 no. Like, ripping. These kids take off, doing wheelies off the starting gate, and are just <laughs> wide open. And I'm like, what? This is the starter class? How is this even? Like, what is the expert class? Well, the expert class was Tony Alessi's daughter ripping whole shots on everyone. So what are they doing to these things? I don't yeah. know how they Janky, really you, work. Dude, you modded I yours. One, I, saw one with, I saw one with two Milwaukee batteries stacked on top of each other. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> they were they all had most of the fast ones they had hydraulic disc brakes on them. Wow. And I'm just like, 
my God. Like, I, yeah. I just sent my kid out there. He was on the starting gate, didn't know what was going on. He went wide open with the gate still up. That was cool. He um, hit the gate, just cartwheeled. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that would be my kid. And then he started next to Baggett's kid, and Baggett started like, oh, my God, who's this kid? Did you have a fanny pack on? But, Did you give her a fanny pack on? Uh, you know, I brought, uh, that was my dad's old fanny pack from the 80s. Did you see that picture I of Sunday? everything. Yeah. No. Uh, so I put a picture of Jay. He came in with the whole mechanic outfit for yeah. me on Sunday. Right. I posted it up. I got over 100 DMs saying he looked like Tomac. Oh, Seriously, I'll show you the picture. Ride that yeah, way. he looked a little bit like Tomac. Like it's crazy, right? I I packed good gates. I you know I got a whole shot of devices set every time. I was I was doing good. Yeah, he did. Well, the Stasic. I'm I'm really shocked that amateur racing that Tony Lessie's involved in. That I see what you did that. You're shocked. I get it. Okay, that was from Randy. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, you guys yeah. have a good show. Thanks, Janky. Bye, Janky. Bye, Bye, right. Bye. All right. Next question. Hope he's from the Brop Crew. <laughs> Randy, how does Michelin become more prevalent like Dunlop tires for Supercross and Motocross factory race teams? Is it mainly sponsorship money and race support? What are they looking for that is preventing Michelin from landing a big partnership? So that would have to be a basically it's priority and budget, right? So that would have to come from France where our development of tires are, are or designed and manufactured and to be able to create and build race spec tires that would certainly have to come from France which is <clears throat> that's where that came from back in 1999 2000 was the decision to move into supercross motocross which was you know when I got hired back into Michelin to oversee and manage that um, so for us to do that just domestically here in the US with commercial tires um, we could do it that way but I think to do it and contend for championships with top-level teams, we would need to have a you know, commitment from our management or central management in France and budget allocated for that. So uh, while I would love to see that, it's a decision that's far, far out of uh, uh, my authority. But you got off-road team here. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, we do have here. So, so for us, we're involved in, for us to have presence in off-road racing, we work with Magna One. Uh, racing team and uh, Jordan Ashburn for example won the GNCC the XC1 the premier XC1 racing series last year with Michelin tires that you can buy off the shelf at any dealer and with our bib moose so there's so no on. race spec tires like Dunlop has and stuff not we do not have it this time no okay. no we don't have that at all this time um, so we're just using the same commercial tires so what you would buy from uh, Magna One Motorsports vending at the GNCC or National Enduro is exact same tire that Magna One Racing Team is using, and same bib moose and so on. Um, it's not like yeah. you guys couldn't afford it. You're a multi-billion no, dollar company, yeah, but it, it would just be somebody in France being like, "Hey, yeah, let's, let's get go, back into yeah, Supercross and Motocross." That. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If they did that mm -hmm. and they came to you and said, "Same job," you know. You you wouldn't do it, would you? Would you do it? For me now, the no. travel yeah. now just yeah. is just, just way too, yeah. way too. Uh, you guys work hard, man. Yeah. Tire guys, dude. Yeah, they do. They do. I, you know what? I was and, and it's funny. I was there at the race, you know, with uh, with my buddy Robbie, and then with Brooke. And is Robbie so, selling a Kajiva at all? Any Kajiva updates from Robbie? Hmm? Kajiva yeah, updates? he's got a few more. So then, um, so I saw Brian Fleck walking through the pits, yeah. you know, and I just saw him, and I thought, man, no tell how many miles. Like I have huge respect for him. Yeah. Uh, Anyone that travels a circuit and does a job, but certainly Brian, he's been dedicated to that brand. Years. And, and, and there's no telling how many tens of thousands of miles he's walked. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the, through the pits and how dedicated he is. And he's not like a 
face of the brand, right? Yeah. He's he's in there changing tires and mm-hmm. doing the grunt work and stuff. So yeah. What's crazy is even amateur it. races that I go to. Yeah. I mean that's got to be worse than the professional side because there is massive amounts of people there. Yeah. And yep. they're busting out tires, mm-hmm. man. Like, mm-hmm. it's insane. And I would think the amateur racing, probably a fair bit more entitlement. Yes. And dealing with parents there versus right. pro racers. But next question. From Toby the Sniper, 89. Kiefer, how is AK-47's progression looking for the future? Looking as in where do you see him in the next 12 months as he has been following him and his progression and would like your take? Well, Aiden, Aiden's riding really good. We kind of slow rolled him a little bit. So he's starting to, um, he's getting a little bit stronger. Of course, with troll training, that's really helped him a lot. He's only done it a month. I've seen a big improvement already. Um, we've been doing the same thing for, I don't know, we've been training pretty hard together for the last couple of months, and I see a big improvement in him. And it's for mostly, for me, it's the race craft. We're racing more, and that's helping him because he really didn't get to race a lot growing up. Um, he d- wasn't interested in it until he was like mm, 12, 13. So, in reality, he's been racing about three to four solid years. That's it. And uh, he has really good technique. He's he's good on the motorcycle, and he's learning better racecraft. No one to go past, no one to lay back a little bit. He made a little bit of a dumb mistake in his race this weekend, but he he showed grit and heart and came back and won, so I know that's in him. So I feel like he by this time next year, um, he, still, he still could race B class again next year because he's still AMA. Um, 16. So depending on if we get help or not and what those people want to do, then is what we will do. But uh, I for sure want to see him in futures next year. We'll probably do futures. And uh, we'll, I'll try to do it as long as I can with them and how, you know, see if how much we can afford. But it's a, an expensive sport and hopefully we get some help, more help. And Really disappointing that uh, you're going to miss the Smashing Pumpkins concert because of Loretta's. Oh, yeah. he hears about it. Trust me. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Right. Thanks yep. a lot, Loretta. Yep. I know what disappointment's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one from. Oh, I was going to say, hold on. Oh. What about Aiden? Uh, how is he? Is he better on or part of troll training? Is it part of it? Uh, his diet or his food? Or no. how, how is, has he improved that at all? Has, a little bit, yeah. yeah but so no. it's more of being held responsible. Like me and him trained together before this, mm-hmm. but it's not coming from dad. Yeah. yeah. It's coming from Alex and John. Mm-hmm. So he's held accountable. He has to talk to them. Um, yeah. He gives them their, his schedule. So I like it because both of those guys reach out to him. They're mm-hmm. interactive with each other. And he knows the benefit. And I think he knows Alex was a successful yeah. rider. So it's mm-hmm. legit. It's yeah. just me, dad. So dad yeah, ain't yeah, shit, yeah. right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. And the thing is, is like as a kid, we don't want to listen to our parents right. sometimes, even though you're extremely knowledgeable on what you're trying that's, to teach that's him. That's debatable. <laughs> true, true. No, but, um, uh, yeah, I just said, no, I know we had talked with him one time about like yeah. fast food and trying yeah. to eat a little healthier because that makes a difference, right? Absolutely. He, he gets to be like uh, Jamie from Twisted giving him the best race engine, right? right? And then him putting <laughs> crap fuel in it, right? Yeah, it, it's it's still not great, but it's a lot better than what, okay, what you good. saw. It. Yeah. yeah. We'll do it. Last one from Atwood1994. If Barsha doesn't get a win... Uh, do we consider this his most successful 450 Supercross season? Mm, I don't know. He won a few on Hondas. Like, he won races mm-hmm. multiple years at Hondas. So, but then he got hurt. I don't know. It's a good question. You have to ask him. You have to say, hey, man, if you don't get a win, but you finish all 17 and you get fourth in the points, is it better than when you went to eight races and won two of them? 
or whatever. Man, I think it is. I think just the way he's riding yeah, and the right. competition that's there and how mm-hmm. close he is to those guys. Yeah. Man, I think it is. Okay. All right. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. Thanks. No, uh, that's horrible. Thanks to those guys. Motorsport.com, great guys and a great prices, great return policy, dedicated team of gearheads there like uh, like the guy in the corner over there uh, helping you out, man. And they also have a Cherubis Plastic, Cherubis industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories with over 40 years of experience and with input from current riders like Cooper Webb, AC, Barsha, Anderson, and more. Uh, discards, frame guards, chain box, slider kits, and of course the replica plastic kits as well. They got some uh, special anniversary stuff uh, over there to Cherby's USA uh, on social media and uh, follow them along for, for updates from cherbysusa.com. So, um, all right. All right. All right. Is that uh, it? We're okay. it up? So, Cooper Webb, Colt Nichols, Jordan Smith, Lesher. Best interview tonight. I want to say Colt just because he, uh, we talked a lot about the testing. It was, sure. it was nice. I like right. that. Randy? Cooper Webb. Okay. Yeah, I liked him. I like his personality, and mm-hmm. and and he's he's uh, just a good dude. I like the fight in him, and Mark. He's oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Okay. Are you done, Randy? Yep. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go Jordan Smith. <laughs> dude, this is the most mellow Randy yeah. we've ever had yeah, on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, he's full of it's disappointment, insane. right? He's sadness. still recovering. It's sadness. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of melancholy over I there. I've got a little summary at the end, but uh, infinite sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Talon, best interview tonight. Uh, I liked Colt. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to read off our sponsors here. First thing that comes to your mind. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ready? Yep. Okay. Motorsport.com. Correct pronunciation. Fly Racing. Um, monk. Decal Works. Ooh. SoCal Gear. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Race Tech. Paul Feed. X-Brand Goggles. The choice of myself and champions. Renthal. Uh... Twin walls. Renthal. Or, sorry, Michelin motorcycle tires. I think they're looking for a job, looking for someone for their two-wheel group out of Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A Cherubis. Uh, fork front, lug guards. Front number plates for 23 Yamaha. Fork, fork lug guards. Guards, Gosh, yeah. Fork dang. lug guards, yep. Firepower batteries and chains. I use them, uh, use firepower chains on all my vintage bikes, yep. Okay. Uh, Maxima, Maxima USA. Contact cleaner. Pro filter. You need one. Renegade Racing Fuels. MX4 test will be up on pulpmx.com Thursday. All right. ORW. Phil Nicoletti. OGO Power Sports. 9900. Come back, please. FMF. Mm. Lesher. Guts Racing. Um, McKenna. Hot. Wow. McKenna. Kenzie. Kenzie or McKenna? What was her Kenzie, name? Kenzie, I think. Kenzie. Yeah. Kenzie. Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, all right. You've said enough. Your <laughs> wife's sitting the, right there. The, the authorities <laughs> have more than enough information to charge you if she goes missing. Uh, Atlas neck brace. Uh, dang it. Um, oh. Their new lightweight model. I can't think of the name of it. It's Vision. not air. There. Huh? Vision. 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 Uh, works Connection. Eric Phipps. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The place to find your job in the motorcycle industry. Get data. Dan, I wish you would text me back. Hit me back with that uh, information, please. WUSA. Uh, my buddy Robbie bought a few sets of wheels during the Pulp Mex promotion. Oh, he did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The edge wheels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does he need them for? Uh, he's got a couple bikes. <laughs> but I mean... 
God, Robbie. Dude, a lot of people I hit see, me up saying it didn't last long enough. I, I missed out. Yeah. He, what he bought one, he bought a set. Of, I know he bought a set for his Husky 501 so he can have like some street dual sport ones and then a wheel swap for when we go like full off-road. Wow. Must be nice. Thanks, Robbie. Must yeah. be nice. Yeah, I think John and Kristen saw a good response from that. Yeah. You know, for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, ride engineering. Oh, you. Bar mounts. All right. In 10 cycles, you. Didn't ride one today. Nope. Uh, Weissco Piston. Weissco J. EVS. Travis Pastrana. All right. Sounds good. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Heck yeah. Appreciate it. Heck yeah. Dude, it's weird. It's so weird. What? What is? It's just, it's a different, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. That's the video we talked about earlier, Randy. That, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, um, yeah. I, I prefer not to be distracted, but. Thanks for show. coming in. Thanks for no. mountain bike riding with me. Yeah, today. heck yeah, heck I'm, yeah. I apologize for life swap not happening, but yeah. honestly, it's Chris's fault. So if you want to just. It's pretty pew, clear pew, it is. Pew, yeah. pew, yep. pew. Yeah. No, what, what I want to say is I, first and foremost, given the opportunity to give someone teetotal hell all week long, I'm going to do that, right? Because yeah. that's me, that's my nature. Yeah. Um, I was very sincerely bummed. That was authentic, my phone mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, emotionally. <laughs> what was the most, like, what were you looking forward to the most out of this? For me, what I was looking forward to is just the stories that were, that were going to come out of that. And I really, really do want you guys to do that at some point in time. I think it's going to be epic because you think you're going to roll in there and tell Miss Heather mm-hmm. what's up. I'm going to straighten both of them up. And uh, you, might, you, may, you may have some help. With no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not telling Heather anything. And then, uh, no, but I think that just the whole storyline of what is Pulp, I think it would have been awesome. Uh, wh- how do you think it would have went? Yeah. Honestly, I think yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah. You would have been all right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the race weekend might have been questionable, but. You so, just, what did you say to me over the weekend, though? And you can be open and honest. Yeah. I don't remember what I said. We're I said a lot of things. like, could you imagine if Steve was here? Oh, yeah, he would have hated it. He would have hated it. Oh, man. Even my... though the days were actually, it was ran really good, yeah. and we got out at a decent time. Greg came in hot. He would have been oh, irritated my, you... with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that morning was, was yeah. gnarly? I mean, could it get any worse it than that morning? It was way frappy, frappy Greg. hotter. Frappy, frappy Greg. Greg. Frappy, Greg. Yeah. frappy Greg. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Boy. Well, Randy. So, no, yeah, so for yeah, me, I'm just saying. Yeah. So I was genuinely disappointed. And then when I have the opportunity to bust your chops about like that all week long, I'm certainly going to do that, especially when what you two have given dark side over the past years. I'm not familiar. That's my little window okay. of time. How do I get wrapped up in the crap? He's done it. I'm, I am not. Yep. Okay. 1A, 1B. So then, uh, <laughs> no, but genuinely, I yeah. was just bummed to not hear and see like the stories and the posts and it was just going to be epic and i was so disappointed that that just didn't happen so Could you imagine i I'm really, just really now hope- going home right now and you would just now just be home be very happy gosh mm-hmm. wow it would well, have been a long way it's, for both listen of you. randy yeah it's 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 gonna oh, happen but what i was gonna say was is i certainly respect the decision i understand why you chose not to do it uh because having that race with Aiden, certainly you need to be there with your son at that race. You guys got some cool experiences of racing together. Mm-hmm. And then also as his career develops, you want to be there for that in key times. So if you guys choose to try to do this a third time, <laughs> please find a week that, that, that there's not something this important on the table. And make it happen. You owe that to Pulp Nation. Well, didn't want to say it, but Steve's going home with Heather tonight. 
No. <laughs> that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, yeah. Nah, no, Mark just flipped us off in his just, mind. We're not going to make any promises. No, I just, no I, I'm not I, saying. I, I don't even care anymore. I'm not asking for a right, date or right, anything right, like right, that, right, but 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 right. certainly it would yeah. be that would be so cool. Because there are so many epic stories that, that the Pulp Mech show Here's the epic story. My life at home is so different than his life here. I know, I know. And there's a lot of things that he doesn't like that happens at my house. Yeah, I know. So People that's what by. would make. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I know, but but that would be the cool thing to Italian, like. Give me some Italian kitchen. Let me watch my baseball and hockey. And the chill time would be a lot less at uh, my house. I might have a problem with that. Right. There would have been no chill time this week. Right. Because it was on the go all week. Yeah. Correct. I really, as I get older, we talked about our routines and mm-hmm. getting, you know, at JT yeah, yeah. and all yeah, I'm, I'm guilty I of that. I am very, I get anxious and angry if I don't get to have some coffee in the morning yeah. and read a little of the internet sports, you know, catch up on my sports mm-hmm. and read my coffee, drink my coffee and just, just chill. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That wouldn't have happened because yeah. you would have been getting up to go race and ride and ride. Right. Well, I would have get up at seven to have some chill time till eight, I guess, or something. I yeah, don't know. Something. Right. So, um, but yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, thanks for having me in. Thanks. Mission thanks Starcross six. Uh, yep. Stay tuned. Uh, there's a promo now. Forty bucks back. Mm-hmm. Forty bucks off a gift card, and then Motorsport.com in May. Yep, so in May, that. and that'll be on yep. a full on our full line. Right. Uh, if you'll allow me to, I'll call back in on May first with some more details yeah, we'll on see. that. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Unless, and maybe if you're hosting the show, then maybe I'll call back in yeah. and you can talk about it. I've been on two uh, weeks. So I'll be out for a little while, probably. Uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming in, Kiefer. Thank I don't you. know when you're coming back. We got to schedule that up. You want to come back in with Cade? Sure. All right. We'll figure that when out. When is that? Okay. Uh, coming up. <laughs> um, it's in the future. Shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's not behind no it. commitment it's, it's yet. Coming up. No, I don't know the date. I, I forget the date. Um, but uh, all right, yeah, we'll work on that. Thanks for coming up two weeks in a row. Appreciate thank it. Key testing, of course. Stay tuned. Racer X, of course. Marks, thank you. Shop seniorcitizen.com. I trusted and well respected <laughs> Brandon. Never lets you down? Never lets me down. Right, Brandon. right. It's a good, right. great company. So, sounds great. Uh, Talon, thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank, thank you for you. coming in. Please handle my uh, request ASAP. Tell Yar Yar hi. Thank you. She was uh, upset that you were in and she wasn't invited. Mm, I love Yar Yar. Yeah. Good girl. Classy. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you to uh, Pookie as well. And thanks to Swiss Corps Moser. No, no, no thanks to Moser. Thanks to our guests. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Special, yeah. special. Special thanks, thanks to, Moser. to Moser. Now I want to meet that guy. He can go fuck himself. Mosier. He can go fuck himself. I think that was the best ex friends. He can kind of go fuck off a little yeah. bit. That was funny, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was so, so good. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, thanks to our special guest over here. Yeah. From, uh, well, not from Spot, but from Spot? Okay. <laughs> All right, Spot TV. Brent. Basement? What? Basement. Yeah, probably a little a basement. Little yeah, basement. Yeah, a little basement. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Okay. Uh, and then uh, thanks to Roto also for all his work for the show. Uh, of course, uh, thank you people for listening. Appreciate it. Next week, uh, Paul Parabinos and Charles Kessler uh, in studio. Reunited. Uh, it's been a while. Charles has been in Texas working for... Uh, um, Str- uh, Stay sick. Stay sick. Yep. Right? Yep. I just got that mixed up with Strider. No. Stay sick. Stay sick. Yep. Got it. Uh, you can tell I don't have kids. Uh, thanks to our guests tonight, Cooper Webb, Colton Nichols, Jordan Smith, Jared Lesher as well. Uh, thank you people for listening. See you next week. Lipstick on your dipstick? There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and 
I was totally nude and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh 